PKA 686 with our guest, Gavin McGinnis-Taylor. This episode of PKA is brought to you by ferrodistro.com, Merrick Health, BlueChew.com, and Lock and Load. Gavin, thanks for joining us with your real deal adult setup. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what is behind you? Are, are, is that a bunch of TVs, a grid, a big blue screw? It's four TVs. I don't know yeah. why your your set sucks so bad. I understand if you were just on a Zoom call with your friends, but mm-hmm, you do mm-hmm. a very successful podcast that probably grosses a good amount of money. This is a $200, $200, $200, $200 TV, so $800 mm-hmm. bucks on mm-hmm. a <laughs> <laughs> well, Get it together, boys. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, like you're usually, I don't, I don't, I don't take this well, but you make a good point. I, I do like your TV setup. I, I, I will, I will copy your TV setup, Gavin. dude. It I sucks when you get when you get big timed and you're like, "Fuck, he's right." He's right. I, I'm not big timed at all. This thing here is a flag that was flown over Afghanistan shortly before it fell, and this thing here is a gold play button. You telling me I don't have a dope background? I no one knows that though. They just see. I these just people. told them. Anyone know? Everyone listening knows. Okay, but like as far as the aesthetics go, you shouldn't have to attach a little side note to explain why it doesn't suck. Hmm. Words hurt, Gavin. That's like having sex with your <laughs> wife and it's only four seconds in and you're about to finish. And you're like, I've been under a lot of stress at work and uh, <laughs> you made me wait like 10 days. So the next one is probably going to be way better. <laughs> you're having to pre-sell your, your pre-jack. All right. Yeah. That's fair. I get it now. <laughs> I get it. Keep giving me your 60% hard rope dick. <laughs> the next you're going to have... Yeah. The next one will be better. I'm sure it'll be harder the second time around. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, okay. We're going to up our background level, or at least I will. I'm going to show up next week, unless I forget right after this. And, <laughs> and I'm going to at least one television, at least one TV. Harder. I'd like to segue to our sponsor, Blue Chew, uh, mm. one of our first sponsors. Great guys. They've been supporting oh, yeah. the PKA podcast for <laughs> months now. Uh, Blue Chew. If yeah. you don't need it, then you don't need it. And everyone can use it because your dick can be your your dick can always be harder, just like well, you could always be in a little bit better shape. It's mm-hmm. not just for erectile dysfunction. You can use it as shampoo. Uh, you can use it on a chalkboard. You can use it for toenail fungus. It's it's sort of like Vagisil. Like if you have a rash <laughs> on your inner arm, use Vagisil and it'll be cleaned up. Is that true? Yeah, I use Vagisil for every rash. This is for every rash is I guess that makes sense. Like pushy ra- pussy like rashes wouldn't be so groups, unique. Other groups get stuff that that white straight males don't have access to. For example, this is called Razak. My hair normally looks like Kramer's hair. It's this Jufro. Yeah. And I buy black woman's hair product in Harlem, and this Razak turns me into like Rock Hudson. Similarly, I was I Vag- thought you might have been Rock magic Hudson. stuff in it. <laughs> and if you put it on like a bad day. Or a fight with your friend, it goes away instantly. That's a good call. Us straight white guys <laughs> need need to start using finishing cream. I just discovered using lotion wasn't just for jacking off. Like two years ago, I'm in my thirties. Yeah. Like I was like, ah, oh, I guess wintertime. That's just when your hands crack. That's just part of life. You get it sounds like you're not jacking off enough if your hands are cracking. Jeez, my hands and penis are outstandingly smooth. Now I'm incredibly moisturized, and even when I'm putting like lotion on my hand, it's like let's. Throw a little down there. You guys still jack off? Well, if you're going to put me on the spot, yes. (laughs) You know, anchor is an insult for a reason, right? 
Well, as long as you're not doing it all the time, it's not too bad, right? Like if you're like hey, a caged monkey, I feel like I'm it prevents cancer. <laughs> you can only ejaculate within a yard of your significant other with her consent. So you can jack off if she's like pregnant or menstruating or dying. Yeah, uh, but that has to be within a yard, and she has to be like, let go nuts. If you don't have, it's gonna be hard to come if she's dying. dying. What the fuck is wrong with your relationship? You should be able to poke her anytime you want to. Right. You should. Yeah, that's Woody's relationship, well, and it's still going. Rape aside, I I think it's I'm not have rape. A hard time. I have standing consent. It's a perfectly good way to wake Woody up. Woody is in a free use situation. You can withdraw consent at any time. The government told me so. And so you can I'm your your lady any time you want. Actually, actually, no jokes. Yeah. Well, are you? Do you have kids? Two. And how old is she? Roughly. The well, one's moved out, and the other's twenty. No, no, not the kids. The the wife. The wife. She's fifty one now. <laughs> huh? Anytime, like two p.m. on a Monday, you could drive back. I, home. I could go. That down might there right be now. the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Woody grew up in one of those way too sex positive households, but it's developed in, into a very sexually healthy adult who fucks his wife all the time. Like, like I could have time. sex with my She's wife whenever I wanted, but mm -hmm. that's like my friends will help me move. But if I moved like every day, <laughs> uh, like, I guess I'll help you with this couch again. Now, if I don't bone her all day long, she's like, are you mad at me? Did What happened? Like, why didn't you even make a move? Is she a burn victim? No. <laughs> no. Mostly friction, but. <laughs> I'm having trouble picturing this scenario. Really? Yeah. They go on. They go on little sexcations. We're what going this the, weekend. Yeah, yeah. they go to like they go wild. to like Ann Arbor and fucking a a, a super eight. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> like they go to the least impressive places and have sex for like two days in a row with. We're going scurry. to Charleston, South Carolina. We're gonna go to an aquarium and we're gonna like hold hands and walk to like the most ridiculous things. There's a museum for dental health for some reason in Charleston, South Carolina. There's an, there is an old mayor's home that we're going to check out. And I don't know, look at the fucking 200 year old furniture or something. And we're going to bone a lot. That's in the, the mayor's thing. house. Or are you going to go back to a room somewhere? Yeah, Pri the privacy situation works be out. Part of history. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> What's your it, boning like? Is it elaborate? Like, is there anal stuff involved or is it pretty missionary? Uh, anal is a rare treat. Um, but uh, mostly I just like the frequency of it. It, it can be, like almost every night we watch TV together and just, you know, it's bottomless TV watching is what we call it. So that leads one thing leads to another. Jesus. And then um, it can just be like her making me breakfast. And, uh, you know, while she's cooking, I lift the fucking little nighty things she's wearing and get some. You don't wear underwear on your couch? It's they're in bed. Couch. It's in bed. Oh, it's in bed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're watching Survivor. Things yes. are getting steamy. So, yeah. Well, of a homosexual man. I have the what of a homosexual man? The lifestyle. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like they've got something figured out. The best of both. But Gavin's ways. saying you need to have the black the, the lifestyle of a black woman and use her hair products, her her <laughs> lotions, all of those things. I Stay could learn a lot from this, yes. You could. Yeah, I think I think it's admirable. You go on your your sexcations. It is very. I mean, I'm jealous. Is re the reason I'm trying to poke holes in this is I'm trying to get <laughs> jealous. Like I'm I'm hoping she is a circus freak with like a stub <laughs> arm. And one no, not eye at all. And <laughs> was burnt off in a fire. 
and it looks like she was scalped sideways. And then she has cankles that look like those elephant trunk cankles. umbrella holders. Yeah, like no. Boogie's feet. She looks good. She's height, weight appropriate. We've been married for, I don't even know, 27 years together for 31, something like that. Like it's been a real long time. That's a real I met her hate. when I was 19. I'm 50. Oh, I've There's heard that. I've heard young marriages house. It's a good. scary place. I've heard young marriages are good because you, you grow together and you come up with like movie night together. Whereas two 50 year olds meet and it's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going golfing. Can I swear on this show? Do yeah. Yeah. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, my heavens. Yeah. <laughs> my stars and garters. He used a bad word. Anything Meanwhile, I, I just came out like, yeah, anal sometimes. Hetero. Well, yeah, I no, came out hetero. Came out as straight. That's, We've always known what he's a little gay, but it's mm. okay. He's like a what's that gay scale? You probably have like a D minus on that gay scale. There's a gay scale. Yeah, there is. I want to see what there was. Some it, basically, it was a scale made by a guy who was really gay, and he's like, "It's not just me; it's everyone. We're all gay." And it's <laughs> oh like, yeah, no. that old Lindsey Graham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now Lindsey Graham is not gay. I wonder how gay I could be. I've never done anything with a guy. So how, well, then, how, then that answers itself pretty quick, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. what is, you know what? Blue belt jujitsu. That whole notion okay, yeah. is, are on a spectrum and there's like bi. And that is them trying to look normal. And mm -hmm. it's the kind of thing you fall for when you're 17. You're like, oh, I guess there's like super gay and then bi. And it, it's, there's gay and straight. And every gay you've ever met, you hear about their sex life and you're like, oh, my Lord. You had an <laughs> eightsome? Like they're all... <laughs> Total degenerates. There's no normal gays that are like, well, I sometimes I have girlfriends, sometimes I have boyfriends. No, 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 no. They're all like in a hot tub and there ends up being more human fluid than actual water. Like they're. And that's dangerous. That was mind blowing. Gavin's dripping with so much envy. There's a wet spot right next to him. You know, you wish you would. <laughs> and ate some? Come on. That sounds cool. A chism no, hot tub? <laughs> well, that doesn't sound appealing. Are a pain in the ass. Threesomes are basically you're you're recording a video for your future spank bank. But when you're actually in the throes of a threesome, you're basically like a party planner with a clipboard. Like, okay, is everyone okay over here? You guys need drink? <laughs> How are you doing over here? It's it's not natural. It's it's cumbersome. Yeah, someone's gonna get their feelings hurt. Yeah, uh, you kissed her. Uh, <laughs> you spent way too long eating her pussy. What about mine? Stop I've never had a threesome, but Kyle, have you? Yeah. Does Gavin's or description line up with your um, experience? As the man, your kind of job is kind of the guy with the clipboard, making sure everything is going smoothly, because usually there's one girl who's 100%. Oh, you do it with two girls. Yeah, yeah. There's your, there's your mistake. You need to be one of the guys. And then... Dude, it's just me and two of my bros. Just <laughs> We always agree on when. But if it was two guys and a girl, We're then she would bump. be the one with the clipboard, making sure everyone's happy. No. Yeah done that uh -uh. it's i've spit roasted chicks and mm -hmm. that is just like that's okay but a lot of people say don't you feel that's kind of gay that you fucked a chick with another dude and i'm like no i go if we even if we touch <laughs> the background back, i go imagine two mobsters are digging a hole for a body and yeah. as they're digging their shovels clink like you wouldn't even notice. Like you <laughs> you've got bigger things on your mind. Exactly. You're a, a major felony here. So yeah. like the the clink thing. Hey, don't be clinking my shovel. Tom. All jokes aside, Gavin's scoring better on the gay scale than I am. 
Assuming Better's gayer, I'm not really sure. That's <laughs> just because he's got the guys from uh, the birdcage behind him there. And because he's touched dicks with somebody. <laughs> that, that's well, really I, this, the, the... I mean... <laughs> I mean no, this subconsciously determining the fate of the conversation. Switch it to something more cop-like so we can get... <laughs> <laughs> about cops. I wanted to know, so you're... You're you're no jacking off ever. You're staunchly a no no fap. Well, that's the proud no boy, that's the proud boys way. And we got there as a dare, and then realized, wow, this is fun. Um, and it it makes you sing in the shower and stuff. It improves your marriage. And it gets single men off the couch and out meeting chicks. But you know, you have falls from grace, mm-hmm. uh, and you just get back on the horse. Hypothetically, how many falls per grace per week are we allowed? 36. Right, <laughs> <laughs> These are boundaries. He's I down to five with. times a day. Yeah, you know, teenage terrible would have this. a problem with this, but adult yeah. Woody, 36 is well within my... Even Dude, if I did believe all that, though, like I, I always hear those health studies that say ejaculating like 30 times a month pre- prevents prostate cancer. Like, like it's yeah, a significant ma- amount. I've heard that, too. I understand that, but I don't know. I, I, I think, like, the thing about not beating off is... You you want to you want to ejaculate like once every two days. So you start like finding ways to like if I was beating off to porn, I don't think I would say to my wife like, "All right, it's been like six days. We got to fucking we got to get something going." Yeah, Mm. I might I might like I hear about married couples that will go months and months, like up to a year. Yeah, and that's because he's using porn. Porn ruins thousands. it's hard to determine like because it's how do you measure this but i've read studies that say like thousands of marriages a year i think it's it's immeasurable i think it's hundreds of thousands of marriages a year i mean we're at a 50 percent divorce rate right now yeah. and I, being able to get the water from a different tap is a big part of that and you got to remember too just like call of duty makes your brain think that you're like saving your friends and releases fake endorphins when you bo- when you beat off to a bunch of tens, your brain is like, holy shit, this guy's Attila the Hun. Like he's getting laid four <laughs> times a day. Uh, keep going, dude. Yes. Yeah. What you're doing <laughs> is good. So it that seems like, like I always more... imagined like like because especially as a kid, you're jerking off two or three times a day when you're when you're 16 or something like that. I think I literally had that thought once. My balls think I am the chattest Chad ever. They (laughs) think that there's a different girl every three hours coming at me, just bending over in the jungle. Those balls have a high opinion of me, but nobody else. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) else. No one else. It it seems like jacking off then isn't the core issue. It's porn. Oh, I'm such a loser? Why do my balls think I'm a catch? (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying I've tricked my biology into becoming a loser who's okay with it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, porn and masturbation have become pretty inseparable. But I guess mm-hmm. sitting yeah. on a chair and using your imagination, it's definitely not as bad. That as sounds terrible. No, no, that's. I'd rather read a story though. Like, like if, I'd rather read a dirty story. Than You're gonna have like a, a gosh, old, you finally old have war. a chick on the podcast. Oh my <laughs> god! You never read a little erotica, Woody? A little dirty story? You jerk off like a girl, Kyle. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I, I do do this like this. <laughs> you like, just no, I jerk off like a man in the bathtub with the water flowing yeah. right on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> it trickles down. It's wonderful. I feel he lights all... candles. <laughs> that feels gay as tra- fuck. That's why I straddle the jet in the hot tub. Yeah, I don't think porn is well. It's it's immoral in the sense that these people are meth heads and they've been molested by their family, and that's you know something you don't want to support. But see, mm-hmm. I like that too. 
If a mm-hmm. couple watches porn and it enhances their sex life, I think that's good. Okay, so there's exceptions. You just don't want people distanced from reality, using it as basically yeah, a video I game. I think sex should enhance your relationship with your significant other. And with the Proud Boys, like the gay guys would say, so uh, you don't think we should watch porn? And I'm like, uh, no one really cares about you and your sex life. <laughs> You're already completely out of control. There's no reining you in. <laughs> <laughs> don't beat off so marriages would get better. And like incels would go try to talk to chicks you guys are drenched in jizz like i don't know what to say to you go nuts are there are gays allowed in the proud boys oh yeah okay i guess i don't know that much about them i i I thought i thought it was associated with the proud yeah i thought i thought you left them because like i was reading about it you left the proud boys because someone was getting sued and you thought it would help them if you were no longer associated with it is that accurate uh, almost. So there was a, a fight okay. with Antifa where these two guys, Max Herr and John Kinsman, were facing four years in prison. And one of the charges was gang charges. And uh, the definition, legal definition of a gang is two things. There's top down management. So the boss says, all right, from now on, we're going to be selling coke to teenagers. Mm-hmm. And then okay. there's that uh, illegal. They're doing something illegal. Mm-hmm. So Proud Boys aren't doing anything illegal. But I took out the there's a leader. So they wouldn't have gang charges. And so my podcast wouldn't totally dominate their trial. But uh, mm. change to Proud Boys. Now I'm getting sick of the homos. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, and I don't know if it worked. I mean, they got four years. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, so it didn't work. Did they hurt those people? Like, why'd they get four years? That seems like a lot for a fight. They got four years because it was right before the midterms, and the DNC needed bad boys on the right to counter all this Antifa violence. So they said, we finally got something. That evening, the police said, all right, go on your way. We don't care. It's uneventful. And the Antifa told the police to F off when they said, or I guess I could say fuck off, yeah. when the police said, do you want to press charges? And Antifa said, fuck you, pig. I just got punched in the face like 70 times. And they went, all right, well, that's mutual combat. We're done. Mm-hmm. But the next day, Bill de Blasio, Cuomo, the DA, everyone was like, this is our thing. And you could tell there was top-down orders from above, ironically talking about gangs. And they said, uh, here's what you have to say. Because every tweet all these people put out said, hate has no place in New York City. Bill de Blasio said that. Cuomo said that. DA said that. They all said that same verbiage because they get a little bulletin. Mm-hmm. You do see that in media. Daddy's I away. see it all the time. I'm really sensitive to it. When I hear like when there's a phrase that's turned and it's yes. like, OK, and then I hear that phrase again, I recognize it. And then it's like, did we all get our orders like our marching orders last yeah. night on exactly how to couch this issue? What our stance mm-hmm. was, where we stood and where mm-hmm. it was. In you the got to like, trust like, the science. Yeah. Collusion. Yeah. <laughs> collusion is a weird word, right? Like how many times have you heard collusion before Russian collusion? Yeah, I, not you, that often. I think I learned the word during Russian collusion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so did Trump. I love when he says it like a word he hasn't heard before. Collusion. Like he yeah. really lets it roll off his tongue like like he's trying it out for the third yeah. time. <laughs> That's I like a that. motherfucker. <laughs> you hear him say that? I, I have I not heard Trump. A lot of I have, I'm not up on Let's Trump right now. Let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict, <laughs> Let's indict <laughs> the motherfucker. <laughs> 
dude, I love, sometimes when he's freestyling, he's just so funny because you can tell, at least from doing the show for so many years, you can kind of tell when someone starts a thought and you're like, oh, they don't know where this is going next. Let's see. They're going to discover where this is going you know, with me. And mm -hmm. so they, they, Trump will go on lines like that and, you know, hit different points. He's the points, greatest stand-up comedian of all time. His recent <laughs> bit about Joe no, Biden and how um, Joe Biden uh, uh, will, will be looking at a binder and he'll be answering questions about immigration and then he'll change his mind. And you can see you can see the scroll bar of time and you're like, he only has one second left. How is he going to wrap this up? And then he goes and he bumps into a wall. And you're like, Biden does perfect punchline. Yeah, he talks about Biden. See if you can pull up that clip, Jamie. Where he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we call everyone calls Jamie. him Jamie. I have this guy working on the show. Uh, he does this great bit about Biden being incompetent and the way he punchlines it with, and then he bumps into a wall. It was like, like I, I spit take laugh every time he opens his mouth. That's why I don't understand why comedians hate him so much. You don't want the funniest guy on earth in the White House. Yeah, it is. It's better for this show. And for most shows when he's in, because it just opens the door to lots of Trump impressions and he's a funny dude and he puts himself in situations that are easy to riff on. So just, I would like him to get when in. he killed Baghdadi or whatever that that and um and he's like, we sent the dogs in after the beautiful dogs. He was yeah. crying. He was I like it. <laughs> like that was surreal. Most people you'd think, oh, you go through the front door. No. <laughs> and you were clearly seeing a president speak like improving about I was just in the back room and we got to watch a raid live on cameras and it was really cool. That's what he wants yeah. to say. I yeah. just saw our guys murder. It was crazy. There were dogs and explosions. He's describing Die Hard for the first time to someone. Oh, yeah, he's, he's talking about like it's like he went to the midnight Call of Duty release in 2009 and he's telling <laughs> friends the next day that couldn't get it yet about it. I'm not going to believe it. The number of Burks, my God, my God, well, the Burks. Jimmy Kimmel juxtaposed Obama talking about killing Osama bin Laden mm -hmm. and uh, Donald Trump talking about mm -hmm. al-Baghdadi, whatever his name is. And everyone was laughing at the juxtaposition because Osama bin Laden, I mean, uh, Barack Obama was like, last night we took care of Osama bin Laden. Uh, in the middle of the night, he's, and then they have Trump going. He went through the side. You think you go through the door? Laughing <laughs> at how unprofessional Trump is. Yeah. Meanwhile, with this national divorce, we're so separate that we're laughing also at how awesome he is and what a boring turd Barack Obama is. So mm -hmm. now we enjoy the same media, but for opposite reasons. I it's agree with what you're saying. A, a bit of it's not <laughs> It's kind of a Rorschach dress. You know, you yeah. can take Kimmel's thing and show it to different people, and I'm on the opposite side as you. So I see Trump and I'm like, oh, he comes off as an amateur in my eyes. That's how he, he resonates to me. But to someone who likes Trump, he comes off as hilarious and a guy who just did a big thing. I know. He's such an amateur. Like, what has he ever done? Besides, Trump? you know, conquer New York real estate in the in the Bronx when it was a shithole and make billions of dollars and then conquer television and be at the forefront of American culture for uh, about three decades. Yeah. As opposed to Barack Obama, who, you know, he was on all those academic bullshit things and then he was a fake professor and then he was a, a fundraiser. Yeah, and he's then a nerd. President. Who's yeah, do you want a nerd president? Scenario? What? Well, yeah, like so Obama is a nerd. 
Obama's a loser piece of shit who ruined America. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's the second coming of Christ. You think? You think Trump Trump's is the good? second coming of Christ? These are I'm, these are objective facts. I'm not. I, I'll save my opinion for later. No, if Christ came back, he would be fit. That's the biggest argument against it for Trump. If Jesus came back, he's not going to be overweight. There's no chance. Mm. Dude, he's no a, chance. Can we I'm, just? Can we? I'm not a big Christian, but didn't Jesus fuck horse? Am I crazy? No. Mary of Madeline, she wasn't like. What, what, what was that? No, no, he. He washed. I'm pretty Mary. sure this is accurate. Don't, no, you're don't, incorrect. Don't go he washed head with Bible. He washed, the, he washed the feet of prostitutes and whores to show that even the lowest was worthy of that. I he think did Trump not would do thought, that. No, Trump would not wash someone's feet. Yeah, no, he might. He's, he's 80. He can't bend over. None of these people <laughs> I, I, can I bend. picture her putting her feet. Up yeah, you situation. you think, Gavin? You don't think that if Christ came back, he'd be fit, like striated, defined delts? Like, are we calling Trump unfit? An 80 year old man with a pot belly? Dude, you know what? How fit you're gonna be when you're 80? I won't make it. I mean, yeah, I'll be, be dead before that. Because you'll be a skeleton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't be. And There's thinner no than chance. Trump. Mm, technically, but not in a good way. If Jesus yeah. came back oh. right now and he saw you're Trump, you go, "Oh shit, I'm already back." <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be waving me. a Trump flag. At Jesus the, at would the take his blonde hair out of his eyes and put can, it I in. Side, can I sidetrack the whole show and go for it? I was talking about earlier, just so you can see it. We don't have yeah. to watch the whole thing, but you got to see this punchline. All right, all right. This is a terrible thing to do in a podcast. You hijack it. Mm. No, you're good. Clips on the <laughs> shout out, Ryan. What's up? All right, what I had it before, it, and then I threw it away. What? You threw it away? I threw it in the garbage. No. Don't throw things away. Now I've ruined the whole podcast. All right, I got it. Oh, sorry. All right, everyone. we're gonna have to start over. Yeah, we've got two products. I got, I, let I me tell everyone I, about my I, sex life. Three times. Okay. They ask him a question, Bill from NBC. They ask him a question. Um, the border is very strong. Uh, it's very normal. <laughs> And things are going very well on the border. Oh, thank you very much for the news conference. Thank you. And then he walks into a wall. <laughs> he's, like he's just having a fun time up there riffing. And I like that you can hear the like Seinfeld laugh track in the back from the people who are like obsessed with him. And because at this point, like you, you got to be pretty obsessed with Trump to go watch him talk somewhere. I feel come what? on. You're not going. It's not the funniest thing you've ever seen. Uh, the, no, the, he's, he's, he has, he has funnier clips. I think Dude, Trump is a funny time guy. I see somebody do Trump's material. They do it better than Trump. Like when Shane Gillis talks about what Trump said with the dogs and everything, yeah. the beautiful dogs, it's his impression of Trump's speech is way better than Trump's speech. When David Chappelle goes on SNL and says, you know, Trump got up there and said, I don't pay taxes because I'm smart. That was powerful. When Trump said, you won't remove my tax loopholes because people like me are your donors. That was powerful. But then I watched Trump say it and it wasn't nearly as effective as when Chappelle said it, nor was it as effective oh, when Shane Gillis said it. Because you worship black people and every time they say something, you start ejaculating. Only black <laughs> men. 
<laughs> and gays. Yeah, and, and black else. women and fats. Likes fats. The only thin black people. <laughs> America worships black people to the point of royalty. Like Jay Z gets up the Grammys. Him and his wife are worth three billion dollars. They, mm -hmm. they have the most expensive house in the history of Los Angeles, and oh, he's really? giving the the Dr. Dre Award and of lifetime achievements or whatever. And he's like, "Hey, how come I never got my wife never got an award for best album?" And then he just leaves. And you're like, yeah, I saw him pouring booze in his Grammy and drinking it out of it. Like, I guess, trying to be disrespectful, but it's just. Dude, we were talking I mean, about gay. Following the Grammys is gay, dude. Like, that's. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I have Gavin no so idea far, what's going follows on. Follows the, the Grammys. Grammys any clink shovels. He's not looking good here. I, uh, a double clinker, dude. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and uh, when you have a female living in your home, she has mm -hmm. on dumb shit like Real Housewives. And if you ever want to get laid, you have to sit next to her. And watch and go. Can you believe that bitch? What is? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm as mad as you are Dude, over this. <laughs> my wife, like every woman, <laughs> that background is great. <laughs> my wife, like every woman in America, has gotten into like this true crime bullshit. I routinely walk through my living room, and she's getting lessons on how to kill your husband. Or like, uh, she pauses the TV when I walk in the room because usually I talk to her, and. Uh, so she pauses and it's like how to murder your husband on free. She's like, don't read into this. I was just yeah. watching TV. There's very few shows that you can watch with your wife that are, are not one sided. Like if I watch Real Housewives, I'm, I'm obviously not enjoying myself. Although you do get Stockholm syndrome and start being like, whatever happened to Janet? <laughs> <laughs> but there are a few shows where it's you're both enjoying it. And I always tell married men to check out these shows like there's the thing about pam a true story starring uh renee zellweger about a, a murderous best friend hmm. uh 1833 is really good or is it 1836 the like precursor to yellowstone mm -hmm. yeah that's a great couples thing i tried the curse and it's just way too weird and dark for a chick it's basically a anti-semitic horror series the way Ooh. they choose it. <laughs> so that's for boys. That's great. What, what's anti-Semitic about it? I want to drain your money. <laughs> Take account. Jews are like satanic, demonic gentrifiers in this show. And they have the tiniest penises oh. you could ever imagine. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Nathan Fielder's character and the director who's doing his show in a show are just like the worst human beings that the world has ever invented. Nate Fielder, oh. he's Jewish. Why is he why is he going in on Jews in his show? He wrote a character for himself that is the most unlikable person you've ever seen on a show. That's do you get to does, see though. these tiny penises? Yes. I thought yeah, maybe there's, there's a lot more cock in cable now. Okay. I, I was reading an article about that recently about the how much more male nudity there is on cable because I, I know I didn't see a male penis. <laughs> you read on an television. article about it? Yeah, I saw yeah, on Reddit all the time. Um it, but there's there's a lot more cock on cable than there used to be. Like I don't there was never until maybe like Game of Thrones, you'd see a little dick yeah. every now and then. It, it, it's like, whoa, it's a cock. And they're always uh, soft. I don't think we've broached the the hard dick barrier in media yet. Oh, there's shit. some hard Are dick on right? Netflix, but there's okay. but but um, I've, I wish I could remember the exact verbiage that the MPAA had about uh, a hard penis and how like no one not offensive but scary was what they, they, they're like a hard penis is is no it's too no. threatening too aggressive too yeah. aggressive threatening that's it yeah penises are a tool they're like a leatherman like mm -hmm. no one actually wants to look at a at a, at a leatherman 
but they get the job done. Tits, vaginas, even vaginas are neatly tucked away, and then there's some pubes to sort of, you know, put a curtain That's over a mystery. Them. Mm-hmm. But a penis and balls, like those look like last-minute ideas when God was almost <laughs> Yeah. And then someone goes, well, what's going to go in the vagina to make the babies? And he's like, uh, oh, shit. And then <laughs> he just went, boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. As the, this the really male, inconvenient body part that's uncomfortable that's all the attempt. time. Yeah, the man yeah. was already semi line, just about done, and then God like threw a dick on at the eleventh mm-hmm. hour. Yeah, and then the how ball. would you redesign the penis? Like, like what, what, how could it be improved? Fully retractable. It would be erect at all times, and it would have no balls. The balls would be in the butt yes. cheeks. Actually, that's a really in, good one. In, in the butt cheek. We, I want them somewhere up, like in the belly Balls somewhere, in protected. The center of the butt cheek. So, like, so if you oh. punch the guy in the ass as hard as you could, <laughs> oh, he'd puke. He'd be like, oh. <laughs> I feel I like I, I want a bone in my ass now and then. That, that's my concern. I think I want my penis to be more, I like, have a bone in the middle, like almost mm-hmm. like a narwhal's horn, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of animals have dicks like that. Yeah. I want to, I, I think that would be better. Like I want actual, my penis yeah. to be able to contribute to the lubrication situation. Can you my imagine name. the burden of responsibility if God came down and said, I want you to redesign dick and balls? You'd be like, whew. I'd get out the folders and files. He'd be blown away <laughs> when he saw the work I've done. All the yeah. data, charts. all these eraser boards. And he came to Kyle for a reason. I, yeah. I pull some Play. curtains aside to <laughs> big chalkboard yeah. that's been erased and rewritten a million Kyle's times. Kyle's a janitor over. working at MIT. He walks by a diagram of a penis. It'd be like just Donald completely <laughs> rematch it. It'd be like Donald Glover in that Mars movie where they gotta like spin the spaceship around the Earth and he's yeah. up yes. all night and he's like crumpling up things oh. and he's got a massive chalkboard of different hmm. dicks. I think that's I think we could figure out better dicks right now. Balls on the inside. Whether balls? it's in the stomach or the ass the is fine. Better the butt cheek, but like as deep down as you can go, because we have one to ball, one big ball. Ooh, I like. What that. do we need two for? That's true. One well, big ball. One makes the boys. Money. One makes the girls. The fuck you guys don't know anything. All right, that's ridiculous. That's like <laughs> the brown the cow makes chocolate milk. The penis should have a bone in it, Kyle. You're on the right move there. Then you can fuck even if, like, you're wasted or something. No more, no more whiskey. Dude, and then you could go to China and get that bone penis. lengthening surgery. What, the, you me? could. You get your penis broken and put in traction for six months until it regrows. <laughs> yeah, good point. You're, you're yeah. running with your friend. You're doing a potato race. You fall face first, and you hear a. Ooh. And you realize, holy shit! I just broke my dick. No, that's why it's fully the the entire penis bone goes up in your body. And then when it's needed, the whole like thing stinger. comes back out. Yeah, like a stinger, like a wasp stinger. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know okay. we're really good at. I this. want venom if I if I choose. Everyone gets venom. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> I want my I want my dick to make paralytic venom. Yeah. Look, look. The fact. Yes, I want my penis to excrete a paralyzing venom. Okay, no, it has Cosby. nothing to do with rape. Okay, <laughs> and for you to make like, that leap yourself clearly shows that you have problems. Agreed. <laughs> Is so it you like want... an acidic jizz, like that llamas spit out, and you, they, uh, it's <laughs> more like it's the way it. a mosquito like puts that 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 excretes that liquid to to numb up your skin Ooh. so that it can get in there. You, you're none the wiser, and he's already penetrated you, gotten his fill, and flown away, and then all of a sudden you notice red bumps. That's so me. You, I'm the mosquito. You just, you just want your girlfriend to be laying there, and then just suddenly she's like, oh, he's fucking me. It was so, so sly. I didn't feel it. because And I, I fly away. Because his penis sex injected an anticoagulant is, into my vagina. That's it. It's me. Sex with you is so bad that you fantasize <laughs> about a penis that can excrete numbing cream. 
Yes. That, <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. And and hopefully a bit of memory loss will be induced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ugly rapist. They're calling him the most sinister rapist ever encountered. <laughs> he was Dr. Cosby. I consulted. I woke up scared, afraid, sore, <laughs> and confused. <laughs> Can you scared yeah. of rage? Yeah. <laughs> I had to process that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I would not like that. But I would like all the other penis ideas. One ball, fully retracted, boned up all the time, but only ex- only extended out when you want it. So that way you can like play sports and you don't need to wear a cup. Okay, here's a question: Should every penis be the exact same length to remove all insecurities and problems, or should they no. be different lengths? No. Variety is You're the spice of you life. You land on the right side of the equation. Variety is the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think we all roll the dice. We get what we get, and then we learn to to, to work with it. I think that's how life should be. It's a meritocracy. I I, I always appreciate that anywhere I see it, and uh, and and that's how it should be. I like it. It's true. It's amazing how much we talk about size. When you know, I think of all the times I've been to the gym and the changing room, and there's not that much variety. Like my my brother proposed to this woman he'd lived with for five years and she was only 25 and she was like, ah, I'm not ready. And I was like, you know, that means I want to, to see more dicks. Like, I <laughs> yeah. yeah. dicks. Can I make and a I, counterpoint to your argument? I would understand if the variety was like boop, 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 boop. But they're all kind of like. I think, see, you're only your sample size is men who are comfortable with getting naked in a gym. There's a whole other group of guys who are like, mm. I'll go home and shower. So you're not seeing that scary, tiny that's thing that's like an point. acorn in a forest. That's true. That's smart point. Because I was going to say, well, I've seen my friend's dicks. But then the friend that has the worst dick on earth, he's like, I'm just going to change in the bathroom. <laughs> and everyone else is changing like in front of you. But then he's yeah. giving it away. He's giving it away that he has a bad penis. Well, they pretend that they have other hangups. Like, I don't like people even seeing my toes or something. That's just gay. Yeah. It's I like, no, think. I'll have you know it's because my ass is disgusting. You know Thank who the you. most homophobic people penis. in the world are? And I don't mean people who hate gays or Middle Eastern. I mean people who, who are scared of gays. Oh. Scared, homophobic. The true meaning of the word is black men. I was, I've been watching my police mm. activity videos. Every time a black man has to get patted down, he does not like it. Get your hands out my ass! Get your hands out my ass! And the cop's like, you have a pistol in there. That's what's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom runs up. What are you doing, my baby? The cop has his rubber glove and a, a, a pistol. He's like, this was in his ass crack, ma'am. His ass crack. And she's just like, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have any other pockets. But I, they're right to be homophobic because there's gays everywhere. Like, we don't really <laughs> homos, but, like, if, if you're ghetto black, like, they're in jail, they're sucking dicks right next to you, they're fucking your friend, like, they're homosexuality in that certain part of that demographic is like booze with the Irish. Like it's always looming mm-hmm. over there and you gotta be like a real <laughs> You can always fall there. back to it. You can fall. The bottle can take it. He's falling back to the drink. <laughs> well, you, hear you hear about McCallaghan. He's sucking dick again. How <laughs> many years? What am I supposed to do? And you're like, uh, beat off? Uh, don't get laid for 20 yeah, years. So Mr. McDougal bent over in the alley. Yeah. Dude. I don't know. That would, if you were in jail for 20 years, I guess, I guess you probably don't want to turn gay because then you're going to come out and be like, oh no. Well, hang on, Taylor. You're in for, you're really in for 20 years. You, 
and and you and you and the prettiest boy in the whole prison is giving you the wink because he used to listen to your Call of Duty commentaries 15 years ago, <laughs> and, and, and he's just like, man, I'd love to hook up with you, Taylor, and and he gives you that wink. That you You're not going to take under your wing, look after him. I don't. Well, how cute is he? <laughs> Remember in Oz when boy. when they dressed him up, <laughs> the prettiest boy. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think so because even even in Oz they tried to pretty up some of those inmates and they were all very clearly men. Yeah, it didn't take powerful shoulders. <laughs> Defined big hands, long yeah. forearms. I, they weren't fooling me on Oz, not for a second. <laughs> you could maybe, tell the maybe one of them once. <laughs> but no more. Do than you that. think he would be the the that Chad who seduces the ugly female prison guard and gets her to like sneak him into the trunk of her Taurus one afternoon? Oh, dude, that is a believable part of Oz. Is that that disgusting ogre woman who would be getting no dick thrown at her in the outside was getting all sorts of action on the inside, and that shows that even the prison gay guys, when real pussies, there are like, oh, come on, let's get real. Like well, I'll have, have this horrible vagina. Escape from Danamore. That ugly bitch was fucking mm-hmm. uh, the the two guys. Yeah. Both reaming her out until they yeah. her how to crawl out of the and she was the woods. Ups, she was upsetting to look at. She was so fucking ugly. You but know, you can you can you, you can imagine how that whole thing thing went down. I wonder if the guys started with that angle. Like the dude was like, "Trust me, I'm the king of cock. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this bitch the look. We're gonna be out of here in three months, dude. Trust me. Let me watch this." I and he's like, "Hey," and and. Did, is that how it went down or was there just some weird connection that happened? And then he started using that to sort of like move the other way. Cause if he started off trying to wait, is this the, the super garden, ugly person? Well, you're showing, two oh. you're showing her and then the Patricia Arquette or Rosanna Arquette who played her, but that's the actual woman. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the real woman there. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, that woman's not that ugly, but no, this she's woman, she's hard to look at. I, I, if I'm her, I work at a prison too. Yeah. yeah. What happened was they figured out how to escape through the pipes uh, first. Well, first they figured out how to remove the toilet and get behind there. But then they, they had the pipes and then they're like, okay, the pipes are great and everything, but we have to go somewhere when we get out. Yeah. And that's when they seduced her. Uh, I'm just kind of guessing right now, by the way. Yeah. Um, but okay, now we have – and then we convinced her she's going to kill her husband and pick us up. And then she, they got out and – she was like, yeah, I changed my mind. So now they're just running through the woods for months. I think it was two months. It's a long time I'm to a, be running through the I'm woods. I'm always impressed when they're able to like really just kind of disappear that maybe Edward Robert Rudolph guy, the Olympic uh, centennial bomber who hit up in the mountains of North Carolina forever. They caught him in a dumpster like two, three years later. He had disappeared off the face of the earth and they, they dug him up. But That's I remember there was... Impressive, man. There was a murder that went like... He had killed his girlfriend and then dumped his car in our town. And they found the car and they're like, well, he can't be far. And my dad joined a posse. Nice. <laughs> they, they, they all fanned out in the woods with rifles and shotguns and started beating the bushes and walking toward the highway because he has to be out here. And later on, dad was like, that was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever find the guy? Anyone uh, find him? Like- the cops eventually found him. My dad was not part of the apprehension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what state is this? Uh, Georgia. Um, there was a guy who killed someone in South Carolina, and he fled like down eighty five South and stopped in a little town in Northeast Georgia. Well, the weird thing about the Danamore guys is like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, I heard they were at, heading for the Canadian border. Okay, mm-hmm. so you get into Canada. Now what? Do you work at a gas station? Like, do you get plastic surgery? 
What's mm-hmm. what's your long term plan here, gentlemen? I don't think they're good at long term planning. They no. were in prison. Yeah. Well, what the what? So one of them just drank himself to death and like got lost and di- died. But the other one, he he sort of committed suicide in the, by cop because he he shot at a an RV, and obviously that's gonna like get nine one one called. Yeah. And that's when what are they called? Border tech, Bore tech, Bore tech showed up, which is like the A team of America, and they tracked him down and smoked him out. I've never, I've never heard of Bortech. Yeah. Is that a government organization? Yeah, they, well, it comes from the word border, but Bortech, they, they work on the border. But like if we got invaded by aliens, Bortech would show up. It's these awesome Navy SEAL superheroes with like long beards and fucking night vision goggles. And every time there's a real like say the president was kidnapped, you just see these these Chinook helicopters land. And then the bearded Bortech guys would come out and just like kill everyone and Involved. I struggle so hard with stack ranking our various governmental superheroes. Bortec is a new one. Delta Force has been around forever. Delta Force is not the top. Good Delta movie. Bortec uses Delta Force to floss with. <laughs> okay. What, SEAL Team 6? SEAL Team 6 uh, do laundry service for Bortec. They drop off their dirty laundry <laughs> with SEAL Team 6, and then they make sure it's all pressed. Why didn't Bortec go after Osama bin Laden? Because they're too precious. Easy. They're too precious. It's too easy, right? It was an easy task. He wasn't a high enough priority target, probably. (laughs) They were off planet dealing with some shit you don't even know about. They took SEAL Team 6 to Osama bin Laden and said, shoot him, faggot, go. (laughs) (laughs) They were fighting the Osama bin Laden of Mars, Woody. Can you even imagine? Dude, Bortek is so tough. They were above your pay grade of knowledge, Woody. You didn't even know they existed. I Martin didn't know they Osama existed. Bin Laden. That ginger who shot Bin Laden, he was like this. <laughs> <laughs> that ginger who shot And then Bortek had to come in and hold his shaking arms and let yeah. him get the shot. Yeah, Bortek is a welding company in Illinois. That's a front. Yeah, hard fellas. All right, MIG, MIG, gas, <laughs> stick, whatever. <laughs> Don't fuck with them. <laughs> Aluminum, nickel, <laughs> mild steel. Oh, I was thinking Bortec this entire time. This is oh, so I was wrong. Hard. Bortec? Bortec. Yeah. Border tactical, I guess. Okay. Damn. No, so they're in yeah. charge of the border? Uh, I think they've been called off the border for now. Yeah. yeah no one has to the border, clearly. I, I literally just watched a thing. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the guy from All Gas, No Breaks, former league, Andrew Callahan. He does Channel yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah. He now. got canceled for some bullshit Me Too stuff. He said, fuck that, and he came back, and it, it seems like he spent the interim while he was somewhat canceled going to like journalism school or something. His new content is excellent. It's doing very well. He uh, he bounced around the country to a few hellholes, Philly and San Fran, but he's been doing the border crisis for a couple of episodes. In the last episode prior to today, he went into Mexico, found some young coyotes, and then arranged to be smuggled across the Rio Grande. In today's video, or actually yesterday, I believe, he got arrested by Border Patrol swimming the Rio Grande. He was, he was in a right? detention center for a couple of weeks. His coyotes wow. immediately jumped back in and swam home. <laughs> oh, that's not they what you paid for. Yeah, they got away. Yeah. yeah, there's been a few journalists who are doing the whole trip all the way from like Venezuela all, uh, and documenting the whole thing. You know, mm. you got to send it up to the cloud fast because when the coyotes catch you, they'll kick your ass but if you recall james o'keefe dressed up as osama bin laden and crossed the rio grande from mexico (laughs) (laughs) no he did really yeah that's a that's pretty funny did he make it that's a good bit he made it 
He had a, I think he had a mask on. He had like a turban and the whole deal. Do you think the border control was like, we got an American citizen pretending to be Osama bin Laden (laughs) (laughs) wandering around? Oh my God, he's wearing a rubber mask. Can you imagine you're a rancher and you're you're like, you're out there looking for coyotes and you're like, holy fucking shit. (laughs) My lucky day. Never forget. I'm about to never pay for drinks in this town again. <laughs> I guarantee you, when that happened, Border Patrol was like, can we go and actually do our job? And the top brass was like, so cool your jets, buddy. Cool your jets. God, you're real eager to get out there, boy. And they, <laughs> they're just like Border Patrol are awesome guys. They're not the incompetent ones here. It's their bosses who won't let them do their fucking job. That's like every branch of military. Like my friends in the Marines, like, they're like, oh, all the grunts, all of us, the ones who were kicking down doors and like, we're all high trained, like excellent at our jobs. It's the fucking majors or whoever that are just assigning us. And suck. Well, with Benghazi, they were they have bases in in Italy like they were very close. They could have got down there. But you had Charlene Lamb and Hillary Clinton and all these cunt bureaucrats just going, uh, I don't hold on. Just stay put. Just stay put. Or even cops. If you know cops. You know, they might be able to get you out of one drunk driving charge if you didn't fuck anyone up, but mm. they don't have any power and they, they don't even have the power to do their own jobs. Like they can't tune up some perp who deserves it because he just <laughs> hit a kid. They Every organization to- I've ever worked with, it feels like that, though. Like, oh, our computer programmers are fantastic. It's management that's an idiot. And I can't yeah, name so- an organization that doesn't do that. But yeah. doesn't, it feel worse? doesn't it feel like the mm-hmm. top brass is getting more? terrible at their job and and hamstringing the guys on the ground more than ever well the nypd is a perfect example i mean they just had migrants kick the shit out of three cops and they're free to go really and then it got much media attention so alvin bragg our da over here uh, goes uh okay wait maybe do arrest them so they get them in phoenix and they've already murdered a chick and these are the guys who left the courts going like this (laughs) wait so the same people who beat up a cop killed a woman in phoenix yes i'm not exactly sure if he they killed this chick before or after the cop beating we're, we're yet to determine that oh. but they're murderers and, and these are they're all part of these south american theft gangs satgs that uh, biden let over our porous border and they're not just like like chinese are worthy adversaries they're good illegal immigrants they hide and you can't find them uh, <laughs> The worthy adversaries. <laughs> the, good, the old Mexicans, like you know, fifteen years ago, they were they were. I wouldn't call them worthy adversaries, but they they would just like mow lawns over there, and you would stay out of your way. But this new wave, they are organized criminals who are here to empty your garage of its contents while you're sleeping. You know what they're doing here in in New York? They kick in the front door while you're there sleeping. They know you're not going to have a gun because it's New York. They grab all the fobs, which are usually right by the front door, hanging on some hooks or some shit. And then they just whoop, 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 whoop. They see what fob goes to what car and take off. And you obviously call the police and everything, but the cops show up and this was all like 15 minutes ago. They're long gone. Yeah. You're not going to find them. And I kind of like. I've never heard of this. I kind of like that. uh, What did you say? Is this real? I've never heard about this. So it's People, not real. I'm asking. Like, it, it, no, you me, didn't. Ask. Me, I you said, didn't "Is ask. this real?" And now no, you're you saying not. I didn't ask. You're a liberal, right? A little bit. Can't you just? Isn't it amazing? You can tell. I never heard of this. 
this is bullshit. No, no, no. That I've never heard of it. Who do you think? I just pulled it out of my fucking ass. Yeah. Well, I'm asking, possible. is this real? Is it possible? Well, so you're changing your tone from like, never heard of this. I don't think I said that. Like that. I said, is this real? Exactly tape. like that. Play back the tape. It was, this is bullshit. This is a real thing. Talk to cops. Get involved. You lefties live on satellites that circle the, the earth without actually putting your feet on the ground. Talk to people in law enforcement. Talk to people that are involved with the border and these fucking criminals. And you will discover that this is a trend. Kicking in the front door. And this is very common in Westchester, uh, in the suburbs here. Yonkers, the Bronx, stealing cars. You, you talk to cops up where I am and they go, we didn't have car theft. Like in the old days, you could just smash the drive shaft and hotwire it. Then the mm -hmm. car companies figured that out, and there was no car theft for like the past 15 years, basically, and because the fobs are so good. In fact, if you have a BMW and you tell your insurance company, oh, my car was stolen, I left it parked, they're like, no, it wasn't, and you're not getting any money for it. You cannot steal a BMW without the fob. And so these now these thieves are so brazen, they're just stealing fobs. And then I guess the cars end up in like Saudi Arabia. They end up in the Middle East. They ship them over. Uh, Actually uh, found a story that supports what you're saying. Yonkers police warm of key fob hacking scheme. But they do mention a lot of what you said, which is these key fobs are nice, but they can hang by the front doors and people are using them combined with single boost signal boosters to do this. So. Yeah, that's another thing too. They're they're seeing you open your car and they're hijacking the signal and then making their own fob. You wait outside. Why, why send they, it to catch Saudi Arabia or the Middle East? I don't know. I think they don't have any standards mm. over there. I, I first heard that you know when you hydro lock your car, yeah, uh, it's basically mm -hmm. toast because water is in the fucking electrical now, and even if you fix it, you're going to notice problems over the years. So just write it off. Those cars end up in the Middle East, in Dubai, in Saudi Arabia, at these auctions where they get them for nothing. Maybe water can't survive over there. But now <laughs> I'm hearing that these shipping containers are getting filled with the stolen cars, and they just strip the, the VIN number, whatever, and they sell them over there because they're obviously savages in the Middle East and they don't have any standards. They, I fucking hate that those people have any money. Does <laughs> <laughs> it upset you when, you when you see them have nice things? When, you, when they're when you riding see their car... On two wheels like that, you know what I mean? That's impressive, though. That's impressive. I like that. I'm like, that's my money. <laughs> Do I like their outfits? No regard for personal safety either. I fucking hate their outfits, those stupid long shirts, and they're showing their toes everywhere. And then they got a towel on their head. Okay, they, they, fine. You have a point with the toe thing, but the rest of it looks pretty comfortable. No, it looks ridiculous. You're wearing a shirt dress. You look like oh, boys, rip it. Rouge. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Dude, you yeah. guys are acting like, like this is lame. That's Dude, I'm on board so for that shit. Cool. That shit's cool as shit. I want to go. I want to be in there. I'll wear a helmet, though. That's great. They're talented drivers. <laughs> I can't do that. Desert, I think it's easier than it looks. Camels. That, you know what we should have done? We <laughs> changed the tire. Hey, there's this black sludge in your water supply. Uh, we're going to get it out of there, and we're only going to charge you $100 a month, desert people. And they'd be like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and Dude, how are they in that much of a hurry? They need to change the tire like that. What do you need to get to? Another hot, sandy location <laughs> right away? You think that's what it was? They were in a big hurry? Yeah. <laughs> they were in a big hurry. They had to 40 degrees out. Yeah. Man, I didn't know. I didn't know 
the Middle East had no, uh, like Saudi Arabia and Dubai. I figured they would like be fancy with cars. Didn't know they were buying our nonsense, our well, stolen like, rem- shit. All right. So remember the Sopranos episode when Tony's sending the cars to Italy and then they're sending them to Russia. I, I, I mean, obviously we've got a whole system here with VIN numbers and everything's cataloged and has yeah. its place in a, in a computer system. But what I don't know if there's a Russian or a, or a European equivalent or even a uh, Middle Eastern equivalent. Maybe you just have a car and be like, yeah, it's mine. Is it? Yeah. Know. Okay. It's Stealing cars and shipping them out is culture, but the West That's been a thing forever. <laughs> Except I think that it, it, it used to be South America is where the cars would land. Um, mm. I hadn't heard Middle East, but I'm not. I don't know. You're all about Western culture, Western societies. West is the best. That's inarguable. Hey, I, I can't see you guys. Did the guy I yell at for saying never heard of this, is he all quiet now? No, no he's, still still, <laughs> he's still talking. Yeah, I'm not at all scared. <laughs> oh, like I, I'm a grown us? man. And okay. I can okay. say what I want. I, I If you say something that I... It turned out I was wrong. I fact I was, I was worried I hurt I your wrong. feelings. Some people don't like confrontation. That's the problem with New Yorkers is they travel and they go like, fuck you! And the guy's like, what the fuck? And you're like, no, I'm saying thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being rude. I'm just a Northeastern rude person. Yeah, like uh, I, was in, I was in Greenville, South Carolina recently and I was wearing white jeans and a Hawaiian shirt. And this guy goes, I like your pants. And I went, fuck you. <laughs> he was coming on to you. You could have had a cool he was, experience. He was mortified. I'm like, mind your own business. I don't care what your opinion is on my fucking pants. You don't See, I, uh, nice I have like a, I have like a gut reaction that like in public, I have to be polite. If that guy would have come, I'm from the Midwest. And so if that guy would have been like nice pants to me, even if I have no desire to speak to him, it's like, all right, I got to hit it back. I got to at least say thank you. And you're like mid- smile and on your way to a threesome trailer. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's so much bullshit in New York with like these homeless people and crackheads, and they come up to the street like, "Hey, man, can I talk to you for a second? I got this thing, so I can need a bus ticket." Like, no. Even today, I was in Newark, New Jersey, and this woman was like, Mexican woman was like, not woman, she was like twenty, whatever, and she was crying, sitting on a step, and she goes, "Mister, Mister," I just went, "I have no feelings." (laughs) (laughs) And then there's some other woman, Newark is. You drop your money. (laughs) <laughs> and i was like i don't want that um you preemptively you, shut it down you 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 say like no no look at robert de niro's face i hate robert de niro but he has that new york mouth you get where you're just like no no until no, no. <laughs> it alters your physiognomy and now you have new muscles that you never had before and you're you have a grump face yeah he's always got upside thing. down smile yeah he does. Uh, he he's kind of happy there. there. That, like, oh, that's he's making weird. fun of Trump there or something. He's like pained. Oh, is he an anti-Trump guy, De Niro? Oh yeah, they had a whole thing, and then of course, like he had a lot, some issues of his own because of that. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he a, he's a black wife, right? So I don't know why I said that. He has black wife, right? <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> he does like, have like black wife. Tennis elbow. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a black wife. He's been. <laughs> No, the thing you got to know about De Niro is he's an art school kid. He's a theater kid. He played a tough guy in Scorsese's movie, and it took. So he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm a tough guy. His dad's literally a gay poet. Like, he's a local New York City art queer. He's an art fan. Dude, it's easy to forget that about tough actors. Um, I saw behind-the-scenes footage of the game of thrones people and these guys all look so fucking manly man right their beards are foot long they're big strong guys they're game of thrones whatever but you see them 
by the trailers and not doing their job. They're singing, they're like playing, they're they're theater geeks. And it comes through when they're not in like actually Dude, Tupac, for the show. Tupac was a dancer who says, you need to listen to women, you guys, because <laughs> they've got a lot to say. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like women are smarter than men, you guys. And then he was in Juice, where he played a murderer, and people were like, "That's kind of dope that you're like <laughs> this badass rapper." And he's like, "Then that's who I am, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's uh, Chris Evans? He Is that Captain little, America? Kyle, can you help? Feminine me? in that video. Uh, uh, Captain America's Chris Evans. Hey, yeah, Chris Evans. Give me a beer. You said Chris gay? Evans in his roles comes off as super tough, and his superpower is like leadership. But if you see him interviewed or like talking to Robert Downey Jr. and stuff, he's a theater guy. That's Wait, is Chris Evans Captain America? Yeah. Yeah. I know there's that chick on Netflix who's got a, the most gigantic nose in the history of noses. It's like a she looks like an anti-Semitic cartoon. And she had a Netflix special where she's wearing slack. Fuck, I forget her name. But the whole Netflix special is like about how her grandmother thinks she's beautiful. And uh, she's a comedy special. Yeah, comedy special. Okay. Um, she dated Chris Evans, and she's obviously L.A., Jewish, liberal. And she was like, I I can't handle this guy. And she dumped Chris Evans for being too much of a liberal pussy. So, <laughs> you know you're a liberal pussy when super Hollywood liberal comedians are like, sorry, man, you need to grow at least one ball. Yeah, that's oh her. Goodness. <laughs> who, who, who put that picture on the right? That's, Jeff that's Je Peckin Jeff Art. That Jeff Pacina Pacina Art. Pekina? Now I don't think he likes her. She dated Chris <laughs> Evans. Yeah, well, that's the word on the street I got from from Comedy Insiders, and he was like, "Yeah, she dumped him for being too much of a pussy." As my dad would say, <laughs> "Would you like me to sew them back on? I could sew just one on." Would you? And he always goes like this: "Would you like me to sew it back on?" <laughs> does your does your dad have an accent like that? Yeah, my dad's from Glasgow. My parents are from Glasgow. Really? That yeah. I had no idea. And so you grew up. You never lived there, though. You were always here. We would summer. We would summer. <laughs> we would sometimes they would pawn me off on my gran, and I'd have to spend the whole fucking summer there, which sucked because it's a shit. It doesn't say that. You're a liar. I'm not lying, Dad. It, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was born in England. We moved to Canada when I was five. And then I moved oh. to New York in my late twenties. Isn't Glasgow like the stabbing capital of the planet? Isn't isn't that like Newark. shaking hands there? It's Newark, New Jersey. The the Glasgow smile is when yes. they cut your face here. So I remember seeing I remember seeing the Joker and like in the scary part of the movie, Heath Ledger is like, and then I my dad decided to cut my mouth because I wasn't smiling enough. And the music's all like boo scary. And I'm like, yeah, that's a bad Friday night in Glasgow. What now you're a supervillain? Fuck you, pussy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a guest who was telling us about that. He said that when people in the nose see that smile, they identify that person like as a rat, like it's a scarlet letter. Oh, really? That's what he said. I don't think that's the case in Glasgow, but maybe in the States. You know what they would do in huh. Glasgow? They'd cut your face with a carpet cutter, but they put a match, they put two blades in the carpet cutter, and they'd put a match between the two blades. So when they slice your face, oh. it's really hard to stitch up because there's a piece of spaghetti hanging down that that, that you can't seal. So you end up with that's a diabolical. That's so sinister. I'm I confused. A match like, a right. match stick. They, got, they put um, two blades in, so now there's two. But to make them split oh, apart, they put a match in there. So now they've got these two 
terrible cuts side by side, and the skin in the middle makes it very difficult to stitch because they have no, they have no way to oh. like grab that. So now they just got to remove it and make a big gash that they fill in. Oh, thank you. I got too hung up yeah. on the match part. Is it like how is that a weapon? I'm very confused. Yeah, match. yeah, Fucking diabolical. I hate that. I'd yeah. rather just do with this. When I would go there as a kid, the little kids would go, "What team you support?" <laughs> what did you say? If you support Rangers and they're a Celtics fan, they'll kill you. And if you support Celtics and you're a Rangers fan, you'll kill you. Like, you don't wear blue in the areas where there's Celtic fans because that's green. My cousin got bottled from a bus. Some A bus of Celtics fans were driving by, and he was wearing a blue shirt. He wasn't even a Rangers fan. But they're like, no, not today. <laughs> so I said, Dad, I uh, I don't enjoy the whole – I would speak with a Scottish accent down there just to sort of to blend yeah. in. Yeah, one in Rome. What do you? What do I say? With, what team do you support? How do I know I'm with the right side? And he goes, just say Partick Thistle. They're a shit team, and people will say you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> so now I, you just say you're a Thistle t- fan. What team do you support? And I go Partick Thistle, and then they would laugh and go, "You're <laughs> a fucking bombpot," which means <laughs> a lunatic. What is that yeah. word? It was like a force field. A bampot. Bampot means lunatic. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a, one of that's the best good accents advice. ever. Reminds me of Shrek. That's good advice. I like it. I was like, my my. I was like, what do I do if I'm in that situation? I don't even watch sports ball. <laughs> you, no, you'd have to have an answer. You couldn't. You couldn't make fun of soccer to them. They would hate that. Mm. But oh, yeah, no way. You'll get yeah. killed either way. I mean, there's. That's the only thing you can say to not die. Although I did remember in the early '80s. Bruce Lee caught on over there and Kung Fu mm-hmm. and uh, the, all the movies. And so for, I go there one summer and they're like, do you know Kung Fu? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm only allowed to use it in self-defense. My uh, <laughs> said that I could only use it if I'm attacked, but I obviously could kill everyone in this room right now. What are you, pal? And no one fucked me for like three years when Kung Fu. <laughs> They'd hear an American accent and just assume you were a ninja. Oh, that's and handy. then that faded away. And it was back to violence. Yeah, there was a whole wave of movies in the eighties: like American Ninja, this, that, and the other. They were all different colors. It was a there was a ninja mania. It was yeah. crazy. And I, I look at people taking Kung Fu lessons. Like you know, they always have a big glass wall so you can see in. And yeah. I'm just like. This is gay. Yeah, you're gonna I be tough at the lessons. mall. It's absolutely gay. I, like, I, these guys have heard this story. Like what are you gonna do? Chop me in half with oh, your it's stupid hands? <laughs> they will literally tell you you're not punching right if they fail to block it. <laughs> like it, that's how kung fu training goes. I, I told these guys a story, but quickly for you, I was at work. Some guy was giving out lessons that you could like win in a raffle. I forget how I won the kung fu lessons, but I did win, and I went to them and took kung fu for I don't know six months. And uh, it is stupid, and it doesn't work, but I had fun. We call him sensei when you're not here. It's just <laughs> you're you're learning like wu fu kung fu that like wong fei hong stuff with holes. It's stupid. The, the move that caught my mind was this. He's like, if if someone puts their hand on your chest. Then you grab their fingers and you pull them apart, right? You take them, spread them super wide. And I'm like, no one is ever going to gift me their hand like that. Whoever puts their hand on their opponent's chest, fingers spread, palm down, that's not a thing. 
it's yeah. all make believe. Absolutely moves. separate your fingers if you put your hand on my chest in slow motion and go. <laughs> all righty. So we got this one. <laughs> like you grab here and then you twist it and then you apply pressure. Yeah. A fight happens in a nanosecond and you're just like. Ah! Yeah. It's the same as those. Uh, you see the, the gun disarming oh, guys on Twitter. And they can disarm anyone with a gun if the person with the gun is slow and participating in the exercise. Exactly. But like, other than that, like, if someone's I've holding me at gunpoint, gun there's no way they're holding the gun here in my. Like, if I'm holding Woody at gunpoint, do I walk up like it's a movie and like poke you in the chest with the gun and be like, <laughs> yeah, Steve, ah, you are, you don't have a chance of taking this from me now. Like, no, I would shoot so you. Kyle so that wouldn't work. I, I was at a I was at a, a machine gun shoot and there was a guy there who was demonstrating that technique. I don't remember what his fucking background was, but I guess the idea first Huckster. of all, yeah, probably Huckster. Uh, he, he was a military man though. Um, and if you're just trying to hold him at gunpoint and your goal isn't to shoot him, like I'm taking a prisoner, and he did what he did to me, then he would have taken the gun away. The problem was I have to stand right in front of him yeah. and. And 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 him be like, all right, when I move, you pull the trigger. And in that instance, he could get the he moved. He then he reached in at the same time he was moving his head off center and his body off center, swiping the gun away, and also like hitting the inside of my wrist with like a karate chop. And it sort of hit the tendons and made this involuntary reaction where I let the gun go. Mm -hmm. And he had my gun. And I was like, well, I'd have shot you before like we got to all that. I don't think I'd have walked within reaching distance of you if we're, you know, having a gunfight or something, or you're right. the bad man I'm catching. Yeah. But still, I, 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 he could have taken the gun away from me, and that he did. He took it away from me because I wasn't intending to shoot him. I guess. I got a question. What real ones? What's real? Boxing, jujitsu, mm -hmm. wrestling, uh, Muay Thai, boxing, MMA. Like, there's only four that you could actually use in the real world. The rest are just dance. Oh, Krav Maga. A lot Have of you ever watched a, a Krav Maga video? It's so funny. It's like, it's like what you do is like re, you like tear their eyes out. You like rip their ball. You it's like chimp style. You you fight like a chimp would, where you rip fingers off, nails, biting, eye gouging. The problem with those fighting styles that have like various death touches is you can't train them. Like, it, oh, you're gonna pull my eyeball out in a real fight? It is the first time you've ever tried this. <laughs> that's 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 fair. I've had a pig head delivered every week. With, I, <laughs> at this point, can really right pluck out one out. I, w I mean, why would you want to pluck someone's eye out? Can't you just beat okay. them up? Can you choke them out or punch them in the head? I don't want to pull somebody's fucking eyeball out. I don't either. I think that's I big cry. talk to make people afraid of Krav Maga. I, well, it depends. Like, if someone breaks into your house and your wife and kids are there, you're gonna bite his penis off and like stick your thumbs into his eyes and everything. But I lure him in with the blow job and then bite it right off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and right, you're, you're like four minutes in. You're like, he's never going to suspect it now <laughs> because he's That's getting well, it needs to be hard before I can really get a bite. It needs to be hard, rock hard before I can bite it good. Yeah, ensure the blood flow. You know what you do? You bite That's his dick cool. off. You bite his dick off. Then you swallow it and you say, get the fuck out of my house. If you leave my house, I will make myself vomit. And you can get your dick back. Oh, but I'd you're going to say all that with your mouth so full. And then you lock the door behind you like, okay. <laughs> I, you that, that's actually a good idea for a movie. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> remember the Lorraine? A whole Bobbitt? movie, huh? <laughs> well, well no, I, had a sequel, so. I, see, I would expand upon that. Like, remember the Lorraine Bobbitt story? The lady yeah. whose husband was yeah, forced I'm... himself on her, and then she cut his dick off in his sleep, and then drove away Did with it. Do I don't know how she—that was the deal. Yeah, and then she drove away with the penis and threw it out the car window. And I was just thinking, like, what if, like, the movie was about you snuck in and like drugged the guy and took his penis off surgically, and then when he woke up, like, if you want your penis back, you've got to go rob this bank. I want to see that movie. But don't you have a matter of anything for your your dick like doesn't work? Hmm. Well, isn't there a very short time where you can get the dick back on? Like with with. Oh, it's on ice. It's on ice. They got some cop found the dick. So she threw it into a field. This cop drove around later and he's like, I got a hunch. (laughs) (laughs) And he walked up, found it. Yep. And then they brought it to the hospital. He, he did a porn after. He made a little mm-hmm. mushroom kind of a dick. It's not it's nothing to write home about, but it's <laughs> better than nothing. And you know what she got for that? 30 days in a loony bin. Yeah. That's not That's long good. enough. She seems like pretty loony. It's attempted it murder. Her testimony was compelling. Well, it is attempted murder, yeah. yeah. Well, and he was a rapist. It, it's a uh, but it's not self-defense. There's a no, she. Cl- there's no evidence. She claims she was in an abusive relationship, and they went. Yeah. I believe you. Uh, so the person oh, that he abused him physically says he was abusive. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but Gavin's making a good point here. The fact that that cop found that cock on the side of the road. Imagine Taylor, if I told you, "Hey Taylor, I threw an Oscar Mayer wiener out my window while I was driving down the road. I was about a mile and a half past the quick stop. If you yeah. went and looked for that weenie." No the ants would have eaten it days ago. Like yeah. some sort of wildlife would have carried it off. You would yeah. never find my dick, especially not mine. Find your find your <laughs> ants covered penis and bring it back to you. I can throw <laughs> your dick. I can throw your dick in the room behind you and send you on a, a scavenger hunt that would leave you scratching your head. <laughs> if you, if you threw my dick out a window. Uh, the cops would be able to find it because all the neighbors would be calling about this escaped Burmese python. <laughs> in a field nearby, and they're worried about it consuming 300 pound men. It's bloody and it has sores all over it. <laughs> yeah, it, that would be horrible. That, what, what's the worst way to wake up? Dickless. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Sad. Oh, I got one. I got one. I heard about a wife. I, I, she, she found out that this, her, like, um, her husband had been molesting the children, the stepchildren. And so she woke him up with a boiling bucket of sugar water. Yeah, so like napalm. She poured molten sugar water on him in the bed while he was asleep. It's Real, something they do in prison. Stupid I can't question, did he die? I don't know if he died, but he wished he had afterwards because it, it's going to stick and do, do awful things. In prison, they microwave jams and jellies, and they throw that in your face. That's it's, awesome. It's, yeah, they get hardcore. really... You shouldn't give you guys microwaves. Hot. We need microwaves. We're pe- we're human fucking beings, dude. That microwave was a godsend. It- oh, you killed him. There we go. So oh, mission accomplished. She got a kill out of it. I wonder yeah, what yep. she got. Hopefully, at, at least She's sixty like- days. Yeah, uh, sixty I- days of, of for being naughty. Like, <laughs> but if like if that guy was molesting her kids, no, if he's I think that's all fair. Oh, yeah, is I- that what he did? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I must have missed nothing. it. Keith. Yeah, so that's Point. no, you know, it seems like she rid the world of a problem there. Maybe they should give her key to the city. There's a, if you could I feel find like there's a great interview. Her nothing. There, there was a father who caught um, this guy molesting his son and, and hit the interview with him. He's like, I started beating him viciously. 
and I didn't stop, even though they begged me to stop. And I decided I was going to take his life. And my son, my son said, no, Papa, don't kill him. And that's the only reason I didn't kill him on my floor. And he's on the news, like Channel 7 saying this. <laughs> it was so good. The best What part, state was I it? Do you know? Viciously. Um, and they show the pictures of the little the molester guy. He's just looks like a UFC post fighter. Um, it's uh, I don't remember what state. I, I just remember child molester. You know who I, I talk to sometimes? You know the case in the 80s where the dad was waiting at the airport for the molester? Yeah. Kung Fu teacher yes. who took the kid around the country to Kung Fu things and was blowing him on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And the dad is, he's got a baseball hat on. It became a huge meme. And he's just like, mm-hmm. just goes up, blows his head off under and, his arm. Yeah. He's like, Why Gary? Why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. And you can tell that the news people were uh, alerted to this. I mean, they probably oh, told think? him too, that the guy's going to be there at this time. And I just love how the courts and the jury were like, well, technically that's illegal, but uh, you go out the back door. Uh, I like it when yeah. that happens. Yeah. Like when a guy's kid is hurt and the dad so, takes justice into his own hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that, that uncommon for courts to just be like, yeah, justice was done here. That's a yep. such an impressive shot. He makes so he brings his right arm up. He, the left hand's fake holding a phone at a pay booth, obviously. And the right arm comes up under the armpit. And so he fires point fire, no aiming like under like this, but more under the armpit. And hits him in the side of the fucking head, moving eight feet, 12, 10 feet away. No, no other bystanders are injured. Like the angle is perfect. It's crazy that he hit that shot. Wait, I bet he's been practicing guy, this shit all week. He went to the, the fucking Kyle guy? Rittenhouse school. He went to the range. <laughs> are you the Russian gun guy who got canceled on YouTube? A little bit. I didn't really get canceled. I more I, I got caught with half an ounce of marijuana, and and uh, and that that's a felony. The ultimate that's, cancellation in prison. Yeah. Oh, so you can't have guns now? No, no. They um, they, it was a uh, possession of half an ounce of marijuana with intent to distribute, um, because um, I smoked with my girlfriend, so I was distributing with her. Yeah, yeah, that's important. That's they treated not, him like he was selling it. That is not that's the case. Not why they you nah. were you were making guns popular, and that made and explosives. Yeah, like like they they really didn't like the explosive stuff because we were selling a lot of explosives. <laughs> is that legal. Yeah, it's called Tannerite. This guy named Dan Tanner up in uh, maybe Washington, Oregon. Um, He invented this stuff. It's a binary compound. You mix ammonium nitrate with some uh, aluminum powder and some other shit. Shake it up. Shoot it it with your AR-15. I love it. Yeah. it's It's um, He sells it for $10 a pound. They don't cost that. It's illegal that you were selling that. Oh, yeah. I wasn't selling it. I was promoting it. I was using it. I blew up a uh, lot of shit. Yeah, with you, it, got, so. you got Al Capone. They, like, when they got Al Capone with the tax charge, yeah. that marijuana was your tax charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably mm. probably should have stayed straight edge like the Proud Boys. I, I I wouldn't have been tangled up with all that nonsense. You couldn't live without the masturbation. Who are you kidding? They th- he said they can be kind of lax on that. They admit everybody has you know their weaknesses occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I think you I think you'd make the yeah. There you go. This was the best one where you almost killed yourself in <laughs> by getting hit by a door, dude. That door, oh my god, at least visually is coming right at you and then. Ducks to the right of the screen at the end. Dude, that looks I, fake. I willed it to the right. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You had a little moment after that shoot where you're like, this is going to be a great video. I almost died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it oh, yeah. happened a couple times. There was another video where the guy's by a tree. I think he shot a Tannerite fridge and the door mm-hmm. just fucking exactly like that. Whips no, that's my video, too. 
Oh, is that you too? <laughs> yeah, the um, it, it actually hits my uh, it actually hit my cousin. Uh, it hit the, my cousin was the cameraman, and and so it's funny. Like, I shoot the fridge uh like a like a fully automatic Sega twelve shotgun, and fridge fucking detonates because we put way too much shit in it. And a piece of it, it was really sharp piece of metal. You know, fridges peel apart, hit him right in the shin, and cause this gash. So he drops the camera. But from your point of view as the viewer, he, you hear ah, and the camera falls over. It's great. Such a good shot. <laughs> is that on YouTube? Our, he's in yeah. our gay for men yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in our gay for men montage. Nice. <laughs> you're in our gay for men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was I shattered every window in the cabin behind me when I when I shot that. That was like 150 pounds of tannerite or something up on a mountain in Oregon. <laughs> every did the cabin owner get pissed? Yeah, they someone had to pay for all those windows. It was like fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> dude it's the, the explosives when kyle big, shoots them big windows else. the first time i felt it gavin you said you can't see us but my hair is as fixed as yours is and kyle shot an ex, like explosion and my fucking hair like moves like and it can't move it's like it's like gavin's and uh i was just like holy shit it, like it rocks you. It thumps you in the chest when the explosions yep. go off. My brother is named Kyle, and we, at his bachelor party, no chicks, having chicks <laughs> bachelor parties for fags, and we <laughs> threw up shit, and we would put tannerite <laughs> under stumps, like big mm. logs, and those things would just go fucking flying. It's one of the most satisfying things in the world, and isn't it funny how you're punished for that? I think you were punished for masculinity. It wasn't really, oh, he's going to start an army and overthrow the government. It was mm -hmm. just like, he's making it seem cool to be a dude. Oh, see, now now play the Russian rap video where, where I've got the chick grabbing my dick while the explosions go off. That would be perfect for this part. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really really shine my wheels up for me. I saw um, some, some meme going around these days. It's an old story, but I think it was two Alabama men, and they were arrested for shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. And that's everyone like, who sees that is like, leave those fucking yeah. guys alone. That's consenting. Yeah. I yeah. always knew that was a video not to make, or I felt like it was. I felt like I was pushing the boundaries because I, I I sold armor and I promoted armor um, videos, but and I wanted to get shot. I was like, dude, this armor when you've got plate armor like AR five hundred steel, like you can't you can't even feel when someone shoots you. Like like I mean, you feel it a little, but it doesn't move mm -hmm. you. It's just a tap. There's no there's no pain. <laughs> Look at old Bilzerian. <laughs> old damn Bilzerian. Don't hear about him much anymore. I see him with the UFC stuff a good bit. I guess I never heard about him ever except from that video you did with him. His business yeah. has kind of collapsed. Like it wasn't profitable, but he had investors and he that, kind of burned through that. Chicks. Yeah. 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 And now he's doing another thing, which is kind of the Andrew Tate business model, like the Hustler University sort of thing where he teaches people how to be Dan Blazarian. I got to doing let me tell you dan bilzerian's like like best bit <laughs> um he explained this to me he, he was like it was all about money and pussy right he's like those are the only two things we care about and so he all of his business models are kind of wrapped around that and so he had a he had like a contest to be a model in a calendar that he's going to sell so that means all these beautiful women send in their like pictures like i'd like to be the model and then he narrows it down to maybe 50 girls. And then he has them all fly to an island somewhere and do a photo shoot with him. And every step of the way, he's making money and people are paying him for the privilege of like being part of it. You know what I mean? He's not having mm -hmm. to pay models 
for his calendar. Like, like it, they want to be in the calendar. They'll pay him to be in his calendar, and then he can sell said calendar, and he can fuck the girls. It was this perfect machine of money and sex that just is great. <laughs> By the way, the girls aren't stupid in that situation necessarily either. There's a podcast. I forget the name of it, but this guy comes on and he has these OnlyFans. And every one of these girls looks like morons. They basically tell them that they're not living an ethical lifestyle, that they're stupid. Their only value is their pussy. The whatever podcast, I think. Say that again? We, oh, we the whatever podcast. I think you're right. I think that is. Yeah. And for a while, I, like many people, thought, why are these girls going on this? Have they not seen the dozens, hundreds of episodes before them? That's definitely it. Where every girl looks stupid? Like, you, you're walking into the lion's den. Well, it turns out these girls on the Whatever podcast make a lot of money. Their OnlyFans skyrocket. skyrocket. They are getting made by the Whatever podcast. So even though they look dumb for an hour... A lot of people see him, and you know what? I'd like to see that. Post. I wonder what Gorlack the Destroyer's up to, because there's no way her OnlyFans <laughs> is popping. Like, maybe she got like some sort of tire sponsorship. Dude, or, she's like, got like Hardee's, like, like a Hardee's she, endorsement. Yeah, a Hardee's one. She she's like, she's fans? sitting Try Hardee's just... two one gravy biscuits for a limited time. <laughs> what <laughs> goes on in this woman's mind? Right? Look, she rated herself a ten. She said she's a ten. What's a big fat Mexican homo dude? Uh, with a That's, wig on, but does Carlos he have OnlyFans? <laughs> oh, is that a dude dressed as a woman? Oh, no. so it's a public. Oh, it is a chick. It's That's a chick. A- yeah, no, it, it's, it, I think- no, it's a guy. Wait, I'm um, really. Yeah, I was that completely a- fooled. That's a dude? dude, Mexican faggot. <laughs> I thought that was the ugliest woman of all time, but no, but this gentleman, of all time. See, this is men stealing from women again. That he took yeah. the title of ugliest woman ever. But if yeah. he has OnlyFans, Rosie like, O'Donnell is so upset. Little dick or something. We sh- I will sign up for OnlyFans if he has an OnlyFans. We got to see that. <laughs> oh, don't don't. don't Gorlock like the Destroyer starts an OnlyFans. Jesus fuck. Oh, they Christ. have an OnlyFans. I'm signing up for that. I'm signing up for that. You're a better well, man I than feel, I am. Looking I feel for better leaks. now knowing that it's a dude trolling because when no, I would see him, it's a oh. dude who's trans. That, but that's just such an ugly individual. It's hard to believe that's sincere. Like that's, that's so ugly that it's like when I would see that, that person, I'm like, there's a medical Joke. issue here. Like there's, that's like, that's like, med, that's like airsoft fatty fat. Where like there's something medical going or whatever. Yeah. He's like a point one. Like a he's point like one, yeah. Burn victims and like people with no limbs. I'd rather be in a, like a leaks. burning car for like thirty seconds than look. Like I that. I appreciate that your what your scale of one to ten includes burn victims because sometimes people will be like, ah, she's a one, and it's just an ugly chick, and you're like, no, a burn victim doesn't have legs or arms or a face. Well, like, like, I, I, that's what a one is. Door is box like, of conversation here. I don't know if you have enough, six hours to spare, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm one of these people who thinks you have to leave some room at the bottom for like mm-hmm. Rocky Dennis and someone who, you know, Gorlock themselves, yeah. but it didn't work. I think we leave some room at the top for some shit we haven't seen yet, too. Well, that's another oh, interesting, interesting. The bell curve of the 10. Some people say you see one 10 in your lifetime. Some people say you should uh, grade to the curve, whatever it's called. Uh, what do you call that when you like grade, grade on the curve? It, Great on a curve. So some people say you should see a 10 a month. Uh, you know, that includes media, film, TV. I'm sure. I'm one of those people. I think you should see a 10 a month and adjust your standards accordingly. Okay. So you weight it much higher. You don't think a 10 is a top 10%. You think the vast no. majority are fives. No, it's a bell curve. Yeah. 
it's a bell curve. But how okay. often, like the, the 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 let's skip to the end here. How often do you see a ten? Almost Rarely. never. Almost never. If if a true ten one a year? is one a year, I like that. I think that's fair. One a are year, talking, one every six you, months. Are you talking about just beauty standards, just physical appearance? Well, we're not talking about talking women's about. personalities. Well, all right. Imagine <laughs> if she's like the ruler of North Korea and she's fucking hot. Like that. That might be a downside. Oh, okay. Okay. Imagine if she's if Lorena Bobbitt that's was a downside. 10. All right, Lorena Bobbitt. She's a ten now. I'm at, that lady was actually attractive. Like, imagine instead of a fucking seven, she was a, a ten and a half. Like, oh, but she cut her last husband's dick off. I don't think I want to be in a serious relationship. She got it her. out of her system. Like, She's a no, one. I do look at it more holistically. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift, or, for example. Okay, this chick. She'll murder your children. <laughs> what's what's Taylor Swift? Would it's you call her a seven? On, it's based on do on, I want to fuck you and do I want to marry you? Uh, yeah. You don't want to marry a, a penis chopper. So she's a one. She's a zero. You don't tell me what to Oh, do, so right? yours is not just purely a physical rating. Well, if yeah, I depend, I don't know about the penis chopping. And then the woman you just showed is a six. But yeah, I, like, I I think we have to ignore everything that's not physical because we can't really know because women are liars. So <laughs> we just have to go on physical appearance alone because of their in- inherent dishonesty. What about um uh uh <laughs> I think a good litmus test is Sylvester Stallone's daughters. Ooh, I don't know if I've seen them. Some people call them eights. Some people call them tens. They're definitely in that range. Zach, pull but up a picture of the Sylvester Stallone girls. Alone's daughters. Oh. Are you show me? By the way, Ryan, I know my favorite Stallone story is that he likes the uh, the glass bottom boat treatment. You know where oh, he gets right, under yeah. a glass table and and the ladies squat on top and shit on it. No, that thank sounds you. Yeah. made up. That's is that Miley lady. Cyrus? I like. To How would you make up such a thing? Shit. Where do you see Miley Cyrus? <laughs> I don't know. What's funny? Right. The one in the middle? What's funny? Uh, the yellow one, right? It's the yellow. The one yellow one's was, face yeah, looks. I, I see it. I see. I don't I can't see, see it. what you're seeing. I need to see no. what you're seeing. Oh, no, you can't see the on your web browser? Oh, maybe you can't. Uh, he's got it in a different set. I can't. It's Stallone and his daughters. They're very, they're very attractive. The one in the green is is a very attractive lady. Um, the one on the right looks like Trump's daughter. Um, the rest of them look. Um, not you know. I, I think the the one, oh, black the one on the wife, far right? the one on the far left is not his daughter. That's got to be his wife. Yeah, that's an older lady. The one on the far right is a. You got to think of all the makeup and everything. So she's, you know, on a Sunday morning doing laundry. She's a tall. She is six. She's uh, taller than Stallone. The green dress, though. Uh, can you blow her up for me, Ryan, just momentarily, so I can see her? I, I, that was the one I was thinking of when yeah, I green dress Stallone's daughters. I think. Oh, who's the one on the right? Who's blue? Holy fucking shit. I didn't see her in the previous I mean, picture. What happened? How many daughters does Stallone have? <laughs> At least three, we know. Blue that, is a nine. If that's not a ten, what is? Uh, One in the blue. Uh, I Wait, so what is... What, what's the litmus test on his daughters? Are there people who are like, oh, Stallone's daughter's fucking monstrous? I just made it up, but oh. I assume so. <laughs> no, I, I like them as a litmus test. I, I like them as a Rorschach ink block yeah. drawing call it what you will because because most of them gauge, with, a way to gauge a 10 is god hands you her and he's like make whatever changes you want and you're like oh mm. okay, thanks god and you make the tits bigger and then you make the nose different and you change the ears or something and then you bring her back to god and you're like i fucked up can you just make you know what it- she looks like she looks hmm. like natalie dormer uh the, the chick from game of thrones the mm-hmm. the one that was um she, she ended up marrying tommen or whatever she's got that like heart-shaped cutesy face they're really pretty <laughs> Um, she makes me want to suck Sloane's dick just because it made chicks that hot. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even maybe Apollo Creed. 
could get involved. It rip rest in peace. I, I, I felt bad when I heard he passed his last alone, then spit his cum on the ground, and then fuck his cum because oh. made his daughters. Damn. Is that gay? I mean no, no. As, as long as we up, end with we the daughters, <laughs> I think we could power through some of that. <laughs> I want him to wear the shorts from Rocky yeah. Two, though. What happened? I want him to wear his shorts from Rocky Two during all that. No, I don't care what he wears. I'm not a fag. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I misunderstood. He could just wear his normal sweatpants. This is about his daughters. Seems like we got to go through him to get to them, though. Well, they, I, I don't mm -hmm. know why we're now obsessed with Stallone's daughters, Kyle, you but think I'm kind of getting on board Stallone? with it. Yeah, I could beat the shit out of Stallone. Really? He's, yeah. Yeah, Stallone's old and short and um, but probably he's strong and he's very much into fitness. Yeah. Um, trained, I mean, I don't know if he's boxed recently, but like, does he, he box? Oh, uh, all right. Time out. The box. I obviously I know he played Rocky. I never considered that he probably knows how to box quite well. He probably trained, you know, just to, he must have learned something about boxing. It's got to be believable, right? And and no know. one who watches so anybody goes, that was a mm -hmm. weird. Part. Why is it like everyone who watches Rocky goes, that was a great uppercut. Although if you rewatch the one with Mr. T, the fighting, Mr. T is so bad. Yeah. Fake fighting. He's it's just swinging. You could tell the editor was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, here we go. Like, yeah, Ivan Drago was a was a better uh, boxer. Uh, that was uh, that guy's a genius. Uh, that guy's uh, is he? like literally a genius. I think he yeah. has some really impressive um, degree, maybe like something like biochemistry or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I don't know. Stallone's so old. I I want to say I could beat up that old man, even though that he he is in shape and knows how to fight because he's like, I think of him as eighty. Is he eighty? He's definitely mixed up. Well, I can changes everything. I, he He's has a little a young to show. be president, but otherwise, okay. Oh, that, so he, that video's fake. I talked to weightlifter dudes, and they're like, like look at the way the weights move. Yeah. Mm. I can do that. Um, so I, <laughs> He's I'm, done a couple I'm, things I'm, with I'm, fake I'm, weights that bother me. Yeah. He's got a new TV show that's debuting now where he plays a mobster who's released from prison, and New York doesn't want him anymore, so they make him go to Texas. And so he just start, but he's completely out of the loop with technology and everything and he, he just gets a black driver who's hip to cell phones and shit and he's like you order it or you pay for it like, like all he has is cash and nobody will take his cash it's fun Tulsa Dude, King yeah were, that's it if you were in Hollywood if I was an executive in Hollywood and I heard that pitch I'd be like next right that's a no for me I, I didn't I didn't like it too much because it, it, it he's getting into like machine gun fights with local punks in texas and it's like i don't know he's 77 fucking years old nobody's mm -hmm. intimidated you'd I be just, in prison uh, i just lock right back up the expendables the new one because uh, i'm gay for jason statham mm -hmm. but uh dude his fucking plastic surgery face looks like a scrotum that just got spooked by a snowman statham like he's like stallone stallone oh. statham looks great but he's yeah. like this. Yo, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> I want to be too much later on and we see if we can hang out. I'm like, are you mad, sad? Are you crying? What's going on with yeah. your fucking face, you freak? He seems like he has severe CTE. I think he he's got nerve damage. So he got nerve damage when he was mm -hmm. uh, in his face when he was being delivered. Uh, that's why his mouth does that stupid thing. 
But here's the most <laughs> here's the most embarrassing thing ever. His Who's brother, the doctor, didn't do it right. <laughs> it's true. But his, his brother looks like that too. Frank exactly. Stallone. Frank Stallone's putting a face on to look like more like his brother. He fakes ner- the nerve damage that his fame, more famous brother has, so that people don't like keep them like connected. I swear <laughs> that's the truth. It's the sickest story in Hollywood. It's disgusting. They're yeah, sucking that's, that's stolen dry out there. But this, this is what's disgusting. That's his brother. Yeah, yeah that's Frank Stallone. Damn, He's that a guy's big a movie star. That guy's a fucking loser. I didn't know he had a brother till right now. Dude, he so like when Stallone was killing it, you know, all those like big, big movies and fucking the hottest women in like in the world. His brother was doing all this B-list shit, all these crappy action movies, just just lots of junk and trash, just whatever he could get. Because in the on the cover, it would say Stallone starring in Cobra <laughs> Two. And you'd be like, oh, I love Stallone and Cobra. I can't believe he made a sequel. And it's like, no, nah, it's Frank Stallone. And he's a Cobra tamer. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not that cool cop with the fancy car anymore. It's, it's He just calms down Cobras, and they're not as angry after. <laughs> he's a herpetologist. It's well, he's more of a movie. Cobra mitigator. You know, he doesn't, he, he doesn't fully shut down the aggression. Call me a Cobra, and I will simmer it down. Yeah, I'll take it from a nine to an eight. Only slightly less embarrassing is Stallone's mother. Mother's fitness tapes, Whoa. and it's oh, it's either his hold mother or his mother that. and his father who were who, who was in those fitness tapes with like the moms and dads of other Hollywood celebrities. Like they collaborated, and they're in yeah, like yeah, spandex, doing like terrible aerobics, like calisthenics and stuff. It's it's humiliating. You're taking me back to my old buddy Derek Beckles. He used to put together these compilations called TV Carnage. I think he still sells them. And it's it's a compilation of like the worst DVDs, VHS tapes that you've ever seen in your fucking life. And it I that's how I think I learned about the Sly Stone's mom's workout tapes. He's got uh, hundreds of hours of the worst garbage you've ever seen. But you know what the brother thing reminds me of? That let's get ready to rumble guy's brother. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his thing is like, okay, guys, it's time for a fight or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't his brother's thing where he's like, it's time. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, true, that man. is that get that is so much worse than let's yeah. get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. Could wouldn't have its worst pair of shoes buffed by it's time. I disagree. It's I disagree. I'm, it's, I'm, I, no, you're just an MMA fan. First I, of all, I, as here's a fan a of neither, I'm I'm objective. And you know, they didn't discover they were brothers back. until, like, later in life. What? I didn't what? know that. All right, Bruce Buffer didn't know, like, like was a fan, even, of his brother and discovered they were brothers. And then his, he's like, oh, we're brothers? Hey, let me introduce you to the introducing people who are about to fight game. It's the best job in the world. And then he got the same job for the UFC. And I, I like it. It's time. Him. I heard I it. like it's time. You know, I, I want to re- respond to Taylor. I want Taylor to be wrong, but I don't think he is. I I, I am also biased and pro MMA on this thing, but it's ready to rumble is just yeah. better. Let's get ready to rumble better. is where it's at. That's an objective fact. So do, do, isn't the original guy pissed? I heard that he was mad at his brother and I get it. Surely not. No, because you diluted my brand. And now people are like, how much are you? Let's get ready to rumble. I'm a million dollars per fight. Uh. Is there anyone like you, but a little more affordable? Well, there's my brother who's a hundred grand. Okay, we'll go with him. It's not as cool of a line, but I get nine hundred thousand dollars back. 
Bruce, oh, Bruce runs, runs both, both businesses. businesses. He should. Wait, wait, wait is uh, feud? I thought there was a feud. Is Bruce? Let's get ready to rumble, or is he? It's it's time. He's it's time. Time. Oh well, then the other one's the good one. Yeah. Yeah. He should be in Bruce, charge. A Bruce's I, employee is the good one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to go with Bruce because mm. Joe told us that like Bruce liked whores and and like coke and and partying and stuff, and that sounded like the coolest shit ever for a 60 year old quasi celebrity to do. I'm sure the other one does also. They're brothers. Sure. You know? I, I too am a Hunter Biden fan. Whores and drugs. <laughs> Dude, say what you want about the left. That Hunter Biden guy fucking rocks. <laughs> when Joe Biden was vice president, I remember tweeting out because he got caught. Hunter got caught with coke way back then. And I was like, I don't want to live in an America where the vice president's son is not doing coke and fucking whores. Yeah. yeah. Then That's we what we do here. Out here. And I'm like, okay, now it's getting a little weird. Uh, it'd be un-American if they didn't having a background showing Joe Biden falling up a set of stairs is so so funny (laughs) just just, I just couldn't agree more with what they said (laughs) you guys got clips for days the Hunter Biden thing um, was one of those examples where it was so crazy that they pretended like it wasn't real for so long and I didn't believe it was real. I was like, it can't be real because everyone's saying it's not real. And it's so audacious. It reminds me of the Trump P-tape allegations. I yeah, was like, yeah. this is their, this is our version of the P-tapes. We're going to say something crazy. And it's surely it's not true. He's mm-hmm. not fucking prostitutes and doing cocaine. And it's not all on tape. But he was. And and we've seen it. And say what you want about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm from Georgia. So uh, you, you, get, you got what you got. Her sh- getting that poster. Of of his cock blown up, being held like a in that in that horse hands, yeah, is a high point. Dude, they find his dick in the field. American politics. <laughs> <laughs> they find, his- <laughs> find his dick from the fucking satellite. They send board- Wait, <laughs> someone <laughs> stole my penis. There it is. <laughs> there it is, loud and proud, next to that yeah. scarecrow. <laughs> I mean, my God, she has no shame. I, She's I done it twice. Dude, the I, glasses low on her nose, like academically. <laughs> she had a lab coat. If she had a lab coat on and, and like a like a like a like a pointer, it would have crunched been. the numbers on the yaw of the shaft, and <laughs> it's more impressive. Than we have consulted with a mathematician and a photographic expert, and he has determined this penis is is to be seven and three quarters inches. So, I am subpoenaing Hunter Biden to have his penis hardened and measured to prove once and for all that this is indeed his his penis in the photograph. Like that's. Man, she's got such Ron Perlman face. I don't like it. Does she? It's, yeah, it's, I like it's it. hard to look at. She's you, strangely sexy. I find her very sexy. Oh my! Come on. No, I come like on. the other one, wow. the one uh, who was getting getting it Warm on in the movie theater. Yes, yeah. she's she's the look. I think she was a sugar baby. That's what they say anyway. That she was on seeking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe that. Dirty, dirty pervert. Isn't it funny when you look at lefty Twitter? They won't shut up about Donald Trump Jr. being a cokehead. And it's kind they of based on his persona. Like he's he's got the square jaw and the white teeth, and he's like, "Hey, what?" So he looks like a guy who does a lot of coke, but that's just the movie stereotype. And you're like, "Your guy is leaving coke at the White House," and your your whole thing is like, "Donald Trump Jr. probably does tons of coke." <laughs> what? I mean, it seems like the, the coke is the drug of the successful man. Yeah, right. I get it. The Bidens are successful and cool. We get it, Gavin. 
they're they're just poking it up i guess was he he didn't limit himself to cocaine he was also doing meth which is very low are you sure are you sure i thought i heard or no crack crack right i hear crack a lot i don't know anything crack you're doing meth it's yeah those are all birds of a feather and i'm not sure about the crack even though see i'm not sure about the crack or the meth now i i think that like his opponents will call him a crackhead you know just because it's 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 worse than calling him a cokehead. It's, it's like he was on sixty minutes talking about snorting, uh, burning Parmesan cheese that he thought was pieces of crack. He's very vocal yeah. about his love of crack. Dude, I really? tried to Google it. The first headlight I found is cocaine residue was found on Biden's gun pouch. Why doesn't the right like him more? <laughs> Why does Biden wait? What is? What do you mean his gun pouch? His gun I, I pouch, su- dude. I took it to mean a holster. Let me read on and see if Wait, anyone who calls pouch. a a holster a gun pouch is a faggot. Is that where <laughs> catching strays over here? Man. <laughs> I was about to show you my brand new gun pouch. <laughs> and you just keep your pistols in your gun pouches, boy. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. But no, if it's going to come out that you're doing uppers in the White House and with prostitutes, it better be cocaine. Because that seems kind of cool. Meth and crack seems all right, very All right, there cool. you go. He's, got, he, he's asleep with a... That's literally a picture of Hunter Biden with a crack pipe in his mouth. What do you see? Oh, I see Hunter Biden with a crack holding. pipe in his mouth, oh, passed out. Thing in the world. Wow. He's sick and he's getting his wow. temperature read, and that's where your head goes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a liberal? You're a liberal, Taylor. <laughs> Jim, I'm a he big more Parmesan cheese than anyone when he was addicted to... Weird. Okay. Do you know how fucking coked up you need to be to be like half a container of Parmesan into smoking it before you're like, ah, this isn't drugs. Fuck. Oh, man. No wonder it smells so delicious in here. (laughs) I was talking to Anthony Cumia about his drug days recently, and he was like, yeah, crack is for blacks. He, but he used different <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he loves that word. He was like, no, no, we would, me and my brother would freebase. And I'm like, I've heard like that's how Richard Pryor burst into flames and it killed John Belushi, but I don't really know what it is. Is it just heroin and coke together? And he goes, no, moron. You, you, it's a really involved process, but you like get ether and you put cocaine in it and there's some sort of chemical process where it separates. I think what you're essentially doing is D cutting the coke and then mm. you you scrape the bottom like where the ether is separated whatever cut it with the pure coke and then you get that out and then you i think smoke that and you're smoking huh. pure cocaine i'm probably i'm sure there's a lot of cokeheads right now going no you fucking it is <laughs> right right oh, no. they're passed out they're, <laughs> they're, no they're certainly not <laughs> they don't make it this, this deep in the show they nod off <laughs> yeah i i have no idea what the the mechanism by which freebasing works. I've never tried that. Have you guys just, ever done uncut cocaine? No, no I've probably only I've done never, crappy cocaine. I have. Yeah, done if, if you if it makes you think of a nail salon, you're not doing good cocaine. <laughs> if, if, if it I had, remember the the post nasal drip tasting terrible and being like, oh, this probably isn't. It's probably it's, a lot of baby powder in there. If your mouth goes numb, you know you're okay. Or what is it? What do they they cut it with laxative powder? Isn't that it? Yeah. yeah, baby laxative. Yeah, so like if you have to shit after you do cocaine, it's because you just got... You'd have to do so much cocaine, cocaine to have to take a shit. Like you'd have to be doing... I, I have very little cocaine experience, so I, I don't know. I do it on the toilet because I knew it was about to be a mega blast. But 
we we would go to this this bar called Blue, and we do shitty coke back in the early aughts. And uh, you do a bump, and then you'd have to run to the bathroom and evacuate your bowels. And uh, my buddy Dan, he got so used to it. It was Thursday nights uh, at Blue that on his way there his body would have this Pavlovian effect where it knew it was about to do coke. So he wouldn't do the coke, <laughs> He'd go into the door and run to the bathroom and shit his guts out like Pavlov. <laughs> Cause the, the body was like, Oh, this is the time when we have explosive diarrhea. Interesting. Yeah. So his that body acclimated sense. to the drug, to the bad quality drugs. His, his body knew what time it was. You know what he said once? God, I miss parting with that guy. He's in AA now. All, everyone I've ever parted uh, with nerd. is either dead or in NA or AA. Quitter. <laughs> one time he, he walked into the bar. I actually bumped into the barmaid at Keen Steakhouse last night in New York City. And she reminded me of this. One time he walked into the bar. It was freezing, snowy night. It seems like it was snowier in New York back then. I haven't, we haven't had snow this year, but it's freezing cold. He whips open the door and he goes, my God, it's colder than a dead slave's eyes out there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole bar was just like. <laughs> the record scratched. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, not even a saying. Like just <laughs> great saying, but you'll never get a chance to use it because there's no environment where people will be like, good one. That was funny. Yeah, I get it. Dead slaves. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Maybe we've I become too weeded up as a culture and we need to get coked up again. Absolutely. Mm. Well, every time I hear music that's like that 80s music, like go up and party on the family stone, dude, or disco or sign the family stone. I'm just like everyone involved in this song was on cocaine. The engineers, the record producers, <laughs> the manager, the bassist, like a hundred percent of the people that put this song on the airwaves were fucked out of their mind on cocaine even the even the metal like free will burning by judas priest and mm -hmm. or like shout at the devil or even the what was the one before that too fast for love or whatever motley crew you're just like i'm listening to cocaine yeah <laughs> all those stock market guys the whole economy ran on cocaine in the 80s Which yeah it be better if we switch from weed to cocaine i think taylor's plan would increase the gdp if we were to get rid of weed and switch to cocaine, I think I think a lot more stuff gets done. <laughs> yeah, right. People are too happy with themselves with music, so it made a lot of crap music the '80s. But in finance, you want to be bullish, so mm -hmm. yeah, it made a lot of guys take some big risks. And when I think when Trump says "Make America Great Again," he means make America those '80s Coke days again, mm -hmm. like with mullets and wraparound shades and jet skis. That's if you it, asked him when America yeah. was best, he would probably go back to those days. It would probably be like the half, first half of Wall Street or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, 1983, and he would be correct. Mm. I wasn't around for 83. No. Never got to experience that. What? No. What, Woody, what was it like? I was 10, and <laughs> I... Oh, I'll tell you what it was like. At first fluorescents were in style so we all had our parachute pants and fluorescent clothing yeah and then camouflage got into style but those of us at the <laughs> tip of the spear had a hunter's camouflage when they mixed fluorescent orange with camo that's oh style. shit welcome to 1983 yeah. you know this notable thing about the early 80s up to mid 80s was nerds got wedgies and I, yeah I that's now, different now 
that made them invent stuff like computers. And now, <laughs> now they're trans and they're, they have these butthole eyes that are all brown around. They have the scraggly Joey Ramone hair and like a cheap dress. And they're like, yeah, I like no one respects me as a woman. So I'm suing this restaurant. And you're just like, we got to fucking wedge you guys again, man. This is yeah. not working out. You think we've got way too little bullying and we need to up the bull. And you know what's going to up bullying is cocaine. You yeah. know, people are going to be all amped up and be like, ah, I'm not going to sit to myself like some pothead. I'm about to critique. I'm Let about skip to skip ahead and go to PCP cocaine. or something. If you want I think meth bullying. has a better track record than any other drug. If you look at World War II. If you're in favor of bullying? What? <laughs> no, just success, really. Just a, just a real winning spirit. Oh. Um, team efforts in <laughs> general that. are fueled by meth. They did the lose. The Blitzkrieg was on methamphetamine. Yeah, but everyone beats French in war. All they of lost. our pilots have that meth pill in their like crash gear, you know, yeah. get, get them going. It's big in the South. I was in the South recently and I was oh, exhausted and drunk at like 1.30 a.m. Like, I gotta fucking pack it in. I wonder how everyone else in this bar is doing. And I look around and it's just... <laughs> bug-eyed <laughs> alert <laughs> every single person in the bar teachers middle-aged people young people old people they all had golf balls for eyes and i realized holy fuck this whole town's on meth it's like there's the a down there the poor parts of uh, the south particularly like the mountains of tennessee and north georgia where bootlegging back in the in prohibition times was a thing and even later on inexplicably um they do meth now because they have those places that they used to hide stills. Now they hide meth yeah. labs and they're way up in some shitty mountain that nobody <laughs> goes in a town with 500 people in it. And so they have like task forces and squads that have to oh, do dude, helicopter here in, shit uh, and aircraft shit. It's crazy. Here in Missouri, meth is like a, like a sport. Like we yeah. have the greatest meth heads as far as the uh, not great in, in their scale. They're very unpleasant. They're violent. They're I'll give you that with. as long as you let Atlanta have the best black people because we're they're the majority here. I, I looked up the demographics of your hometown. You're still leading the way. Not here. You like still leading the way. I'm in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Atlanta, but he's he's not in a high quality city like St. Louis. The, oh the cultural God. hub of Missouri cities need a nuclear bomb. I, I <laughs> Atlanta had 1200 squatters who have taken over, not abandoned homes, your home. Like you go away on vacation, you come back and a squatter is there. 1200 yeah. homes squatted in Atlanta. Yeah. I that's, watch uh, police videos and far too often they're in Atlanta. Like, Atlanta, Georgia, I want blah, 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 blah. Every single time. There's so much crime here. It's, uh, it, it, I enjoy it. I, I, I think it's a spice of life when you drive around and see wild shit happening. But I just, <laughs> I know Taylor likes to stand boring. on this St. Louis is scary shit, but I'll, I, I promise no, you. I, I want, we're going to be a better city than Atlanta in a hundred years, maybe. You know, like we're, <laughs> we're we'll kind see of how the next we're, civil war goes. We're an embarrassing city. I hate that. We have we got a Stanley Cup in 2019. We're riding on that. St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. St. Louis. Yeah, that's just, just a wigger hellhole. Uh, that makes me think of like, <laughs> it was never discovered. Yeah. Gavin, I wanted to well, ask got you, Nelly. I wanted to ask you what you thought about Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin. I thought it was fucking awesome. Let yeah. a thousand flowers bloom, as Mao would say. I thought it was great too that he did it. <laughs> he did it a while ago and then he's back. He's been back. 
And, mm-hmm. and all these dumb DNC people are like, he's a traitor. We need to stop him from coming back. And you're like, he's fly fishing in Maine, morons. It did occur to him that this would blow up. So he's already returned when the, the interview airs. Fuck you. <laughs> Clearly. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't everyone interview everyone? Like, I would want to interview Hitler. Uh, so so here my interview. thought. So I thought, I thought that's where you would stand. And at first, I, I had this, this, I thought, maybe we shouldn't give a mouthpiece to this guy. And I even went to Hitler. You know, would we want to put Hitler on CNN? But I guess that comes from a place where I think the average person is so stupid that they can be fooled by someone as charismatic as a Hitler. <laughs> um, so, so maybe <laughs> we don't want them to see again? Hitlers. But no, no, this is, no, not- this is the gun no. guy. But, <laughs> but Gavin can't I tell us thought, apart. You give me, let me finish. I'm the only thought. one he hasn't called gay yet. <laughs> let me, finish, <laughs> let me finish my thought. But then I thought, yeah, no, I don't want anybody deciding who I can hear from. I don't want anybody deciding that I can't hear this guy's take on on whatever. I'm probably going to disagree with it, but I'm going to listen to it. I haven't watched the interview. I didn't know it was up to be seen yet, but but I am fascinated. I'm going to watch it, uh, and I'm I glad it happened. I guess clear. because I want to hear what he says, and I'm. I've seen Vladimir Putin's Russian interviews. I hate Putin. I hate Zelensky. uh, But, uh, you know, I want the most information possible. I think Putin, here's my theory on Putin. I think he is a a born-again Christian, basically. He's very Christian. And he sees us as demonic and satanic. And we've lost our way with our trans kids and all that. So he wants to destroy us. And he's not going to do that with a war. He wants to destroy us from within. So he funds you know, he's like this. He's just, he's another Soros. And I think he funds Hamas. I think he funds Antifa. I think he funds a lot of things that destroy the West. But I want to hear from him. And so I don't want to talk about that. I'm the liberal guy that you hate. Um, <laughs> I don't mind Tucker. I, bet you, I don't mind Putin being interviewed. That I like. Right? I, I'd like to hear what Putin says. I'd like him to be interviewed by somebody who interviewed him critically. Right. I, I fear it's going to go like this. Tucker will be like, hey. Why did you invade Ukraine? And he'll be like, because we're the good guys and Ukraine is Nazis. Tucker will say, why is it the mainstream media telling us about this? Right? That's bad. That's bad. Why is it bad? Because I don't think he really invaded Ukraine to rid it of Nazis. I don't think that was his motivation. But if someone just uncritically interviews him and amplifies and agrees with everything he says, then they're doing a poor job. So let's wait and see the interview. But, you know, if if he makes – it's happening right now. Isn't it airing right now? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I no assume. Clue. If he uh, – but I, I want Americans to, to not want to get involved in this war. Like I don't want any money or troops going to Israel. I don't want any money or troops going to Ukraine. So I, I, I want them to at least see nuance and be like, okay, it sounds like Zelensky and Putin both should fuck off. Like I remember when uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? Khrushchev. No, um, Kissinger, during the Iran-Iraq war, they said, who do you think is going to win? And he goes, Ugh, can't they both lose? Like, mm-hmm. fuck them all. Fuck Hamas, yeah. fuck Israel, fuck, uh, fuck Ukraine, fuck uh, Russia. So, yeah, let's <laughs> – let's. you know what's weird? This just popped in, up my ass. But if Putin is humanized, right, <laughs> maybe one. the average American is going to be like, oh, okay, so I can see Zelensky – and Putin's side, I guess. Uh, can we stop throwing our money over there? Like, let them work yeah. it out. Both seem reasonable. Yeah, I, I also don't want us funding all of this nonsense overseas. 
That's that's one of the positions I hold. The numbers are insane. Remember three years ago when someone said a hundred billion, it was like the craziest number you've ever heard. We, mm-hmm. we all of us grew up going, grew up going. One, I couldn't believe it. What if I one day become a millionaire? Isn't that the <laughs> most money you've ever thought of? W- weren't we yeah. adorable? <laughs> yeah, right? Hundred billion sent to some country. Billion and a trillion three hundred million billion dollars. <laughs> that's a lot that's, that's, Dude, that's, a lot. Like, that's like how i invented numbers in second grade a million billion <laughs> See, zillion out of context trillion. taylor he was talking about the distance to the sun they okay, said like, president uh, biden what is your favorite made-up number and he said probably a million billion trillion would be my favorite uh, zillion, what do you think uh, the biggest number was when you were seven <laughs> can't you just shut up you dog face ponies already <laughs> Eric Adams asked for a hundred billion. He's like, I need a hundred billion to run New York. What? There's like, what? there's seven million people in Manhattan. That's like thirty thousand dollars per person. What the fuck are you talking about? But you know, now he wants more. Now he's talking about hundreds of billions because of all these migrants coming in. Yeah, it's- I love that. By the way, the the busing of the migrants to the sanctuary cities is the funniest. Like. It's it's like put your money where your mouth is, motherfuckers. How how do you like it when when there's it's just really a put human, my money where when there's mouth. human waste piling up on your on your sidewalks and and the smell is getting to you and your district attorney is getting her car broken into like like you don't like it either, do you? Where'd they yeah. come from? We don't know. South America. <laughs> Ask I them. Got robbed. They they broke into my garage and my neighbors were like, "What happened?" I go, "This is you." I hate my neighbors. And I'm like, this, is you. <laughs> this is your open borders. You got it. It's the chickens have come home to roost. And I, I don't like having my garage emptied of gar- They took a bunch of stupid shit too, like $30 skis and a case I have of nuts and bolts. But um, I, I'm like, that would I, piss me off. It, it should arrive. <laughs> like the chickens should come home to, to Chicago and New York and, you know, Seattle, all of these, these northerners that are pro Texas getting inundated and pro Arizona and pro California getting inundated. No, let's let these sanctuary cities actually experience what sanctuary means. And yeah, in Chicago, yeah. they're telling the kid, they're telling the parents, you have to keep your kids at home and do zoom classes because oh, we're yeah. using your school to house migrants. And it's like, are you crazy? The public school that my tax dollars pay for Like, Like you're telling me, Oh, we're back to COVID like zoom classes again. Even though my our kids can't fucking read. Wait, are you serious? Because there's that's yeah, because migrants need need to be housed at the school. That's ridiculous. So, and that's in Chicago. It's probably happening yeah. in other places. If it's happening I just, in Chicago, I, I I saw crowds of people um, at some sort of like school board meeting shouting like it. I, the the I think the border thing is going to be more of an issue because um, Biden is seemingly trying to fix it. Like it, it seems like it I don't know. Seem it's, like it's, it to me. See, it seems I, like they're they're baking a lot of foreign aid into those. Uh, well, sure, those it was a, everybody had to agree, plan. and both sides wanted stuff. While uh, but, while Gavin's yes. gone, let's do a yeah. couple of. Before we do that, I looked into the school thing. It's true, but it, the school was already closed. Well, we will jump back to this. Okay. This episode of PK is brought to you by FaroDistro.com. Is your head starting to hurt trying to figure out how to spend time with your girlfriend and your side chick on Valentine's Day? Are you feeling down because that guy has two girlfriends and you have zero? 
Are you just happy in life, whatever your situation? Well, do we have something for you? Dive into the world of ferrodistro.com, where we turn frowns upside down and elevate moods higher than the peak of the pyramids. Our exotic THCA flower isn't just a product. It's a one-way ticket to bliss town. So potent, it makes Cupid's arrows look like rubber darts. And for those who like their joy prepackaged, our pre-rolls are the talk of the Nile, rolled, rolled to perfection. They're the Cleopatra of cannabis, leaving you feeling like royalty. But wait, there's more. This February, love is in the air, and so are freebies. With every purchase of seven grams or more of our divine flower, you receive a pack of rose palm wraps on the house. It's like a love letter from us to you. And because we're all about spreading love, use the code PKA20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Whether you're solo, double, or just rolling with the punches, ferrodistro.com is your wingman this Valentine's Day. So why wait? Let's get the party started at ferrodistro.com. Promo code PKA20 for 20% off your order. 20% off your order, ferrodistro.com, PKA20. Get yourself the pre-rolls, the dab pens, the disposables, the edibles, anything and everything you want there, including the dab X. Go check it out for 20% off, PKA20. Use that code and and make us look good. Make us look good to this sponsor. High, very high quality stuff. If you're if you're eating hundred milligram edibles that you've been getting from a gas station, please don't start with hundred milligrams of these. It will <laughs> fuck your ass up. <laughs> uh, start slower. This episode also ferrodistro.com pka twenty. Check it out. This episode also brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew, folks. Let's get let's get some hard dicks. <laughs> Let's talk about sex. Guys, shouldn't you always be at your best? 2024 is the year to maximize your performance in the bedroom. Listen up, BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. We got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. That's bluechew.com, B L U E C H E W.com, code PKA. Pay the five bucks in shipping, get it for free. And uh, go for the Tadalafil. That's what Kyle led us to, and it has mm -hmm. always been been the right move. You get two nights at it, Tadalafil. It's true. It's like forty eight to even seventy two. It might say on there. I don't remember, oh. but it's a keeps your dick in in prime condition for a couple to a few days. And this episode also brought to you by Merrick Health. Merrick Health. I wish Kyle were back here so we could talk yes, more specifically about it. <laughs> But Merrick Health, excellent labs, uh, advanced diagnostics, expert guidance. It's what Kyle used when he was going through his absurd, ridiculous transformation where he went from a mere man to a god, demigod. Let's not give him, don't say, don't say I said that. Don't give him a big head. But uh, very impressive stuff. Merrick Health. Not with Merrick, get healthy. 20% of the guys are getting 80% of the girls on Tinder. Be in that 20. Stop fucking around, you fat piece of shit. Go to Merrick, get your... Get your shit together. Are you a fat loaf of garbage? Mm -hmm. Well, then get your ass to Merrick Health and you can look like Kyle with a lot of hard work included also. You can't just, you know, this isn't the magic pill, people. It's not going to no, make no. you come more magically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it's going to take some effort. So 
Kyle, we're talking about Merrick Health. I know. Yeah, you I know. I was just gonna say, like, y- you'll feel better um, if you if you got low testosterone. Like, getting that fixed, it's not just a physical thing. You just feel it's like antidepressants, except you're not a doped up fiend dependent on a drug company anymore. You're a fucking roided up Chad who's getting pussy and feeling better about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, if you've ever worked out and then quit because you didn't get results, like everybody else. When you're on this stuff, when your testosterone's really banging, you see results. Like six weeks later, you're like, oh shit. Oh shit. Like this is gonna be crazy. Like you can tell right away that this is a magic potion. Maybe I'll get Seeing on results gets you motivation. Day. Motivation gets you results. It's a cycle. Yep. So Merrick Health, that's linked below with our promo code. Yeah, and click the on the description to make us look good. They're a new sponsor. Please. Yep. Yeah. Check it out. And of course, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Lock and Load, the premium, premium ejaculation increasing supplement taking the world by storm. We know how Gavin feels about masturbation, but if you're going to masturbate, you may as well bust big. And if you're going <laughs> to fuck your girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever, you Brown may as well hurt. bust big. So Lock and Load, code PKA or code JIZ for 10% off. And it's not just Lock and Load, you fucking idiots. It's also protein powders, weight loss supplements, energy supplements, anything and everything you want efficaciously dosed. Available over at GorillaMind.com, Derek's wonderful site. So check that out and uh, start coming like a man. Yes. Boom. Do you have big cums, Gavin? (laughs) Yeah, because I don't beat off. So, you know, finally finally time. He saves up. Arcing ropes of jizz. Oh, my God. That's so solid. Like, That's solid. What we but like to hear. You could always be coming a little more. We got to send you some lock and load. <laughs> You'll burst. Okay. You might burst. Yeah. And look at that, Anthony. <laughs> you and uh, That's you and an Anthony. unedited photograph of you and Anthony working out. <laughs> it is. You and Anthony do a show together, right? Yeah. Well, just that previous photo. It, the sometimes the the way photos are presented, those pants are uh, the shorts I'm wearing are actually turquoise, but it's yeah, it's, I can it, tell. You could. The, I don't know why, whose screen that is, or what it is, but it's it's portraying my shorts as a slightly different shade. They're not. <laughs> hmm. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this what? Him with a an afro. That's what funny. am I seeing? <laughs> it was it was more yeah. plates, more dates, but stuck on his head. How, how long have you uh have you known Anthony? I've he's been on our show a bunch of times, and I'm I'm like the biggest old. Opie and Anthony fan from back in the day. I think it's the funniest show of all time. I met him right after he got kicked off of Sirius. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was about ten years ago. And dude, I I was I I didn't grow up with Opie and Anthony because I was in Canada when that show was big. Yeah, and I I just saw on YouTube him laughing at African aviation and like when they build a helicopter. And well, the Zimbabwe helicopter. Yes, right left in it, Mangumbo. Right left in it, Mangumbo. Yeah, dude, that's one of the funniest fucking video. If video and a shout out to that YouTube channel, they take all the old bits like the one Gavin's describing and they put it to the video they're discussing. It's hysterical. That's the, that's where you also seen, can find retard cooking. I'd never seen anyone mock that before, and it's it's the elephant in the room. Like when you see it, you go, "That's embarrassing," and there's no way that could ever fly. You fucking idiots! And everyone's like, "Yeah, that's a great helicopter. Try again, maybe get I'm- better." I'm stuck, Gavin, because like, so I looked at it through that lens for a while, which is like, this guy is the biggest moron to have ever moroned that will never fly. That is a picture, a model of a helicopter. It's not a helicopter. And then I was like, maybe I'm the idiot. Maybe he's playing a prank on people like me that think he thinks this is a real helicopter. 
Uh, I think he was. Yeah, I think you're giving him too much credit. That individual people way too much credit. That guy. Really? So he was serious. Merrill Howard Kalen also not retarded. He was just putting that. <laughs> he was just pretending when he cooked those. No, Merrill Howard Kalen. One video. If you look up African like homemade planes and and helicopters, there's dozens, <laughs> and none of them make it this far off the ground. Oh, and that that, that African the the African guy sitting there is like six. He's like he's like six foot ten. He's got a badly painted red circle on his yellow bicycle helmet. And the I I am partially in this video convinced that the interviewer guy is trolling because yeah. his his intro is like for too long. Zimbabweans have lagged behind aviation on a global scale <laughs> until now. <laughs> Introducing Flight Lieutenant Adam Magumbe. <laughs> I, I can't tell if he's kidding or not, that guy. I, yeah. I, I've watched that video 900 times and I'm like, <laughs> are you, have you brainwashed yourself? Like, what's going on? But anyway, when I saw those, I was like, holy shit, someone is finally identifying the, the elephant in the room and laughing. Yeah. Zach is and killing it. With when I met friends. him, we did red eye together and mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> we went out for drinks after he was carrying at the time. He was allowed to have guns in New York. And uh, he said one of the first sentences he ever said uh, to me was, uh, when did it become so offensive to tell the truth? And I fell madly in love head over heels at that moment. But, dude, old men are a hard court. You can't just like you gotta. It's like fucking Eva Mendez. Like you gotta <laughs> suggest beers and because they already have their friends. They're not looking for new pals. So mm -hmm. it took me like five years to get in his pants, basically. <laughs> What's up, nigga? <laughs> Dude, he's oh my god, Aunt, old Opie and Anthony clips when him and Jimmy are banging on all cylinders, throwing it back and forth, make me laugh more than. Probably any comedy can content I've watched. And Old Jim and Ant in their prime, and, and take a call or say, "What about slavery?" And just and you can you can even with just the audio, you can see Ant and Jim go. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The Opie like that. Uh, I, I was like a big r slash opie and anthony the reddit community i didn't ever you know participate or contribute but i was a big time lurker for many years and my god the amount those people hated every single person ever even semi-affiliated with the opie and anthony show other than colin quinn was one of the funniest funniest <laughs> forums of all time it would be like the only people who didn't get bullied all the time were colin quinn and patrice o'neill who was long dead by that point yeah and yeah like everyone else well, that, Reddit, subreddit. They that, always hate. Owen kind of invented people. the whole doxing, stalking, ruining mm -hmm. of lives uh, that that Antifa <laughs> and the far left have picked up, and it ended up sabotaging Anthony's life, not in a big way, but Joe yeah. Cumia was having all his shows canceled, and that was kind of their their thing. Yeah, they were even at that time when you could get away with more stuff. They were hyper offensive. I was like driving a rental car in 2014 because I worked at a rental place, not on leisure. I was working at Enterprise, driving that shit around. And I remember in 2014 sitting there hating myself, hating my life, no prospects. The only thing that like kind of kept me going was like, at least I could listen to the Opie and Anthony channel on the free Sirius XM in this God, 2013 damn. Hyundai accent. And then... The Opie and Jim came on and were like, bad news. Anthony's been let go. And I'm like, all right, when does the bit end? 
And I was like actually upset by that. That was the first bit of media cancellation where I was like, no, no. I think I think not that that, that getting fired, but didn't O and A invent like cancel culture? I know this sounds. I'm shitting. They uh, they in what they did. It was called Jocktober, and they would spend all of October every year clipping other radio shows and like yeah. ruthlessly making fun of them. And sometimes it would be like, Hey, get a load of this big fat bitch in uh, market number one Oh three in Kentucky. <laughs> and so that person has like 65 regular listeners. And then Opie and Anthony, which was at the time, the second show to Howard Stern is about number of listeners with comedy was making fun of them. And so, yeah, definitely a little. Yeah, there we oh, go. God, there we go. Damn. Terry, listen to the Terry Clifford tapes. They're very funny. And in the end, bad for that woman. In, no, in the I, end, I too. in the end, Terry Clifford got a little W because okay. someone like it was after Anthony had got fired from <laughs> Sirius XM that someone like wrote into like uh, Terry Clifford show and was like, what do you think about Anthony getting fired? And she was like, oh, really? That's a damn shame. And then like just kept, kept going along. And I'm like, okay, that was pretty fucking funny. It takes a lot to roll with those punches. But yeah, he old, bounced old back. Old you know, you can always judge uh, someone's merit by what they do after the thing. And Opie was clearly being held up by Sirius. He he's mm-hmm. done nothing after he left. Anthony was clearly, you know, paying his bills. He was he was uh, he was an important part of that show because after he leaves. He makes his own thing. And I, I wouldn't have this kind of platform if it wasn't for Anthony. So mm-hmm. you, you, you oh, think he wishes he shot her? He's kicked, he's kicked out of Project Veritas. Oh, my God. He must be a horrible guy. What happens to Project Veritas after he leaves? It collapses immediately. And James O'Keefe was kicking ass today. Today he released a video where he went to one of these migrant centers dressed as a bum and uh, exposed them all for, for bringing in busloads and busloads of illegal immigrants. While they're pro- – <laughs> While they're prosecuting him for trespassing. And at mm-hmm. one point in the video that came out today, the detective is like, uh, you need to get out of here. And as he's talking, a bus full of illegals goes behind him. <laughs> it's like, couldn't be more perfect. So clearly you kicked out the wrong guy. Or Shane Gillis is another great example of that. You're a fucking racist mm-hmm. piece of shit. If you... Mm-hmm up as a writer at SNL we're all going down I'm not going to let that happen you stupid idiot David Duke monster and what does he do just destroy like he fucking kills yeah when was With a YouTube special because he's like, like, genuinely he talented to, he had to self like publish a YouTube special and that went crazy that's he he, mm-hmm. he, he literally pulled himself up by his bootstraps people want to make it like it's Joe like he's one of Joe Rogan's guys that's not the case he went yeah. on Joe Rogan because he was so famous and popular that Joe wanted him as a guest. Yeah. Joe wasn't there to help him when he was fucked a few years ago. He had to self uh, put out his own special. It did millions and millions of views. And then he got that Netflix deal. And that special is even better. That special is the one with the Navy SEALs, fuck my girlfriend and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all that shit. Like no, yeah. started or whatever. I didn't and, know the backstory. I, I saw him from the Netflix special. I, I think that's where I, maybe I saw him first. And then Rogan. Mm. Yeah, they they hired him at SNL and then immediately fired him after some of his older work came up that they didn't like, racist or transphobic or whatever they wanted to call it. He did a sketch about a fireman who rescues this Mexican family in the East Village. Or no, in, in, oh, fuck, was it Harrison, Pennsylvania or something like that? And uh, then he uses the wrong word, like he says Guatemalan instead of yeah. And it keeps getting worse for this guy. And then this investigative crew has a picture of him with uh, a MAGA hat. 
And uh, he goes from hero at the beginning of the sketch to like this racist villain. And it, it, it was like a magic. It was like God. He soot on him. He just pulled children from a fire. Yeah. Like he's the hero. He's catching yeah. his breath. We're here with the hero cop. And slowly it devolves when we find out he's conservative too. <laughs> and you know what's crazy about that? The, the fire department that he was representing in that sketch had a proud boy in it. This is afterwards. Afterwards, Haverford, um, and the 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 local politicians say, "Well, you have to get rid of him," and they go, "No, he's a great guy. I don't care what club he's in, and uh, if if you want us to get rid of him, well, then we'll all quit." And then the local municipal council goes, "Okay, then we're shutting down the firehouse." So they shut down the firehouse because the captain of Haverford, Pennsylvania, was in the Proud Boys. And wow. that was what Shane Gillis' sketch was. And in Shane Gillis' sketch, it's the same firehouse. But Shane Gillis' sketch <laughs> this controversy. So it's oh. like the guy is so in tune with the zeitgeist Prophetic. that his sketches become prophecies. <laughs> I tried to look forward to what see him on Shane SNL. Gillis did. Do you guys know what he actually did? I, I saw two things. One, he did an accent and mispronounced noodles. He said noodles. Oh, Right, yeah, right. That's nothing. And the other, they said he used an anti-Asian slur, and I don't know what it might have been. Well, you know the Asian slurs, though. The one that rhymes with spink. Gook. Come on, I bet you got a whole list. Come back, come back. Where you going? What is your favorite anti-Asian slur that you've heard? Uh. Zipperhead. Zipperhead. I was going to use that one next. <laughs> Isn't one. that Koreans? That's Koreans, right? Or slant. I don't, I'm not sure, actually. Uh, I think it came I think zipping up body bags. So it would, be, I, uh, it would be the Vietnam War? See, I thought oh, it interesting. was... Interesting. I thought it was an eye thing. <laughs> no, I thought it was... Uh, I thought Clint Eastwood called those Koreans zipperheads. Was, I thought he had been in Korea in Gran Torino. I thought right. a um, lot of Korean, that was his war. A lot of Korean war insults were holdovers from... Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That makes sense. I know that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You're gonna re. You're gonna reuse some of those. That makes the sense. Korean War was first, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 50s. So in Korean, when you say "I am gook," it means I'm Korean, and so they called them gooks. But uh, in Vietnam, they kept that, so they called the Vietnamese gooks too. Really? Ah. And yeah. then it just kind of spread, and now it's just a catch-all. That's the beauty of racial epithets. They're inaccurate. That's why I like them. Like, oh, like yeah, you call someone from India a Paki. You're just like, I don't oh, care. He said chinks. India or uh, I saw it right there. He's, he's Dude, some, some of the funniest racism right. I've seen online is like a Japanese guy and a Vietnamese guy, like at each other's throats. <laughs> like, like, no, nah, you are inferior. And they'll be like, fuck <laughs> you. You suck. Like <laughs> they have old beefs. We though. beat the Koreans you in were battle of them. Nyonya in 1419. Do you know like, the Koreans were enslaving their neighbors for generations? For they that's that, they're, are they, they like bragging they, about that still? Like we oh we well, I don't think they brag won. about it. I'm just letting you know they might have some legitimate beef over there we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, dude. Another good like racist battle to see on Twitter is like Africans and African Americans battling it out. That they don't can care be for one another. Sometimes they do not care for one another. No, dude, the I have Nigerian friends. Dude, I, I when I worked with that that Nigerian guy and that guy from uh, Somalia, they did not like Americans 
you know, black Americans. Liberals are so isolated that they they don't know Africans and they don't know blacks. So they come up with dumb phrases like African-Americans, like anyone from Kenya doesn't hate every black person in Brooklyn. And <laughs> they, yeah. they just like you're colored and I love you. And they're like, no, they hate each other. Everything is balkanized. Like the Scots hate the English, hate the mm -hmm. Irish, hate the Spanish. Germany and Spain hates each other's guts. This whole idea of like white power, white supremacy. The Spanish fascists hate British fascists. Yeah. There's no unity. And it, Canada hates America. America doesn't even think of Canada. Uh, <laughs> That's true. They're kind of a side note. We mostly feel like, bad for you lately. That, I'm like, Canada hates America? I didn't know that. Yeah, I we root know. for you, but lately we feel like it's it's not going well over there. That that guy who's in charge, I keep hearing that he might be related to Castro. Castro's kid, uh, yeah. Zoolander? <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of look like that. He's a Zoolander uh, prime minister, and he is Fidel Castro's son. Or Quebec hates Canada. Uh, upstate New York hates New York City, and that's why they wave Confederate flags. Th th that doesn't mean, like, I hope the South rises again. Confederate flags in upstate New York means, yo, they have the same accent as New Yorkers. They're like, yo, I fucking hate Manhattan. Don't I know I'm from New York. <laughs> I want you to know that Manhattan and the five boroughs can fucking sink into the sea. <laughs> I, I'm up here in fucking Buffalo, and those guys are fags. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is from around Buffalo, and he said that's very true just now. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't like. So this that idea that there's like racial cohesion, not really. Mm -mm. Yeah. Now, what do you think about the proposition of another civil war? It's kind of wild that Texas mm -hmm. is doing their own thing, um, not taking down the wire. And I keep seeing where various states are sending units that they have under their control state guard units state patrol units border units that they have they have all sorts of fiefdoms under their control but they're sending token units Who's at the very least the governors from those states uh, are supporting Texas? i saw i saw um governors but i also saw maybe like a police captain or something who was like we're sending pete and little dave to the border <laughs> and it was like right, it reminded so me of that for go texas people not yeah it federal. reminded me of that okay it reminded me of that Prigozhin video uh, in Ukraine. He was the the Wagner uh, mm -hmm. like head when he had like those two grunts, and he's like, "We just took Bakhmut, fucking Sergey and Dmitry here. They were spearheading the operation." It's mm -hmm. these two knuckleheads who were clearly like, "I don't want to be on global television." <laughs> like, this is bad for me. <laughs> this is so bad for me and my potato farm. <laughs> They're roasting me on Twitter. <laughs> I am getting absolutely butt fucked by black Twitter right now. <laughs> they are going in on my dirty shoes. Had this fake light AK mags. No, I'm 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 I don't think there could be a real civil war, but I think that there could be a lot of disquiet. Like I, I what I worry is there's some little sparking off moment where federal troops go. And they start tearing down wire, and state troops say, "Not a step further." And like, like what? What do they shoot at each other at some point? Would they? I don't know. No, I don't. I, I think there's two separate things here. There's there's going down to the border because America's had enough of this incompetent president and our porous borders, so they're taking the law into their own hands, which is good. But as far as like America and a civil war, it's already happened. We had a national divorce. 
and we, we're not talking to each other's families are split. And there's two Americas. There's there's right and left and we'll never reconcile. Like it's, and I, I like the analogy of divorce because sometimes I like to joke with divorce couples and I'll be like, oh, I heard that you uh, dropped off your kids with Sandra and you stayed and, and had a beer. And he goes, uh, yeah, I had to because my, my son had to clean out his shit from the car. And I go, so are there some sparks? Are we rekindling? And every time I do that joke, the other person always goes, <laughs> like there's no fucking way they are ever going back with her. And I, I feel that way about this divorce. There's there's the people that would enjoy this podcast. And then there's the people that would say it's evil. And there seems to be no in between anymore. So I think we, we realized in the first civil war that uh, there's too many bodies when we fight each other. And now it's just like, all right, let's agree to disagree and quietly separate. And it's soon it's going to be uh, geographic. So like I live in a very liberal community and no one wants me there and no other mega people are ever going to move into my neighborhood. And I'm moving out as soon as the kids go to college. And soon that area will be a shitty fucking liberal hellhole with crappy schools because they base it on affirmative action. And uh, I'll move to the South or like South Carolina where everyone is normal and good. <laughs> uh, moving to South Carolina for the good schools. Well, I won't care. Uh, you want to go to North Carolina <laughs> for that, but Colorado's the place, right? With the with the the interest interesting demographics, I guess I'll 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 phrase it that way. I if I was gonna go somewhere, it'd be Colorado. I've got too much family down here in the South, but man, I hate the fucking obnoxiously humid summers. I've had enough of those. Yeah, I can't go that far south. I I need to be like if I'm gonna go to South Carolina, I'll get up in the mountains, but. Heat is AIDS to me. I fucking cannot handle it. I'm racist towards heat. <laughs> I I mean, Southern California has the good weather, but it takes a lot of money to have a good life in Southern. Like, if you want to live in San Diego, which might have oh America's my God. best weather, yeah, like three San million Diego does not give you a good life what there. What County? is real estate like there? Like, what does a house even look like when you spend, let's say you spend $1.5 on a house. What does a San Diego abode that costs 1.5 cost? Right. Zach, show me. I yeah, bet. It, it, I bet in please? Georgia. And again, it, it, I'm from down here, but in the out, in the suburbs of Atlanta, or if you go a little further out in the country, a half million dollar house is a fucking mansion. It is a mansion. It is a three story estate that's eight thousand square feet. It is nice. It and there's property around it for half a million. I bet in San Diego, you might not even be in a real fucking house for a million and a half. I'm it sure might be you can apartment. find a townhouse at half a million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I'm so. That sucks. Does that have a house on it? What are we looking what, at? What are we townhouse? buying? Exactly. Two bedroom, like, two bed. That looks like a motel, dude. 800 square feet. If I'm reading at my screen. Small. I get a motel room there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was, rough, just, man. I was following Anthony to Greenville, South Carolina, and I looked at a bunch of real estate there. A, a reasonable house for a family of three was seven hundred to a million. Because really? All the New Yorkers are moving down there, and they totally fucked. And you would look up Zillow, and it would be like this house was bought for six hundred thousand, and now it's for sale for a mill. Damn! And That's you said that was Greenville? Yeah. Okay. I don't oh, know Greenville. An ugly house. For yeah. one point five million. Yeah, I'm not a not a fan of that. Yeah, I don't know. It depends what kind of weather you like too. I 
I like. Do you like I, good weather? Like, <laughs> I think San Diego is not the hot that you hate. It's like a dry 75 to 85 all the time. I kind of like dreary fucking overcast days, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I like it to be oh. kind of chilly. I want to be able to wear like a, a like a jacket or a layer, an extra layer. I want I want to wear long pants and 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 leather shoes. Not sure. The I guy want, who likes and, Buffalo. The you don't wear one. short pants. No, no, no. I don't want to be in the fucking Arctic with like like <laughs> raw dick in some townie like like Zach. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Said he wants it to be over there. Where are you living right now? I'm in Atlanta. Oh, so it's it's just a fucking oven. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. In the land. summer, it's it's obnoxiously fucking hot. It's super humid. That's the main thing. Um, and in the winter, it gets down to 48, right? <laughs> no, it, it gets. You know, it, at night it gets fucking freezing, fucking cold. It's just not your real deal cold like you get in the Midwest. I, but everybody above you would laugh at your cold, and the people above them laugh at their fucking cold. Cold is cold. People <laughs> freeze to death here. Maybe not as much as they do when you're fitting all filled wasteland. Three fucking uh, Chiefs fans died in a backyard high on fentanyl and and some other drug cocktail. All they right, froze to is, death in a backyard. You know what? I looked up over Atlanta this weather. Is... It's going down to forty five tonight. So Ooh, I think you have some work getting to getting oh, brisk. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's February. It's the coldest. Fentanyl overdoses are part of our Midwest culture, and I will not have you insulting it. Forty-five to fifty is perfect weather. No, yeah. no, that's too chilly for perfect weather. You want mid seventies. You, oh, want really you want T-shirt weather. 45 to 50 You know what happens low. in mid-70s? You're wearing pants, your legs sweat, and now you have wet legs. What is mm. worse than wet legs? Or shorts gay? Because I might be kind of gay. I wear shorts no, a lot. I, I feel like our complexion isn't gay. made for those bright, sunny southern days either. Like We're made to be more of a northern uh, hemisphere people, more of a caucus region people. So I want to go to that, the exact... Um, um, area of the planet where we, we derive from. So You're going to get like beat be up by some Serbian... Uh, we're not from Serbia. We're definitely from from some sort of Nordic uh, uh, um, um, background, right? Like you I think we're, so? We're, Who's we? We love the, Taylor and I. We've done our genealogy. Yeah. We've we've got our blood is pure, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I did my my. Oh, I don't know. I didn't send like, in the test, but my dude, brother. If we did, were in Harry Potter back, in the Harry Potter European. world, we'd be snooty as fuck. You and <laughs> I promise you. We we like oh one percent, huh? <laughs> not a drop of mud blood in us. <laughs> <Mud blood. laughs> that, that's what they say in Harry Potter. That's not it being is. racist. Yeah. Da. <laughs> exactly. yeah, da. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that I don't know about the mud blood part, but mm -hmm. you know, according <laughs> to Chiz, having Italian ancestry is is mud blood. I'm gonna be honest, whenever I see your curly hair, I think I, I'm like I, I'm sensing a little miscegenation. Just 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 yeah. just you know. Yeah, but it equaled out because the Accutane totally bleached my skin. Oh, that's right. You're a fucking mm -hmm. daywalker. Yeah. You're not even a real white. Do you know how much? <laughs> do you know how much darker my my younger brother's skin is than me in the summer? He gets like more like olive. I'm. You're a daywalker. I'm pale. I burn. I'm tender to the sun. I'm so like Gavin Scott has made you permanently whiter. Yeah. Yes. Like I burn in the sun. Like it, Accutane has a shit ton of problems that they didn't all know about when I was in middle school and I got on it. So there are other cultures that highly value lighter skin. I'm thinking of India. I worked in IT. Oh, Gavin oh. doesn't know this, oh, but I, I, I worked in, um, in with computers in IT for a long time. And that means I work with a lot of Indians and those guys are just putting creams on to like bleach yeah. their skin or even just 
like the opposite of a bronzer. You know how white people yeah, yeah. everyone knows that, dude. You don't yeah. know stuff. <laughs> I just told. I just You're knew that. Like, wait, I never heard of that. Yeah, I'm always knows. like that. What other what, what other times have I like? How many times India, have I done that? Indians have whitening cream, and yes, the caste system in Africa is the same. The lighter the skin, the, even in, even in America, we quietly. Uh, uh, value lighter skinned blacks more than dark skinned blacks which is why the cosby show had all these mulattoes on it because people found mochaccino mochaccino more palatable but yeah that's a global black thing. people in, in america value lighter skin like there, there's a whole diversion between dark skinned black people and light skinned black people where they treat they treat the other side like a certain way like I, i've heard them be like somebody with my skin tone like of course you treat me that way and it's, it's like wow yeah, like every little bit. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You, you see that like I I didn't realize that was a phenomenon until a few years ago and I saw some like black Twitter account like very in a deriding insulting way like said like he light skin. And it was mm-hmm. like what? It's yeah, like, they call him oh. yellow. I oh, light skin was the insult. I expected the opposite. Yeah, I've no, seen she, white people fuss because other people are dark. But then I'm sure oh. the other person would insult them that way. They're uh, like yeah. there was like bickering. Yeah. I used to what the guy I started vice with was Pakistani, and we had a place in Costa Rica, and he would come back from there, and he'd be much darker. And uh, his mother was like, "Sarush, what are you doing? You are so dark. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to use sunscreen when we are down there. What the fuck, buddy? You bloody bloody fucker, motherfucker." <laughs> Gavin, I'm fascinated by the story of vice i don't know it but vice i think of as a left kind of like a liberal news source am i on target with that currently right now the liberal dude yeah so vice doesn't know anything yeah yeah i'm asking in the guy who hasn't heard of anything jesus Uh, fuck gavin answer the question you shit fuck what was the vice when you started that and then you left it can you tell the story of how that evolved i'm curious i think it might be a good story but are we going to go put on a pot of coffee and spend the next six hours? It's, it's, I don't know how to make this story short. Oh, okay. Um, Sarush was a junkie. He had a revelation where Allah told him he's going to stop doing heroin and start something new. Uh, he got that in rehab about a week after this corrupt group of Haitian hustlers called Image Interculturelle, Intercultural Images said, uh, hey, we're starting a cultural newspaper like Village Voice that we hand out to people. And it's just going to have like all the multicultural events at the time. Uh, So you say there's a Polish parade on Thursday, sort of like a calendar for multiculturalism. And he goes, "Okay, I'll I'll do that. And you have to sell ads. And it's the money we got for this is a make work program for people on welfare. So you have to go on welfare. So. uh, he said, no problem. So he got on welfare. Then they got him that pro- program to get him off welfare. And he hadn't put out an issue yet. And he goes, I need a, a staff. So I was a cartoonist at the time. And mm-hmm. he said to me, do you want to do cartoons for this new newspaper? We knew some of the same people. And I go, sure, yeah, I'll do a comic strip. And he goes, actually, can you just be the editor? Like, wait, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I said, okay. And then he goes, you have to be on welfare. How do I? And I go, okay. So I went to the welfare office cross-eyed which if you ever want to, <laughs> if you want to get on welfare you have to go in cross-eyed 
And you're like, hi, I'm having some trouble figuring my life out, and I would need some welfare to have in my body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your trick to getting on welfare is you fill out the forms with your left hand, so all the writing is fucked up. So I did all that. I got on like that. I think the woman gave me a hundred bucks too. She was like, "Hold on, <laughs> you look like you could use a hot meal." <laughs> You're obviously incompetent, and I'm like, "I'm hustling you, bitch." And then, uh, so we got off welfare with the program, and then uh, we decided we're not doing multiculturalism. That's gay and boring. We'll just make it like a skate punk fanzine thing and write about bands we like and you know dumb shit and make up stuff i had no experience in journalism so i would just write things like my first cd review was uh this album's pretty good like the first song is like doo, 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 and i'm writing <laughs> <laughs> i interviewed a potato i interviewed god um and then we they they wouldn't let us expand. We want to get more ads. We want to do stuff with this. Mm -hmm. And they didn't care that we didn't do the multicultural thing because people seemed to like it. So they never bothered us. But we go, we want to mail out copies to advertisers. And they go, no. So I hired my childhood friend, Shane Smith. He came on board and he's like, dude, this is a scam. You're the golden goose for them. And they're not, uh, they're not investing in the company because they don't want to expand. And, and he goes, you know what we should do? We should say, either give us the money to send out copies so we can get real ads. We were called the Voice of Montreal, by the way, back then. Mm -hmm. Or uh, we quit. And then I was telling my buddy Marcus, who I started this tree planting company with. No, I, I was his employee. He started the company. But we worked together. I was a foreman with him. Tree planting in, is big and with students in northern Ontario. Uh, and I told him about the ultimatum. And he goes, why give them an ultimatum? Just leave. Change the name. And then I told my dad that idea, and he goes, I've got it. You change the name to Voce. It's Italian for, for voice. And I'm like, that's the gayest idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just drop the O and call it Vice. So we didn't give them an ultimatum. We said mm -hmm. we're leaving. We changed the name so they couldn't sue us. We were only like 24 at the time, though. So the, the Haitian guy was like, you gotta understand Haitians in, in Quebec are like the blacks there and they're all nerds and rich people because you can get out of Haiti and make it to Canada, you're rich. So mm -hmm. he was just haunts in a blazer and a scarf and he goes, my wife is a lawyer, I will sue you. So we said, okay, we'll pay you 35 <laughs> grand over the course of, I think, two years. And that to us was like the biggest number imaginable. And we could have just said, fuck off, but we were little kids and he scared us with the lawyer talk. So we paid them off. Although a woman recently sued me for a billion dollars claiming that she worked there at Voice of Montreal and it was her idea and she <laughs> wants a billion from me, Shane, and Saroosh. Cost me 40 grand in lawyer fees to tell her to fuck off, by the way. Jesus oh, Christ. Been there. But, uh, so we went solo and then we were solo for like 95 to 99. I told you this was a big question. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was this eccentric billionaire who discovered – this CGI company called Animal Logic, I think. And he, he met them in Australia and he goes, you guys are going places, I'm investing. And then they ended up doing Jurassic Park. So he made a bunch of money and he was famous in Montreal. Richard Sawinski was his name. And so we would get interviewed and everyone was so incompetent in interviews that we just make up shit. Like Shane and I said, we're gay lovers. And we said we were green berets and we would just, <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah, popped into our heads, we would tell them. Like we started out actually advice was a jam company 
And then we realized food has so many restrictions. We, we had a flyer that we released with the jam when we sold it every year. And the flyer became popular. All lies every day. So at one point, <laughs> you're crossing your eyes just in case the welfare right department, <laughs> just in case the welfare people are looking. So Richard Sawinski says, "No, Shane, right there said, yeah, Richard Sawinski, uh, he's buying us, and we're moving to New York. No, he's buying us. Sorry." And Richard Sawinski saw it. He goes, "I appreciate the hubris." He had like a nerdy voice, and he goes, uh, "Tell you what, if you could put together a one-page business plan, I will invest." So we stayed up all night. We put together a business plan. We said we're worth a million bucks, I think. No, four million. So he paid us a million bucks, three, three, three each. And he said, look, if you're big in Montreal, you're big in Canada. You're big in New York. You're big in the world. Let's move to New York. And we were like, yep. So in 98, we moved down to New York. And uh, it was going great then. And then we realized he's kind of selling a pyramid scheme and he doesn't have any money anymore. So uh con ed started coming by and like shutting shit off and uh we realized we were flat broke by like 2001 and so we had a client there triple five soul they kind of did rave wear and uh we moved into their warehouse like we were buying boxes and boxes of coats and hats and shit and we rebuilt the company from scratch and uh that was like the vice, you know, and then we started getting into video uh, around, you know, oh, three, oh, four. And Shane was sick of being the sales guy. You know, salesmen are not considered cool in our generation, Gen X. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to take over content and things started getting more and more frictiony with me and Shane. Sroosh was never really sort of didn't have the balls to get involved in any conflict. So Shane and I just eventually became incompatible. I was out in 08 and then Shane became like Anderson Cooper news guy, which I always thought was gay. I'm not into fucking international news. And yeah. uh, then he ran it for a while. And I, I think he got paranoid about various controversies he saw looming over his head. And so he hired this incompetent cunt named Nancy DeBach from A&E. And she just ran it into the ground. They became, they, they were, they, 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 they were initially pretty woke uh, after I left, but because that was only because it pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shane loved the international news guy, and then the woke thing took over, and then Nancy, the, some chick, took over the company, and she had no idea what she's doing. She's a stupid bitch, and uh, they went bankrupt. <laughs> oh, is Vice bankrupt? Story. Is Vice what? done? Is Vice bankrupt now? I'm confused. I got a little lost at the end. Yeah, they're toast. They have no money. I is that like it, shitty to feel now, like seeing kind of what was your baby or it's so far from it that now you don't care? Yeah, like I left at 08, so mm. I feel nothing. But I was mad. I really wanted them to fail right after. And people always say to me, they're like, hey, they got you out and then they went broke. And I'm like, yeah, I like that story because it makes me feel good. But it's false. They made hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, there was a peak in between there. Years. Yeah. So if, if they went bankrupt, like James O'Keefe it has the ideal scenario. He gets ousted and they go bankrupt within like a year. That's that's what you're going for. But mm-hmm. no, they did very well for a long ass fucking time without me. Damn. That's interesting. Yeah, when I heard you found advice, because like- they're the, the vice that I know is kind of woke, right? So I was a little surprised that you founded it. And I was like, I want to hear how that went. 
That's all. No, it was very unwoke. And we did have liberal shit in there, but we had right wing shit. And that's kind of the way the whole scene was back in the 90s and early aughts is. And it, within punk, too, like, yes, there was definitely a leftist angle because it was all young people. But you'd mm-hmm. have a guy like Tom Hazelmeyer, the head of Amphetamine Reptile Records. He uh, he named his daughter Reagan. Now, if you named your daughter Trump today, like you'd be excommunicated from the, the hipster crowd. But back then it was like, oh, that's Tom and his crazy right wing stuff. <laughs> like I used to wear a shirt in, in 2000. It had an American flag and it just said speak English. And people were like, oh, that's Gavin and his fucking immigration <laughs> stuff and whatever. Like it was all we, we accepted the different sides. But it was, you know, around Trump when Scott Adams has a great tweet about this that sort of solves it all, where the 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 myths were shattered and the the radical left was exposed, and all of a sudden you couldn't have any nuance. As Jim Norton says, you're either hundred percent with us or hundred percent against us. And with Trump, they said, all right, that's it. You know, we quit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a civil war. Yeah, Trump really did amplify it a huge amount, or at least the response to him did. You could, you could argue which way. But it- well, I think I think Obama started the civil war by saying America is just as racist now as it was in the 50s and 40s. And then what Trump did is he said, all right, party's over. No, 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 we're not doing this anymore. America's not racist. Uh you're you suck. You're incompetent. We're going back to meritocracy. We're going back to the 80s. I don't like what Obama's done to this country. And that's when the nerds went insane because they'd been in control for so long. And meritocracy is their worst nightmare because, you know, they took speech pathology in college and the history of slavery. And if none of that is relevant, then their whole religion is irrelevant. So mm. they that's what Trump derangement syndrome is. If it's not Trump, yeah. who is it? Let's say, uh, let, oh, nice. We got <laughs> if Trump, uh, if Trump strokes, that was out, a healthy one. You ate well today, Jesus. <laughs> if Trump strokes out at his next rally, drops dead right there. Who who should run in his uh, in his footsteps? Who should take up his mantle? Well, Vivek would be his VP, so I guess Vivek would move to the P spot. The P mm-hmm. spot. I also think Vivek is going to be VP. Oh, is Vivek like a front runner for VP? Absolutely, he's on the list. Yeah, I personally think he's going to choose a girl. Don't know things. Guy asking that? No, no. I Jesus that, and suck my dick. By the way, <laughs> no, that was me. I genuinely don't follow the politics shit as closely. I thought Vivek was like Vivek? not that. I Ramaswamy. thought he wasn't Vivek. I thought Vivek wasn't that popular. Vivek. It rhymes with cake. They give me a hard time every time I pronounce it correctly. Well, yeah, I'm the guy that doesn't really. know anything, and I can pronounce Vivek. Yeah, Vivek. Uh, I I have seen some clips from him. Where I'm like, all right, I like that. He's I like funny. that. You know, what I, you like, see him rat? I don't know if I like him that much. Trump yes. is, <laughs> he's old as shit, and you need you need some of that young energy. And Vivek has that sort of bullish, go for it attitude that you don't really see in Trump anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so who I, else would there be? Like fucking Nikki Haley sucks. Nah, she burns too many skeletons in her closet. That stupid bitch took all that money without telling any of her investors that she's had very public affairs, which means you don't get the female vote, which means you don't win. Uh, and then who else is there? People talk about Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird. I love Tucker. Consider him Kanye. A friend. There's That's, no way Tucker ooh, has an Kanye. interest in Kanye West. That. Trump and Kanye West would legitimately win. I think Trump and The Rock could win. Like, talk about idiocracy. Rock, The Rock polls really well. 
I yeah. Know. Has he ever said anything That's divisive he's never ever? Been on the campaign trail, though. The internet he's hates all, the rock right All now. the rock does is promote what? superhero movies and 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 smile big and work out. But if they had, if they dug into his past and be like, "How were you acquiring those steroids for all those years?" and he's like, "Oh, I don't take any steroids." Are you telling us right here you, you don't use any performance enhancing drugs? Aren't you fifty two, sir? You're as big as a bus. <laughs> like, <laughs> where are you acquiring these illegal drugs? Where and how? Dude, no one, no one on earth would give a fuck finding out about the rock using steroids. That would not be right. a gotcha. Look at him. He clearly yeah. does. Everybody already knows. That's yeah. the he thing. denies it and he would continue to deny it. And you could use a jacked it. guy on the ticket with Trump. Is it somebody illegal? in between like Chris Pratt? Right? Would be a story. Chris Pratt. Nobody's if Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt got caught. No, no, I'm not talking about VP. Oh, okay. if Chris Pratt was accused of doing steroids, you'd be like, uh, maybe. Or maybe he achieved that naturally. I'm not sure. But The Rock, dude, stop lying. Stallone yeah. got caught smuggling HGH into Australia one time. He was like, oh, I don't know. Well, it could have, could have been anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone planted HGH on me. Like, Look at him. Yeah, that's that chicken and broccoli diet. You know, once you start approaching 50, that just happens. You hit your yeah. second uh, second wind there. You hit your second puberty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just get Everyone knows all. about second puberty. Like yeah, if there was gonna be balls. a if there was right. gonna be a VP who wasn't politically minded like Vivek, the Rock, the Rock would win. I think Kyle's right. I think Kanye and Trump would win. Yeah, the Kanye's interesting. So I think if you don't Trump think so? wants to win, <laughs> I know you hate him. I don't like him. A girl or a person of color. Ye said Hitler is cool. That's pretty much a deal breaker for votes what if you went back but he's backed hit- off that hasn't he he's like no, been like what i no, was saying was no. that my doctor happened to be jewish he, <laughs> like, whatever no, the fuck no. he said he was just recently about to do i think maybe bill maher show or something like oh, that interview and, and they did a whole interview and bill maher tweeted i'm not releasing the two hours i just did with kanye at the conclusion i decided that he is a very very charismatic anti-semite and i don't want to expose the world to that <laughs> dude that okay honestly credit to mar that's a hilarious framing of that is like he, his points sure were too salient and too funny <laughs> like he was, when we talked about putin we said everyone needed to be heard uh, yeah Bill Mark, on this? he's anti-semitic and he's right so uh, we will not be having him on the show get him out of here <laughs> uh yeah, but you should hear anti- charming and salient anti-Semites, obviously. You should hear it all. Okay, so maybe not Kanye on the Trump ticket. I, I, I'll give no, you that. I will say there is no way from today onwards you will ever see a straight white male P and a straight white male VP. That's done forever. No more Mike Pence, Trump. So when you have Trump and you're asking what the VP is, you've got to think female, gay, person of color. There's no way. Like Tucker Carlson. Yeah. You go, oh, that's another, that's, that sounds Taylor good, Swift. Male. Taylor Swift's 35, right? What? Something Taylor Swift is 35, right? Is that right? That's the ticket. Yeah. Taylor Swift? Yeah. Oh my God. You know what's scary is that VP's probably. Be- See, Biden drops Kamala and, and picks Taylor Swift. They sweep. He wins and, in a astounding four, landslide. Four years, <laughs> four years from now, Taylor makes the case that they need one of those FDR triple terms. And the Biden empire begins. Christy Nome, is that person made up? Everyone is ready for some law and order. Like you look at El Salvador cleaning up their, they, they, it imprisoned 60,000 criminals. You look at uh, Javier over there in Argentina 
Americans are both right and left are fucking sick of these open borders. It's affecting them at home. <laughs> Their daughters are doing fentanyl. The fucking their neighbors are getting robbed. <clears throat> and I think Trump's going to win in a landslide because he wants to close the borders and impose law and order. And I think even people who hate him are going to just swallow that bitter pill just to like get some security. And then they want. All right. I have a question about policy then, since you are and, you know, you're you're a neighbor to the north. They're talking about doing airstrikes in Mexico to to like strike at the cartels. What What do you think about that one? Yeah, do it. You know how many people die of fentanyl a day in America? A hundred leading causes. A lot. A hundred and thirty. Like we started a world war because some guy in a funny mustache got shot in his horse and carriage. We're not thirty people a day. Every day. Yeah, it's in it's America, a huge in the world. Midwest, it's a huge problem. I actually problem. thought it was gonna be higher. I mean shark seat. Imagine a imagine a terrorist attack <laughs> where 130 people died every single day. You'd be like, holy shit. We're, we're stop, stop. Like that's World War II yeah. levels. Yeah, Please. if there was a shooting where 130 people died a day. Every single day, there'd be a mall where 130 people were killed. You probably are. Out. No one would go shootings. outside. They'd be like, we got to, uh, everyone would be wearing like helmets and hiding in their basement. That's yeah. what's happening. Damn. You want to talk about woke? I'm woke. <laughs> Are, yeah, I'm woke. <laughs> you do seem woke. <laughs> Gavin, mm, I am woke. very woke. Woke on. What was it like interviewing Kanye? I I just saw that clip. I didn't know you talked to him. You spoke to Kanye. Yeah, you saw the. Yeah. You see the clip a, that uh, Ryan. They showed up? a clip. There he is. He's in. Uh, he's in a game. Oh, that's right. I remember this now. Yeah. What? What, how, what was that like? You sh- you guys should call your podcast that never heard of that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the not up to date show. Yeah, the, I, yeah. Do, I don't agree, but DKA don't know anything works. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. Okay, that, that's actually pretty good. Delete that. Uh, Delete it. <laughs> no, no, keep that in. That's it. good. Let's be DKA. Yeah, DKA, I don't know anything. When I interviewed Ye, it went huge. You guys don't even know that his name is Ye now. Um, but uh, it was it was weird. He's a very likable guy. I find with blacks, the way to break the ice is sex jokes. So I talked about beating off and being horny, and I, I think it broke the ice, and we got along mm. really well after that. I said, at, towards the end of the day, I go, you know you're not winning the presidency, right? And he was that made him really mad, and I think it ruined our friendship. But, like, it's sorry, it's just a fact. You're, there's no President Ye in any hypothetical scenario. Sorry. <laughs> Did you think he was sincerely offended by that? Like, you yeah. saying... Interesting. He thinks I go, well, the Hitler shit is a deal breaker. And he's like, no, I think that's good for my campaign. I'm like, ah, Mm-mm. no, praising Hitler is considered pretty. I don't know how many consultants you have, but it's considered <laughs> pretty bad as yeah. far as popularity yeah. goes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, dude, that's the biggest layup question of all time. <laughs> you're in you're in politics and they're like, what do you think of Hitler? Dude, I'm hitting that layup. <laughs> 10 times out of 10. Don't like, <laughs> don't care for him. Boom. Two points. Like every single sure. time. Two thumbs down. Two <laughs> thumbs down. You know, I've heard about that guy. Don't get me started. Oh, he's <laughs> a rascal. He's my he's a rascal. Peeve. Yeah, he's my pet peeve. He's a rascal. A no good nick. Like Charlie Chaplin because of the mustache. Fuck no. Yeah. Don't get me started on his pot. Wait, who was it? Was it? It was Ye who said, 
but he made that awesome highway. Like, like, where he was like the, you know, the Autobahn, the Autobahn is the one Autobahn. of the funnest places to drive around. And it's well, like, that is well, true. The argument that Hitler invented the highway, that's true. He did mm-hmm. invent, he, he came up with highways. Idea. That's a great idea. Everybody has some good ideas sometimes. The on-ramp, but, on-ramp, <laughs> cloverleaf system. Yeah. That, that was that was new. I mean, we but copied it right after. It what was, if he came up with no right on right? I kind of felt like oh, with him oh, and Nick, Nick was with him like 24 hours a day back then. And it was sort of like Master Blaster. And they ran Barter Town, but uh, <laughs> Nick was was master and Kanye was blaster. So you think that uh, at the time Kanye or Ye was taking cues from Fuentes? Yes. Fuentes knows a lot of shit, especially when you get into anti-Semitism. Uh, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm well first for the record. I'm a pro-Israel and all that stuff. But I, I get the, the beef from those guys. Um, uh-huh. but, uh, he's a fun dude. He's an artist. He's creative. He's weird. You know, David Bowie said we should bring back the Nazis and, and fascism. Like it's a thing artists do when they run out of shit to be weird about. They start talking about Hitler and Nazism and stuff. And Sid Vicious had the swastika on his shirt. It's, it's just part of his art. I'm going to stop so you right think- there. You're a gay faggot. <laughs> i didn't see your interview with him did he speak well when yeah, I, I see know. kanye speak he doesn't flow with his points uh yeah he's pretty typical for rappers i guess uh mm. he was pretty funny though he's got a good sense of comic time like the the part that went most viral about that interview i said look blacks are overrepresented in crime right but when i see a black person i start from scratch and i'm like mm-hmm. i see, take you for who you are as an individual now, Jews may be overrepresented in media and, and leftism and, and this kind of stuff. But when you meet a Jew, do you, you start from scratch? And he goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nah. good question. Though. That was well phrased. No, I, mean, I, I believe he's being honest there then. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, yeah. I, no, I hear they're Jewish. I got an immediate problem. Like he wasn't able to see his kids back then. And at one point he goes, I don't even, I don't give a shit about my life. You think I care about Jews? Some messaging coaching. Play it, play it, Ryan. Represented in violent crime. But when you meet an individual black person, you don't apply that. You start with a fresh slate every time you meet someone. Do you do that with Jews? Nope. <laughs> timing too right okay nope. that's, yeah that's very no funny yeah nope nope just wearing nope. a gimp mask zipped up nope no yeah, yeah. what's the mask motivation like i he get it in public himself with the mask and not worry about how he's perceived i don't know that's just what he said can you say it's, it again I, I was talking over you oh sorry he said uh he said, I can be myself with this mask on and I don't worry about how I'm perceived. I can just be my true self because my face didn't. Okay. He knows we know it's him under the mask. Yeah. 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 Probably. Okay. Maybe he shouldn't be vice president. <laughs> <laughs> He's just comfortable in his Maybe burka. ambassador to somewhere. Right? Israel. Like, I'd, like to, I'd like him to have some input. Dude, I would be good with that. Kanye as ambassador to Israel. Yeah, but he has to live in Jerusalem. <laughs> he has, he's like, don't get me started on the amount of, I don't want to say it, problems around me. <laughs> you go visit him and he's just like, you believe this shit? Yeah. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people around me with robust stock portfolios. 
<laughs> There's another Jew, son. <laughs> These clips are absurd. That's so funny. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen much of of Kanye. The the thing that like killed me more than anything was him talking to that reporter outside of like a pizza place or whatever, and yep. like holding up the graph that shows like who owns different media organizations and, and like all the Jewish names are like read it out, like alarm, like, Oh, right. and he's just holding that up a phone from three feet. You can't see anything, but he's just found that graphic and he's stoked on it. And so he <laughs> thinks everyone should see that. Should graph. See I thought yeah. you were going to talk with the time where he goes, I had a, what was it? A doctor or something. And he's like, oh, yeah. I yeah. can't say, who he was or what his affiliation <laughs> was. But anyway, this guy wanted to sabotage me and put me away for questioning things. And that man tried to alter what how I felt. He was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to say what the affiliation of this doctor was. He was a Jewish doctor. You can see, dude, that's a, that's like a fucking, <laughs> dude, the amount of pixels in that image he's showing has been so decayed from the thousands of 4chan reposts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a blob now. Right at, you know so he funny. believes that he's telling the truth, though, because why else, like, do such an unpopular thing, you know? What do you think I, the, I think the psychology right. is behind I, I showing off his wife hard. like that? I think of it as an art experiment. Making him jealous, maybe, or maybe he's trying to make her a superstar, or maybe he's just flexing. It, I, I don't care because I got to look at her. His wife is bodacious. It's ridiculous. She, I, I feel like real. I feel like he thinks he's stumbled upon a treasure trove of like information, and he's like, I can be the one who spreads this, mm. making me important to the process. Like, because mm. I mean, he, he does seem. On the way, he's a rapper. He's a narcissist. Remember, three hours ago, we were talking about tens, and we were like, "Hey, sure, get this girl, right? Whatever is a changeable thing, and if you change nothing, that's what a ten is." Kanye's wife might be that bullseye. Oh, I change the hair first and foremost. She has my exact hairdo. She does. (laughs) Oh, does hers is blonde though? Yeah, yeah. Show us Kanye's wife, somebody. Yeah, but you both wear it well. It's it's the same hair. It's a good haircut though. I'm gonna say that. Good haircut. I'm kind of into Gavin's hair. You fuck her from behind, you're looking down at a 12-year-old boy. Tell but you more. see those enormous swinging titties. I've never seen a 12-year-old boy with hangers like that. Not from behind, that's, you don't see those titties. I, I bet you that's, do that's see fair. those from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet you see, I bet you see the side crescent around the side of the I genuinely don't mind the haircut. So. I, I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't like it. She looks like a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, I, you're wrong. I, yeah. And you don't like that? No. No, you I don't, don't want I would, your wife to be a bodacious would, Pokemon trainer. She would look better if she had long, luscious gotta, hair, right? I gotta take my oh, okay. third kiss. How long is this fucking show? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. We didn't know well, he'd be sticking around for the whole time. Yeah, we thought she'd be here for two hours. We do four, though. We do. We do. Four. Okay, I gotta get out of here. I have a life to live. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you're good. If you got, if you got to pop out, yeah, or if you just got to pee again, it's up I to you. Pee and then go live. All right, go go pee and go live. Can you and Woody please bond over the hatred of fat people and the fact that you ride motorcycles so we could all feel good, please? Okay. Woody, what kind of bike do you have? I have eight motorcycles. My favorite is probably a KTM 890 Adventure R. My um my favorite way to ride bikes are these long distance adventure things. I, I did do you, have you ever heard of the TAT, the Trans America Trail? Okay. Oh yeah. 
dirt roads that go around America is about 8,000 miles long. That's probably my coolest ride. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was uh, maybe five weeks, something like that. Cool. Yeah. That's the old tat. They made it into a loop now. It goes across uh, around Boise and across and you're never the top on a highway. Wisconsin. No, you're on highways probably 5% of the time. Oh, great. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I have a Cafe Racer Triumph Bonneville 750. Ooh. No fairing, nothing. That is a that is a classy bike. bike. That's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just doing aesthetics, so that I don't really enjoy it. It's fucking scary on the highway. I'm <laughs> hitting myself every time I go. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a bike that is stylish. No, this um, mine's like a 2002. That's a 2018. Right, but I, I know what a Triumph Cafe Racer is, and it, it is a bike that is long on style. It's not particularly high performance or um, comfortable. It won't start fucking cold. It it, it won't. <laughs> uh, uh, if it's 52 degrees. Or below, it's not starting. Wow! No matter what I do, so yeah. I have. To, if it's cold out, I have to bring a fucking jump pack <laughs> in my clothes. So I have to bring jumper cables and a thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. That that would suck, though. I don't like that. And then, as far as fat people go, I think you got to define fat first. And I, I'm 200 pounds. I define fat as can you see your dick in the shower? Oh, mm. I have a similar thing on it. You're way too fat if there's a fold under your belly. Like if you have. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, you could do better, Gavin. He just needs to sag his <laughs> pants a little. He's, no, he's okay. He's okay. But you'll notice yeah. I'm not doing that. So kudos to Kevin. <laughs> uh, All right, boys. No. I got to right. move on. We've enjoyed you thoroughly. Are you pissing or are you hang. leaving? Each, each is more. Each is acceptable. Yeah. Great laughs. Good sesh. I'd love to come back. <laughs> cool, cool. Sounds sure. good, man. We enjoyed, enjoyed you thoroughly. Thank you for coming. Thanks, Gavin. Yeah, thank you. Shout out Ryan for looping us in. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Take care, dudes. Thanks, Ryan. Take care, dudes. Sorry you. for the gook stuff. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool with it. He's cool with it. He, we have oh, a G, I know. I can tell. We have a G pass from him. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. Yeah. G pass. <laughs> yeah. A G pass, a C pass. Yeah. Uh, well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. I, I, when he when he flipped his camera on, I I swear to God I didn't realize he was Asian when we 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 met him briefly before the show, mm-hmm. and I don't I genuinely might not see color sometimes or at least like not with Asian people didn't even take note I that he was not either. a white man. Yeah, <laughs> I immediately took note. Best comedic. <laughs> I love the comedic timing of him ch- coming back and be like, "Fuck, what the fuck." <laughs> he's funny. He's he's like a big time listener of of this show. That's how we got looped in with Gavin. He he messaged well, me cool. on, on Twitter. I appreciate yeah. it. I liked him I as much as Gavin. Yeah, I can yeah, tell he sure. had a good sense of humor and timing too with his with his uh, fucking media cues. That was good shit. He was quick yeah. on the ball. He did a good job. Yeah, Gavin uh, and I didn't get along. Oh, it seemed like a, a little a little bit of barbs back and forth. But, but overall, I think you guys bonded over motorcycles at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just Mr. Positive PR spin right now. <laughs> I thought like- the vice question was a good one, and I thought it led to an interesting segment on the show. He was just taking shots at over anything. So what I was going to say after the show was – you bore the brunt of it on that question in particular. However, doing so got us a really interesting story that I appreciated yeah. him telling. Um, 
So kudos there to you, I guess, for, for asking the questions, even if he didn't like the question or thought it was silly. I think yeah, I don't know just, why he would be offended by it. Uh, I don't I don't think he was. He's just on a little. But, yeah, little, I think he was roll. just teasing. But it was funny because yeah. Woody asked about Vice. And after he did, he's like, what? You got fucking six hours. And I looked down at my notepad and it's like, be sure to ask about Vice. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Woody, what the fuck? <laughs> you got six hours. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was good. I, I never understood the evolution of Vice or when he left or. Because I remembered yeah. back in like the mid 2000s, it was like a cool media source where they would do stuff like we sent a reporter to live for 20 days in, in Sentinelese Island. Or like did they do the North Korea like undercover thing with they Lisa, did. Yes, Lisa Ling or something? One hundred, I, I'm now remembering that's the All thing right, I'm so, thinking of. Yeah. So we've talked about this before, but it is fascinating if you've never seen it. They, I think her name is Lisa Ling. She's a very attractive Asian lady who's probably 50 but looks 30. And they went undercover along with an optometrist or uh, an, an eye surgeon um to north korea to to do all these cataract surgeries for these poor north koreans and they were they, they were like they had like a four to five day pass some brief amount of time and so the doctor is doing dozens of surgeries a day or something he's he does like a hundred people he gives them their vision back and at least one and sometimes both eyes in the course of a week and it's almost they gather in what looks like a church but i don't know if they're allowed religion there and it's the and everybody's getting their bandages off at the same time a whole congregation of people is literally being given their sight back by the man standing in the front and they bypass him to thank the great leader's portrait. And the old lady exclaims while she cries on her knees, I will work twice as hard in the salt mines. Hmm. Uh, and well, and this is, and, and I appreciate, and I was like, this is a legit view of what's going on. There's no spin Lisa, mm -hmm. they're secretly recording this at risk of, you know, being taken by the yeah, North thrown Koreans. in jail. Yeah. And, you know, like that, that one American they gave back had been tortured so severely he was brain dead. Right. And he died long, mm -hmm. not long after mm -hmm. we got him back. I don't know what they do to you over there, but it's not friendly. They fuck your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> they fuck your ass up. <laughs> so that documentary was fascinating to see like what a normal street looked like. It's also very clean. Like there's cities, mm -hmm. it, but it, it reminds me of movies when, the person's having a dream and all the people have in a city have disappeared. And it's very ominous. It's almost like, where, where are all of the people? Why are there not commuters of some kind? Or why are there not like, you know, in America and every other city I've ever seen, cities are congested with traffic and everybody's trying to get somewhere. Did, did you happen to see that footage of the bicyclist riding in North Korea recently on Reddit? No, no. Oh, it backs up me. your story. Well, story it sounds like a lie, but it, it backs up what you're saying. I did that, see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the guy rides his bike and man, there are barely any cars in a city looked with an infrastructure to handle a lot of cars. Millions. Yeah. A city that looks like um, a, a major city of millions. And, and may, but there's no foot traffic either, seemingly. There's no it's like, where are the people centers? Where yeah. where's the hustle and bustle of North it's like Korea? They, do th they did that shit that China does. Where they like build an entire mm -hmm. city before there's the demand for that city, mm -hmm. and then it's just, you know, old West ghost town. Nobody there. Well, that would explain. But, but it. these these undercover videos, though, like I never quite understand it. And sometimes I have this little sci-fi dystopian Black Mirror moment where I'm like, I've never been to North Korea. Do we even know if it's real? Like maybe they just drew it on the map and it doesn't exist. Yeah, like I've I've never been. Maybe it's all. Of course, I also have that simulation theory. 
that I melt into every now and then where I wonder if you guys are real. That's that's upsetting. You can't be doing that, man. You're going to lose you your You wouldn't mind. know if you were. I wouldn't know. You could be the real one. I'm, I'm fully open to the, the concept that you're the only real person that there is and that I'm just an NPC who's programmed to be me. Nah, and, the and the simulation thing is, it's always struck me as retarded because it's mm. like, okay, so this is just like a secular interpretation of what god would be oh. if it weren't supernatural it's like no if if that's a clever god i never looked real, at it through that lens that's just yeah. a, an atheist talking about god yeah it's way. just like, i'm not oh, singling god, out kyle but god that, that exists not necessarily because not really because because all right if you're talking about that particular simulation theory the idea that we are some one simulation and they're running like oh let's see what would happen if this and that happened and, or let's let's learn how the universe began that universe that we discovered over there because we travel from one to the other it, it, in that scenario, I, I um, rewind me a second. I just I just had a brain fart. We were talking about the simulation being a parallel to God. Yeah, yeah, but even in that, but the people who created the sim- simulation, they don't know where their universe came from. They could have a, re- you know what I mean? But, but then I'm it's like an, about, it's like an infinitely reducible, more sure. complex explanation. It could be God. a simulation. It could be the Rick and Morty bit where it's a simulation within a simulation within a simulation, and 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 like who is the real one? And soon, we, and we've created plenty of simulations, right? And and we think of the the little like, if this happens, do that. If that happens, do this. Kind of coding as just rudimentary. One plus two is three. But I don't know. That's kind of how we behave anyway. We, you know, whether free will yeah. exists or not. Like like we kind of we were very predictable in when, we, when we, the way we make our decisions and the way we live our lives. But I've just never I, I've never been convinced by the simulation thing. It's You've like, never thought so much of yourself, though, that you thought that like it's probably all just about me. And like, and, like, a, like in an a, empty solipsist, uh, like in an empty room, you just be like, "Look, this is a fucking simulation." That come on, come on, let's let, let's go back to the real world. I'm tired of this. Is that is that, that called solipsism? The belief that you are the only real entity and everything else is contrived. Uh, if it is, I didn't know there was a word for it. I just sort of thought of it as self-imagining that you're within a simulation oh. sort of matrix kind of either scenario. way like like you can always like argue like oh well you, you get back to the beginning of time and god well that's just explaining something we don't know yet with god it's like okay well that's exactly what simulation theory is except it's even adding an additional layer of complexity where this godlike being is also programming us for what purpose? For what reason? Oh, it doesn't like, have to be a godlike being still reducing it, can, it to an kid in his thing just in a different frame. No, we could be in some kid's hard drive in his bedroom. You know, he's still an but, all-knowing, all-powerful kid. Yeah, it's still someone who's creating so an existence. To, you can I, see the parallels, Kyle. Yeah, you yeah, you're an all-knowing, all, but but you're that compared to a program that you write. Apparently, I know nothing. Remember, that? <laughs> <laughs> we, we all, all know nothing. Don't, dude. DKA don't know anything is actually very funny, and I want to use that. <laughs> We've all seen Tron. It could be just like Tron. Go watch Tron. It's terrible with Jeff Bridges. Just a but it, shit movie. I, I guess the reason child. I was the right age. I it doesn't better explain reality oh, than just the God theory. Because like at the end does. of the the chain with God, it's like, and then God did this. It's like okay, that's the entity, but that we can't define. The entity you can't define in the simulation thing is just someone running a simulation, who then could be on a simulation run by a simulation, and it's like almost more complicated than just being like no it's I don't even, supernatural we can't explain i don't really think about like who might be running it or why i just kind of prefer the idea that i'm the only real person and this is all about me that's a very lonely existence 
Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's like, beautiful. But <laughs> little little Toby it's, it's Murphy like, and like Rocky, they're not real? Animals Even? aren't real anyway. They don't have souls. Don't you fucking say that. <laughs> they don't go to heaven. Real. You ever see all dogs go to heaven? Yes, Maybe. I watch it as a child all the time, and they do go to heaven. Cats don't, but like <laughs> dog, <laughs> dogs all do. Dogs are all Cat, good souls. Cats like, only, go a, only, only good cats go to heaven. All no, dogs. All, all cats go to hell. That's Actually, pit bulls don't go. Because they're mean to other <laughs> pit bulls are mean to other dogs, and that negates it. They go to a segregated hell, um, heaven that the infrastructure isn't very nice. A lot it's not of very nice. Stores and pawn shops and shit. They got their own water bowls. Yeah. <laughs> our, our heaven's gonna be gentrified. It's gonna be sweet. Dude, there's like old infrastructure, but there's still shit. a Starbucks. You know, like yeah. like it's a nice place to live. I hope it's not clouds because whenever I see that, it's like what is. I don't walk around in clouds and in gold streets. That's so gaudy. Who cares if everything's gold? Walking around in clouds probably sucks. Like I've walked around in yeah. a lot of soft sand and it's exhausting. Clouds can't be any better. I hope we're all fit. I hope we're all like like like, like super fit. Like uh, in Exorcist three, they 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 sh- they show this thing where um, Fabio, you know, the model Fabio, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's playing an angel in this. Bri- he's having a dream or a vision or something, and he sees like a heaven hellscape type thing. And Fabio's there as an angel. And I always thought, I hope everybody looks like Fabio in, in, in heaven. I hope there's no uggos there, right? Like, imagine you live your whole life as an uggo, believing in the Lord and praising him. And then you go to heaven. You have to be like an uggo there, too. And, and nobody wants to have heaven sex yeah. with you. Or they could be punished because that's a sin. Sloth, that- gluttony. Mm. Pride. I don't, I'm, I'm having the, um, um, is yeah. it syndicate? The root of all I sins. forget the, guy, the bad guy's name in um, Mr. Incredible or The Incredibles. But he has the line, if everyone has superpowers, then nobody has superpowers. Yeah. yeah. That's if you're gonna make the ugly people attractive, then no one's attractive. Well, we get to hell still exists, I hope. The Pope by the way, Pope came out, said he doesn't think hell exists. Okay, fuck that. The Pope, Pope said that. What does he He says if it does exist, I hope there's no one there. Dude, that's the Pope, the Pope is, is fucked. That's I was going to say, Taylor, is he right? You're no, the guy I go to for religion. And- yeah, you can come to me anytime you have a religious question. <laughs> At least around uh, Christian I stuff. To like, religion yeah, no, it's, and spelling. Uh, Taylor's your guy. Dude, religion and spelling. Other than that, stay the hell away with your questions. But yeah, uh, hell is very clearly real from Christian dogma. Really? It's not a... Oh, yeah. If you, I, I'm shocked the Pope the would Jews say hell is real. The Torah didn't mention it. Well, Judaism is not from Christian dogma. It's not from it's the Old Test. The Old Testament is in the Torah, though, right? Like the whole thing. No, no. The Torah is uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. It's the first five. That's a books. lot of books. How many it's books not, are in the Old Testament? Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, uh, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job. Uh, what is happening right now? He's naming the books of the Bible. Mm, Zedekiah, no, I, I fucked it up. I don't, I don't know the rest of them. It knows. sounds to, to me like at least 20% of the Torah is the Bible. No, there's about... Or, or there's, 20% of the Bible is in the Torah. It's less than that, yeah, because uh, I, I, sure believe, a heaven or a hell. I believe numbers is pretty short. Oh, I mean, I know there's not a real heaven and hell, like 100%, but I'm not even sure that the, that the Christians... I think they probably just made that shit up. Um, Jesus was, wasn't Jesus the only one talking about heaven? He's like, the only way to God is through me or something like that. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Pretty convenient. I wasn't wasn't fully indoctrinated. 
No, I, I, I hit my numbers. I, I got in. Yeah. I'm the, I, I keep asking people when I, when I meet them at parties and stuff, like, Hey, are you baptized? It's a great like icebreaker. People love it. And mm-hmm. everyone, <laughs> everyone is baptized. Like even people who are like completely not religious people, gay people, dude, fucking, everyone, like, I, I'm I baptized asked, and both my children are baptized. Yeah, dude, I'm baptized too. You're going to hell so hard, dude. You haven't, been, to, you haven't been baptized, Kyle? I'm so worried that someone is going to see my unbaptized body as a potential vessel for a daemon and take me and do some sort of black ritual on me where they, you know, allow a powerful demon to come and coexist in my vessel, and, you know, imbuing me with powers that, that are Huge unfathomable powers. to a mortal man. I Thankfully. really hope that doesn't happen. This Thankfully is for you. sovereign citizen shit, right? Here. <laughs> I, 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 and, you know, I, I'm no uh, theologian, mm. but... Yes, you are. The, the baptism the baptism process is symbolic it's not about the actual water going over you that's not what cleanses you it's a re it's a dedication of your life to christ that's not what baptism is it's that's, a financial that's, arrangement you throw a party you see people you care about and you start a college account with the gifts that's baptism that they is they never that's dipped a, me in the water i never said the words um it never happened and i remember seeing people get baptized and thinking that's embarrassing. I wouldn't want to go up in front of everyone and get dipped in the water. Like this is when I'm seven or eight. Well, what, if, like, what if you're seven or eight days old or months? That didn't happen. Like, that, that did. I was it's not baptized. But should those and, people and, be and, and embarrassed? I've never asked. Should you be I, like, I, look at that fucking baby all naked getting dipped in water? How emasculating! What a bitch. I've never, I've never asked, but I, I, I know that like my uncle got cancer, who my dad was very close with, when I was like three or four. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and they went to like, they went to a fucking um, preacher somewhere, like one of those t- magic preachers. And, and like my dad saw that experience where like his desperate brother who was dying gave money to like this preacher man. And he, he's never said it. This is just all me reading the room. But I think that really soured him on religion and like especially organized religion. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I get baptized. Maybe it wasn't a priority. Um, but I think my sister did. I think my sister did. I How think they dipped her ass. To as a little girl, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember this. You in the, in the um, heavenly realm. I should. I, I'm going to ask uh, next time I talk to one of why I wasn't baptized. I don't want to be, and I I, I genuinely think it's kind of neat. It makes me special because um, mm. everyone I talk to has been baptized. A lesbian couple. I thought yeah, you're going to be the bell of the ball baptized. in hell. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe I'll be in charge. The, get, maybe they'll call me the hell bound uh, uh, savage, dude. What if here. what if they what if I'm like a lieutenant because oh the unwashed one come forth, Lord? No, that's like, like, like a supernatural understanding of hell. In hell, uh, Satan is not in charge. Satan is also question, being Taylor. tortured. Where do you get your hell information from? Is it from God? Oh, is that where you get your information about Russia, or do you go to the real media? Right, you go to Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson and find out about Russia. It's a real scoop, straight mm-hmm. from Vladimir Putin's mouth. The truth. I don't know. I guess you're I don't right. believe God's version of it. He- Here's what I'll say about heaven and hell: If there is a heaven and hell, then God's fucking lying to us about how that whole thing went down, right? Because it it just doesn't make any sense. The whole thing doesn't make any. What sense. What do you mean? Tell tell me what. You, if what, if God is truly all powerful, then he can. It's oh, 
it's like it's like in the matrix when neo finally becomes the one and mm -hmm. like the fighting becomes not a thing anymore it doesn't matter who's faster or stronger because he can just delete you from sure. existence with his mind so the whole story doesn't make any sense unless it's just a parable to teach us you know about right and wrong and well, scare that, us that could be a you might be you know on the money there but the the thing about hell is De demons are not like in pop culture demons are like in charge they're like lieutenants in hell and satan is the general of hell it's a place of total torment and the definition of hell is distance from god meaning that you are distanced from god's greatness in hell and so you'll be spending eternity in pain and torture and this and in that because you're amongst other people who lived poorly and there's no redemption available because you're distanced from God. That's the the idea of so, hell. As my theological advisor, hypothetically, if you sold your soul for five dollars on a PKA hangout, would you never get into heaven afterwards? Because I'm a little... no, not at all. Because you're, I guess, in the in like the theological belief, it would be that your soul is not yours to sell. Like you have to actively choose against God throughout your entire life. And then when you die, your wish is kind of fulfilled and you are distanced from him. But if you, you sold your soul to some person on our hangout and then tomorrow your parents called you and they gave you a really great sell on their beliefs. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix, baby. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do this and that. Not that church is necessary, but I'm going to, you know, pay Dude, all I'm him. reading about and you would go to him. Yeah. So obviously there's like um, paradise Lost and the divine comedy, which are, sort of fictions written about the Bible. It's like yeah. fan fiction. And and, mm -hmm. and instead, people have interpreted it. Yeah, Dante it as was a nerd. Sure, and people have interpreted it as, like, canon, but it was fan fiction. That's the way to yeah. look at it. But I've, I'm looking at, like, the straight-from-the-Bible stuff, like Matthew 25, 41, the universal punishment for all who reject Jesus Christ as Savior to be cast into the lake of fire. And then Revelations 20, 15, the Bible speaks of hell as a place of outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 8, 12 through 23 and 13, those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life should have no fear of this terrible faith. A fate by faith in Christ and his shed blood, we are destined to live eternally in the presence of God. Yet it sounds pretty awful. And you're definitely right that mm -hmm. Satan's not in charge down there. But again, that's God's version. Okay. Of course he would say that like in charge. That's where I threw him for all we know. Hell is like the better part of the universe that God and the devil exist in. And God is like living in the, the shitty like suburbs or something like that. And hell is like this vast green fertile orchard of like, you know, other dimensionally paradise uh, fa fanciness. Right. I don't think like, so. I think that's, again, supernatural. We're going to get to heaven and it's going to be that Russian style architecture. Just mm. floor after floor of gray shit that looks like every survival game you've ever played. Oh, I was okay, talking about well, the cool Russian architecture with the onion tops. Yeah, no, I was not Red thinking. Square. Not Red Square. I'm talking. <laughs> no. Think about think about Call of Duty four maps. That Russian oh, architecture. Block? Oh, block. Block. Uh, okay, those yeah. Eastern Europeans to do well with a scorpion yeah, on that map. They do love their fucking blocks. Actually, no. Xcal killed it with a scorpion on that map. So well, <laughs> Xcal could kill it with a knife on that map. <laughs> And he was frustrated. Oh, speaking of gaming, Kyle, what are your thoughts on getting oh, back into Total War Warhammer 3? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Huh. <laughs> because well, I it it is I want an RTS game, 
that is less yes. sweaty than Age of Empires. I love playing it's too Age of sweaty Empires. For me to get into, but honestly, AOE was... is like is really intense. You would love it because you're really you're really good and into min maxing different I ha strategies. It has to be my life. It has to be my life for me to be be good at it. I have to devote days to it, and I have to get up. I get up at seven a.m., drink my coffee, and play Tarkov it's... for three hours. It's almost okay. like a middle ground, though, because like AOE is so sweaty and so difficult. Yeah, I'll play. I and will. Total yeah. War Warhammer Three is like I'll play so Warhammer. not sweaty and relatively easy compared to AOE. That like it's yeah, not. Yeah, and I'm good at it already. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm good at it already. I'll, I'll, Dude, you I'll, and I fucked people up when we would play two v two. You played the Dark Elves. I played the Ogres. I took early map control with my speed. You played back, did some skirmishing. All right, here's what we'll do. We've got a whole plan now. I'll get back into it, and we'll have Turin on as a guest on the show, and we'll do like three hours of Total War Warhammer talk. We'll talk. We'll talk lore. We'll talk about um, um, the real Drukari, the real people Empire. Will love that. <laughs> yes, we'll do Dwarven lore. Like like Ooh, thick dwarven lore. Yes, I'm just excited talking about what we're going to talk about. Oh, we're going to love it. Woody. You don't know anything, Woody. Come. Uh, <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. You, don't <laughs> yeah, you don't know anything about the intricacies of Dawi lore. Um, but but yeah, I'll yeah. do that. And um, I'd keep I, playing ogres. I need to check back in and see if they've made any updates. They've added new shit. They, oh, that that okay. game's such a money sink. The game that's cool, and I wish we could show. I, I don't. I don't know if we can show. It's um. Space Marine 2. So Space Marine 1 came out, I think, 2011. And it, the the trailers and the gameplay look really fun. You play as a Space Marine fighting Tyranids, which is Halo this intergalactic... Halo ripoff? Pardon? Halo ripoff? Question mark? No, it's completely different. Wait, is it an well, RTS or a uh, well, you, It's Warhammer 40k Space Marines, so it predates um, Halo. Okay. Um, this is so, a first-person shooter or a real-time strategy? It, it's more like third-person uh, viewpoint, and you're a space marine, which is oh, like okay. a, a okay. demigod, essentially. And way. you're fighting um, aliens that, that are, uh, they're called the Tyranids, in this case, I think. They're just monsters. They, they kind of look like xenomorphs. There's big ones and small ones and all sorts of shit. It's very bloody, smashy. You've got a chainsword. you got a black, got a, uh, got, got a big cannon. It's, it's bolter. Um I'm I'm excited for that one. I sent you the link the other day. I'm so into the lore of that um, universe that I'm just down to play anything that's rooted in it that looks fun. So I'm definitely going to play that. But uh, but yeah, I'll play some um, some Warhammer Three. I wish that uh, I was more into that lore because sometimes the I'll be watching lore, yeah, the fantasy lore, which I think predates um, 40k. That it's it's the original thing, and a lot of 40k is sort of taken from the fantasy and just made to work in a futuristic universe sure. so like if you look but at they're the, different um, like you've told me they're like in the in the 40k universe it's not like the empire became the, no that empire i don't as far as i know the empire does it's a completely different universe and the empire didn't exist in yeah. the it, the the 40k universe is forty thousand years from our future was is, has always been my take on that um that that universe well either uh, way but, i'm down to play that game again it was fun as shit, and it is aesthetically the coolest looking game I've ever Beautiful. experienced. Like I don't, yeah. Like, what's a better one? What's a cooler battle than Total War Warhammer Three? There's that Civil War game that I will also play with you if you want, where everybody like oh, yeah. role plays and Inner you Lord do these. Like no, 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 it's called um, like War of Rights, okay. I think, uh -huh. and it's about the Civil <laughs> War, and there are these big bayonet charges of good old southern boys and they're all doing their accents and they're all running like through cornfields getting mowed down by yankees it's, it looks I, I'd, I'd try that out <laughs> but like 
Age of Empires 2 sucks me in because there's like 50 different civilizations. Uh, that's a meme game that I would want to play for like Total War night. Warhammer sucks me in because there's, you know, probably only 14 or something different civilizations you can play races in that there's game because they're totally different races. But yeah, no, I'll play that with you. Um, and, and I'm sure some of the other guys will get into it. I know Let's Power it. I forgot all of the, uh, I forgot all the hotkeys and everything. With that muscle memory base. Sometimes you think you forget in. and then you get called upon to do it and your body remembers. I hope you're right. Yeah. I hope you're uh, right. It's, it's like riding a it's bike. So thousands after, of hours into that shit. Like after going from like the first time we got into Total War Warhammer 3, it was following me getting into Age of Empires 2 again. And when I went over to Warhammer 3 and started playing, my instinct was like, all right, send them to attack. What do I need to be doing? I need to be doing something. I need to move things because in AOE, you're doing fucking 50 actions a minute if you're dog shit like me. And yeah. in Total War Warhammer, a lot of the movement is like, now I just need to wait. Like, Does the I, game I'm tell sure. you how many actions a minute you did? Uh, there's a, in AOE 2, there's like, if you look, if you watch someone's game with a certain software, it'll tell you their peak APM, what they're like, the uh, idle villager count was it'll tell you everything it's what's way good, i would like to tr- what's a good apm uh all the really good players are well into the hundreds okay it's like 120ish yeah some of them That's will hit like two per second like, i'll like, get that but, software. But, also, but also like they are professional players who are like compulsively hitting stuff sometimes and so you'll hear like with any prof- even starcraft stuff like that it's like oh man 180 actions per minute and it's like okay but 65 of those were him hitting the key, the space bar key to take him back to his town center over and over and over and over while he was doing stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. I used to watch in COD. People used to like YY a lot, like a lot, a lot. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with gameplay. They Maybe they're just like strategically holding a corner. Why, 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 why? Yeah. It's like these are wasted movements. It, it doesn't help them. 100%. Like but because they're pros, you think like, oh shit, should I be hitting YY more? <laughs> yeah when i like watch like sometimes in the tournament aoe games that i watch afterward it'll have like the caster vision which shows the peak apm and very often the losing player has less apm because it's like that person was making deliberate decisions with their actions per minute and this other person was like spamming space bar and, mm. and clicking and saying oh this unit don't go over here once with one right click go right click like a hundred times trying to keep him going there's a yeah I, I'll, I'll try that software i'm curious if, when we get back into uh warhammer how how much clicking there or if you jump is. into aoe2 with me that'd be fun that's not happening um that but <laughs> but but i'll do that there there it's is some micro you do send those like maybe like you you can imagine like the head of a bull um you know you've got your central force and then maybe two horns who want to wrap around to the flanks mm-hmm. you could you can kind of like like five or six inputs and that's that's doing its thing it you you sent them all the way over there so now yeah. you're waiting but then you'll have like some really fast speedy units that are glass cannons or maybe not exactly a glass cannon but definitely glass mesquite they're like glass mosquitoes that's that's what warhammer has a lot of you send these fucking dirty shitheads who are hard to see and they're that are too quick the to run throwers. down and they th- they shoot blow darts with poison at your guys and your guys will start chasing them so now you have a good unit devoted to just chasing a blow dart guy who's cheap but now he's po- hit you the blow dart so your guys are all <laughs> they're mm. poison so they're slow that's what <laughs> blow dart man loves he i've sent him on a like a zigzag route he's pro pre-programmed to do and he just automatically th- blows his blow darts and throws his shirt and the way the way you beat kyle 
in Total War Warhammer 3 in the domination mode. Blow him is, constantly, distract him. You blow him constantly and distract him. And he's, <laughs> he's coming too hard to even notice. No, you, <laughs> Kyle, there's a little counter in the side that says the amount of gold damage you've done. And so Kyle and I are both going to bring armies and we're both allotted 20,000 gold or whatever. And on the side, it's not a win metric, but it shows like, oh man, Taylor's only done 5,000 gold damage to Kyle's army and Kyle's done 6,200 to Taylor's army. Kyle pays way too much attention to that number because the win condition number is how long you've held the flags. And so what you do against Kyle is you send in a bunch of high armor, heavy units to those points because I know he's not even going to contest the points in the beginning of the game. He's going to let me have them and he's going to try and harass me. And my goal is to hold on to them to the point that I have 1,100 points and he's got 102. And then late game, he has to triple cap to win. But I'm playing heavy ass ogres. And so there's no way he's going to push me off my final point when I'm like helm's deep in no, we were. Uh, he's he's absolutely track. right. So, 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 so I'll <laughs> allow him to take his home flag and the middle flag, and I won't try to send anybody who would stand on a flag and capture, like a big sword wielding guy or mm-hmm. a bunch. It's groups of them. When I say a guy, I mean eighty to one hundred and twenty men in a formation who all look the same, roughly. So I'll send guys who just harass and shoot in, and my goal is to weaken his army. As, as time goes on, we're accruing more gold, so our armies are growing, and I want. His to always be getting smaller and mine to always getting bigger. And when I am, mm-hmm. when I have like a strength of numbers that I normally wouldn't have unless that harass had been effective, now I can just bully him and just push him all the way back into his spawn. And once I kill all of his troops, now I'm spawn killing. You're literally spawn killing. Yeah, uh, like, like it's it's real fun. It's a That's hard way to play to the game. You have to you have to wait and do the right kind of internal math where. It's like, all right, Kyle's going to win the gold battle here because he's going to go less on the points than I am. It's going to be complicated to if make sure that he's moving back at the right time. The reason you would often beat me, and you're, you're playing fine, but I'm often playing strategies that are hard to beat because I, I watch so much of it. The reason you'd often beat me is because I was so goddamn high that I would forget <laughs> to attack. I'd, I'd, be, I'd still be biding my time. just micro. I'd be microing three things around shooting and like, Eight minutes would go by because I was so fucking high. <laughs> oh, I know. And I would. There would be times when we'd be one v one and I'd be like, "All right, I'm at thirteen hundred and twenty points, and he's at four hundred, and over. I've got two flags. Yeah, he must really be biding his time before this. Because <laughs> <next laughs> it's not going to way too much. Can you win yeah. with a triple cap? Like oh, in, yes. in domination, you can always win with a triple cap. You could be down one ninety nine to zero. Yeah. yeah, it works exactly like domination, okay. where it ticks up based on the number of flags you have uh, held. It can, it it can be really fun to play duos in that because we'll make our armies complement one another. Mm-hmm. Um, like he might have a, a troop that like fights harder if there's, I don't know, some sort of stink near them. So I'll bring some stinky guys. You know, it's yeah. just like little things like Dude, that. That worked well because I would often play ogres, which is a fast, heavy civilization race whatever they're called and so i would very quickly take control of them and then kyle because he's playing with me and i'm not going heavy skirmisher units he goes very heavy skirmisher units and his focus is to weaken everybody before they show up to contest with me on the points and that works i like that annoy like um i like that play style because it's harder to do and i'm trying to i'm 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 always trying to get better at that micro because that's Mm -hmm. what i was always bad at but harassing is so People would do it to me when I first started, and it feels like being bullied because you don't have an answer for it. They're just running from you, and you're chasing them, 
and they just keep shooting you and they run and run and run until you're just whittled away. And it's like, man, I, you just bullied the shit out of me there. That was awful. That's true. But like on my side from the, the strategy I usually took, which was ramp up capture early, it was like, oh, he's harassing the hell out of my ogre bull unit. The most worthless who gives a fuck unit. Good. Keep harassing them because my ogre bulls are still standing on the point and they're still accruing points. I don't care if you knock them off because you're using a 475 uh, gold value unit to harass my 500 gold unit. Are you are you going to get your brother and uh, and his boys to to come over to the Warhammer side or are they just steeped in AOE or have they gone to Power World yet? They've played some Power World. Uh they're they're gamers and so they they bounce around, but I'll get them into uh Total War Warhammer 3 also. Like the the learning curve for learning Total War is so much lower than Age of Empires. That like if you can get people into Age of Empires and then tell them, hey, there's a game that requires one eighth the actions per minute and you're not managing an economy at all. And the games are fucking 15 minutes long. Pretty yeah. easy to make that transition. And the it's units look super though. cool. It's expensive, though. That's the problem. The That's base true. game is I don't know what the base game costs, but I would probably still 60 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But it, when you buy everything and I mean everything, you're a couple hundred, maybe three hundred dollars in. I'm, yeah, it, it's Games Workshop. Uh, I is is I don't do the miniature thing. I've, I've always said I think that's where I draw the line. I kind of wish I had one just to stick up, stick on my desk like a bobblehead. But the idea of painting them and then showing up to an event with some sort of fucking landscape and putting all my minis out there and rolling dice and playing the game, I, I I'm not into that at all. Let, well, let's get back into it and let's run some two v twos online and and roll some people. That'd be fun. Sure, I'm sure the people in the in our uh, our Discord would be down. But I won't be completely lured away from Tarkov because things are going well, just swimmingly over there. You don't want to get back to Warhammer where we'd like just absolutely demolish fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll play. I'll play just a bunch of those guys. Someone who's playing to make friends. Yeah, fish is playing for fun, and he'd be like forgetting units in the very you back. You know what it's like? <laughs> it, it's like that scene in Sopranos where Ralphie's making the fat guy play basketball with him. Even though, even though he's tired, he's like, come on, a little defense. And the guy like just puts his arm out and Ralphie just runs around him and scores like another layup. <laughs> uh, come dude, on, that, Ralphie, I'm tired. <laughs> that's how it is with a couple of my buddies who are like way more into other games than Age of Empires. But I have a bunch of friends and we all jump on and play and they'll like be on my team. And I'll be like, hey, uh, can you on your second monitor just pull up AOE companion and just like pick a build order and follow it? It's going to help you a lot. And they'll be like, nah. <laughs> so then i'm like playing the game and i'm like guys i'm getting attacked a lot because everyone knows i'm the best player on this team i'm getting harassed early and they're like oh interesting <laughs> it's like they're just still they're what are you gonna do playing sim city back there they're hitting imperial age at like an hour it's like that's a terrible time you need to be hitting imperial age at like early 30 minutes at most and they're like nah i'm farming bitch <laughs> like <laughs> i'm doing my own thing at my own pace i'm like hey you're playing the franks you want to go heavy in cavalry and they're like nah i'm going unupgraded shitty crossbows but, but meanwhile he's got like a peaceful colony growing tons of carrots and <laughs> just like oh uh, my, my younger carrots, brother I got him. <laughs> my, my my youngest brother is a big time gamer he's good at pretty much every game my younger brother is not a gamer at all. And so when I got him into age of empires and he'd play occasionally, I would always put him on my team mm -hmm. so that I could kind of build around him and protect him. And mm -hmm. there would be times where we'd be an hour into a game and I would have my entire forward base built around his to make sure no one could get to him. And I'd be like talking to my other ally and I'd be like, ah, oh, Brett, 
I'm really getting pushed here. Can you spare some units? And then my brother would be like, oh, are we being attacked? <laughs> and it's like 40 minutes into it, but he's just him sitting in the back. He has no idea. Yeah. And his move every single time, because I would forget to change the win condition. I want to play win condition conquest, which is you demolish their base. But I always forget and leave it on standard, which means you can build a wonder and then a time starts where it's like, if you don't destroy that person's wonder in 200 years, which is probably 15 minutes game time, you lose. And so I'd be defending, and then suddenly I'd hear the wong music, meaning that my younger brother once again built a wonder. And I'm like, oh, you actually did something great. I'm going to keep defending. <laughs> we need to, we need to, we need to. Like legitimately, how? what's the most upset you get from from losing it at Age of Empires, like like, or you have gotten? Uh, oh man, there have been some time in like interpersonal friend games. There have been times that my buddy Brennan and my younger brother will end up on the other team because usually it goes like you have this. If there's six of us, they're the number two and three players, and I'm the number one player as far as like amount of damage you can do over the game. And so they always end up on the same team. And so every single fucking game that I play against them, it's always like, what's going to happen? And I'll tell my teammates, I'm like, I'm going to get rushed by both of them in early feudal age. And then they always rush me in early feudal age. And I get tilted because I'm annoyed because I'm like, and these fucking pieces of shit <laughs> killing my mm -hmm. villagers. No, the most tilted I've been in an online game was a dude beat me badly and laughed at me. It may have, it may have even been in a 2v2. I, may, I don't remember if it was a team game or an individual one, but like he was beating us badly and kept putting in like the ha 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 because there's a taunt that says, all hail, king of the losers. And then he kept playing that over and over. And it's, so how dude, it's upset. Still upset, dude, up, upset enough that like afterward, I closed out of the game and then like paced around for a while. Like That's thinking what I to wanted myself, to know. Where I was like, <laughs> I'm not bad at that game. It's just <laughs> that guy's a fucking gay and uh, <laughs> he's way too into it. People who are worse than me are noobs and people who are better than me are gay for caring too much. And like yeah. that that level of shit i was oh, dude when you I, when you build up when your build order is perfect and i'm like that was a perfect boar lure that was a per i'm, I'm i have a good map because it's a rg like random yeah. number generator map yeah, oh yeah. i have three wood lines i can easily wall and you're like banging on all cylinders and you think in your head you're way ahead and then you get steamrolled it's really upsetting i, I ask because i've been watching pastilli uh play tarkov so you probably mm -hmm. don't know this taylor but the he does um, his regular account where he just plays Tarkov the way everybody else does. But then he always, he owns six accounts. But then he does another mm -hmm. account where he does hardcore mode. And hardcore mode is the same game, but it's mm -hmm. full of self-imposed limitations. Okay. So, and it creates a game that is so punishing, Taylor. I can't, I'm not going to go into the nerdy details, but just know that when I play, Everything that I get out of the raid, I can sell for vast amounts of money. Mm -hmm. He cannot. And when I'm playing, I have that secure container that we joke about our, as our asshole. It's our gamma container because we paid for the good version of the game. And it's like three squares by three squares, I think. It might be four by four. It's big. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's three by three. It's, it's weird. I don't know. But um, 
that's enough room to keep all your medicine in and all your keys and all your ultra valuables. And if you find like, oh, this thing's worth five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You move your meds out of your ass. You put that in there. And you can't now, lose that. Die. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. when you die, you go and sell that. And you're like, who cares that I died? I, this thing's worth $560,000. My whole kit was worth way less than that. I won, even though I lost. He can't do that. He's got to keep everything out in the open except for keys. Dude, I watch his streams, the VODs, you know, after the fact, so I can fast forward through the loading screens and stuff. He's legitimately upset. Like, like he's having... Mm. He, I, I know he's not going to cry, but I feel like I have felt the way that he feels. And that's when I'm a, I could cry if I wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. he's to that level. And he admitted it today in today's body. He's like, yesterday was so awful. It was so awful. I just loss after loss. And, and just, I win one and then three losses in a row. And you're just right back down in the gutter, you know, no, no, no meds. And he, it was. He's like completely broke. He's running into the raids with like no armor, no chest stuff, like not even a backpack sometimes. He's like, gotta find a backpack. Like, mm-hmm. like he's got a, he might, sometimes he's got just a pistol with six bullets because that's all he's got left. He's doing some, it's, it, and, and when he that dies, sounds miserable. he'll find a big pile of money and he'll be like basically collecting the money off the floor. All right, we gotta come up here and you'll hear some asshole in the darkness with a silenced machine gun just instantly kills him and he goes, fuck. No, no, <laughs> no! Like a kid get hit by a fucking semi truck for a moment. He's just like, and he'll get up and storm off camera and like compose himself. And I'm watching, feeling so sorry for him. <laughs> good content though. It's good content, but but his, you know, you'll see ch- the chats in the vods. So you can see them, and they'll just be like, "No, so sorry, Pest. Keep your chin up." What? Like, Keep the <laughs> chat is nice. Yeah, of course. It's Pastilli's chat. They're, 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 they can, he's, mm, that's true. What, I'm, don't imagine that he's failed three times in a row or, or, or he's been failing for an hour. He's been failing for eight hours today. They've been here with him. They want him to get a win. It's like, I think Landmark's chat would not be so sweet. That's because he wins 90% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the, but you know, more accepting of Pastilli. Landmark's yeah. on top. When you see him fall every now and then, you don't feel bad about how much further ahead in the game he's always going to be than you with his $2,200 in mm. earphones. <laughs> I did. I did get, dude, you talking about getting fucked up in games is reminding me of an AoE2 game I played like one week ago online 1v1 and a strategy in the game is to get to castle age because that's usually the power spike of your civilization you go dark age feudal age castle age imperial age and you can drop castles in castle age and castles are the most powerful building in the game they shoot automatically they're super tanky they're expensive as shit and so a strategy is you apply forward pressure which i did harassing him and then I saved up and up for a castle quickly and then placed a castle on his base, a forward castle, which okay. means it ranges a lot of his stuff. And in my head, I'm like, this game is going so swimmingly. It's going so well. I'm winning. I can see the score in the bottom right. I'm ahead and I'm dropping a castle right near his main base. I can't believe everything's going so serendipitously. And then like, I finish my castle and I start getting the ding, ding, like you're being attacked alarm. He has, while I was tunnel visioned building on castles. the castle on his base, he was building a wildly more effective castle. 
uh, on <laughs> my base. And so then I'm like, because he didn't just build the castle like I did. He had a ready to go siege workshop right next to it <laughs> and the town center. And so he's making villagers and now he's collecting my berries. Now, <laughs> milkshake. now he says, I eat your berries and I eat your cows. And so he came into my base and now he's eating my resources and shooting at my farms and my town center. And I'm immediately like devastated because I've gone from such an artificial high yeah. because mm -hmm. I've been killing his villagers all game. I feel like I'm the man. And then I see my base and it's like, Oh, this guy's like me at this game, but better, <laughs> but yeah. much, much better <laughs> at, at knowing what to do. It was very frustrating. It was a it's long upsetting. fought battle and I ended up losing in the end. I probably could have kept going. The nice thing about Warhammer is when you get buck fucked like that, you can almost always lie and be like, oh, just a bad matchup. You know, when they pick this, you, you know, and you <laughs> fix that, like, what are you going to do? Keep picking something right. different. Like, ogres could play be vampires. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, Dude, the ogres are not a good sieve. I just love them. They have good vibes. Good. It's it's a group of ogres. It's funny. They've got guns too. It's it's silly. Yeah, I, I, the ogres are great. And I actually, like the, I would argue that in the two v twos we do, the ogres are a good second team to have. They're because hard to I, move I can, off the map. I can bully they, they people resilience. off of points. Yeah, I, my troops can all die, and yours will still be there, like suffering. But I'll be back with the reinforcements before they're wiped out. It's a good it's a good way to play. But yeah. I haven't played the game since you and I were playing. It's been like two years almost it's been over a year yeah we need yeah. to get yeah, back been a while here. that'd be fun um, i i still say that turin guy would be a good guest um um i i find him to be interesting and, and just generally a nice guy i like his content he's the only total war warhammer content guy i watch i watch them all i watch a bunch um toby got neutered today i took him in mm. at 7 a.m and uh, i felt so bad Poor leaving toby. him leaving him with those people he uh we walked in and uh they have this little statue of a pug by the door. Uh and Toby's <laughs> staring at the statue. And I start petting the statue to fuck with Toby, and he's <laughs> <laughs> and so I got him really keyed up now. And then this brown nurse comes out of nowhere with a hello, Toby, and some sort of dirty European accent. And and uh he was just <laughs> And there was a real Hank Hill moment where like Lady Bird was going after. The She's mad Superman. because you're trying to fix my AC. Like, <laughs> uh, I was like, don't mind him. He doesn't like colored people. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, that's not what I said. No, he used no, a different word, a harsher word. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so yeah, left him with those with those fucking people, and they uh, they they castrated him today. I felt so bad. I was worried about him the whole time. I was I was here. Um, picked him up, and he's got that goddamn cone on his head, and looks. Confused. He's getting aggressive at statues. It has to be done. It's he's getting true. aggressive at Rocky, another dog. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he beat the shit out of Rocky, but like you said, mm -hmm. he was he growled at a statue. Man, um, he's so maybe that, that's over a good the top. Stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, he doesn't see a lot of other strange dogs, though. That's part of he it. He lives too. with like five dogs. Yeah, but and not he strange dogs. one of them. Well, uh, you know, it's a twenty percent attack rate. Rocky was trying to take that styrofoam plate with pizza grease on it, so Kobe couldn't have that. He had to fight Rocky to the death. <laughs> <laughs> and then did he end up with the pizza grease plate? No one ended up with it. I threw it. I, I, I made a point of showing it to them all and then throwing it away. And then like, no, <laughs> you made no. a point. See, uh, Kobe's. I told you the thing I do with the vacuum cleaner, right? They were scared of the vacuum cleaner. 
So now when I get the vacuum cleaner out, first thing I do is I beat the shit out of the vacuum cleaner. I talk shit <laughs> to it. I'm like, I get it out and I start walking around in circles like, oh yeah, you gotta come out and clean the floor, huh? Where you been all fucking week, you lazy fucking bitch? And I start slapping <laughs> shit. And this they is watch. why we follow him. They watch <laughs> me beat the shit out of it. So now when I turn it on, they think it's the beta bitch of hilarious. The they're no now they're not scared of the, the, the ed at all. I'm they're, gonna retell the story to my wife. I'm <laughs> they look at the vacuum cleaner like, yeah, you punk. You're lucky, <laughs> you're lucky number bitch. one already straightened you out, or I'd give you a piece of my tail too. You know, they, they, they think he's the underling now. They're not scared of him. That's, That's a terrific. good move. Oh, yeah. I totally you reset the hierarchy in their minds. Yeah, absolutely. Because they think it's a monster. You know, and you got to let them know that it's your bitch. It's it's not. It's a mechanical Genius. fucking servant. Here I am beating my dogs directly when I could be doing it by proxy. Yeah, MMA man. And here and I am sneaking this, Woody. into Woody's house, beating his dogs. <laughs> it, like like make sure make sure that Jackie like overhears, but pretend like you don't know she's there, and be like, "Last time my dinner's fucking late," and just start beating the shit out of the microwave. Just start slapping <laughs> it around. And she'll kind of have like a Pavlovian reaction. She'll be very afraid of having dinner late. This is why I get all my relationship advice from Kyle. Don't you know I can mm -hmm. fucking Amazon a new you in a heartbeat, you piece of shit? <laughs> why, why does Hitachi even make microwaves? Yeah. You fucking import, you <laughs> dirty fucking substandard hardware piece of shit. Get myself. They even improved on microwave technology since 1955. Dirty cunt. They haven't? Huh? I don't think microwave really technology have. is. I don't think microwaves came from '55, but anyway. I think so. I think it's earlier than that, even because it's probably. Uh, I, I know Google, it was a, when did microwaves go mainstream? Well, hang on, let me tell you how and when. Um, so it was there was a radar <laughs> technician whose uh, chocolate bar melted in his pocket while he was operating uh, the, the machinery there. That's that, and uh, and from from that forward, it was science and capitalism. If there's if there is a thing that we're all doing right now that's causing cancer we don't know about like what if it was microwaving our food I what, if, what if what if that's the thing what that if we're it's all having a cell phone having a cell phone microwaving our food stuff we don't think about at all Wi-Fi. the same yeah. way that we think like <laughs> no totally those, without can you believe that the romans were so retarded that they lead pipes. They, they had lead pipes for their water what yeah. idiots like there is stuff we're doing point. now that we don't know Right. I, and and I'll, on a related note, I bet there's stuff doing that some people know, and they're just okay with it because of money. Like I, I've got Monsanto in my head, yeah. using Roundup on the crops. Mm -hmm. uh, I get it. There's apparently some evidence that says it's okay, but it just seems like if it oh, kills it's bugs, it's not. Yeah, but they're like right, so, they're so, really so not. The, the chill issue with is real farm. So the issue the issue with yeah. all right. So Monsanto's a whole fucking pickle, but Roundup in particular causes cancer. Mm -hmm when you're exposed to it, like I was my entire childhood. We sprayed okay. it everywhere. I was bathed in vast fogs of it, and we didn't know it caused fucking cancer. That, I, it's it's scary now to think about. Who would about have guessed it. poison was bad? But, but it kills everything, as you know. Like Roundup is like the grass killer down to... And, and they, they develop those seeds um, for various crops that are immune to Resistant. it. So then you can just bathe everything in poison, and your corn keeps growing. And then, but but Monsanto has like, uh, cop. I don't know if copyright is the right word, Patent, but, but patented, patented the uh, their their fucking seeds. But the problem is, your farm will germinate the farm across the road. It's literally pollen coming out of your corn stalks, fucking their corn stalks over there. And and now they have your corn, 
your trademarked corn. Why are you growing my corn? I don't know. Your corn came over and fucked my corn. It'd be like if your horse got out and fucked their yeah. horse and they were hitting you yeah. up because for, for, for like breeding rights or something like it's like, no, your horse kind of raped my horse. It, my horse didn't ask for that, mm -hmm. but that's not how the law works. So I they blame the bumblebees. And, and so what happens is everyone has to use their seat and then they have a monopoly. Um, so they're evil for lots of um, reasons. Oh, wait. So farmers lose cases where it just happened by pollination? They're growing trademark yeah. seed. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's like, oh, uh, shucks. Yeah. I'd... It's like uh, Monsanto has a stranglehold on a lot of farming, and a lot of farmers are not happy about it. I just didn't expect, like, I've had some business law courses, right? Here's a unrelated thing, semi related. Let's say you're at a strip club. And a stripper comes over and starts rubbing on you. If you didn't ask for that, if you didn't, like, you know, I guess participate and join in, you don't owe her any money. There was no contract there. Mm -hmm. If somebody comes to my house and mows my yard, they can't put their palm out and say, pay me. It's like, no, 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 sure. no, no. You can't just show up, perform a service and, and expect cash. It seems like this corn thing is that times 10. Like if I didn't ask for this, if we don't have any contract with Monsanto, why do I owe Monsanto money? Um, because Monsanto is a multi-billion dollar corporation and you are a generational farm owner, which means you are always just this close to losing the whole thing. It is like, oh, the crop didn't come in. Oh, my God. Hope it does next year. That's it. We're losing daddy's farm. So yep. taking Monsanto on in trademark court or wh whatever like fan court they go to. I believe that they they've all seen the writing on the wall that Monsanto will spend whatever amount of money it is necessary to to break them. And so it's best just to say, we're sorry, we'll buy seed from you next year. Yeah. Like yeah, good they're boys. Very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But the court system being so expensive, you can, you know, they went, it. you mm -hmm. know, they went back on Johnson Johnson, like, I think they ended up winning back the whole cancer from the baby powder thing. Oh yeah, did they Johnson, win? Then? Johnson won in the end. I, you think? I think they won in the end. I thought I read that recently that there was an hmm. appeal or something. It like wouldn't that. be surprising. J and J is incredibly powerful. Women were spraying that shit on their pussies for years, giving themselves cancer. But and uh, and yeah. I think they, Dude, they mainly manufactured baby powder with dangerous agents in it for. I think that talcum is just 60, the dangerous thousand agent. or sixty years. Like I think talcum is like of units. I think I think the the active ingredient is the problem. It it's, it'd be like saying you've been making brake shoes with asbestos in them. What, what are you thinking? Like they knew. Like talcum is the problem. I think it causes cancer. I think you might be right. Cancer. I wonder how it happened. I made this assumption, which seems to be wrong, that people were breathing in this really fine dust. Because as you know, you breathe in any fine yeah. dust, it's bad for you. But it seems like. It was something different than that. Yeah, ovarian cancer. Yeah, they, they they put it on their sweaty, stinky uh, pussies, um, and uh, and 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 they get it that way. That I I believe I've I've so it is written. So it is. It, it's definitely the science. Mm. I, I refuse to believe anything otherwise. That's that's got to be what it is. Because I just imagine like those ladies in the '60s with their multiple undergarments and stuff, like multiple layers on a hot summer day. You know. And like, may, there definitely wasn't the 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 need for feminine hygiene that we that we see today. I think a lot of people were hairier back then, and I bet they'd really dose that beaver with a good, good cloud a of good talcum spritzen. to start the day. Yeah, yeah. I bet it would get like I'm imagining it making this weird like white muddy sections at the creases of their like 
lady Ugh, it like cakes up yeah cakes up um mm. what, what does he call it? a non-newtonian fluid when you take like mm-hmm. uh yeah that's what pussy juice is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well when you mix enough baby powder with it it becomes a non-newtonian fluid yeah yeah that's you can jump on it as long as you're i don't remember seeing i don't know i use baby powder on my babies so oh, i have shit. like a little bit of experience with this yeah. and i don't ever recall seeing white mud I don't know That's where good. it goes. Just I think it's made not to do that. I think it's maybe I'm using it gingerly. It should be, yeah, sparingly. It yeah. Its job is to like keep everything dry, dry. And not chafe. I guess. So it makes sense. It would absorb moisture. Do I always thought use of it baby as powder old, anymore. I have there... never used baby powder. I always thought of it as old man ball powder. But babies use even... baby powder. Sure, but I never knew any babies. Yeah, I I have no experience with baby powder outside of when I was. I've a never. Baby. I don't remember the last time I saw a baby. You don't remember the last time you saw a bit like out at the store? Like, I mean, I'm sure I've seen one in like a crowd, but like up close and personal, I don't think I've ever <laughs> held one. You've never, never held, held baby? yeah, I've held babies. Fuck, scary. What if you drop that bitch? Well, I'm not retarded, so like somebody it's wants not hard. You, to drive, you want to drive my Lamborghini? What if I gave you a 20 pound? What if I gave you like a, a actually like a nine pound dumbbell and I was like, don't drop this? You'd be like, what are you, what do you think I'm retarded? Of course I'm not going to. No, I would say what happens if I do? And you would say, well, you probably you go, go to, to prison jail. for the rest of your life, yeah. but you'd kill yourself long before that from the guilt of dropping it. I'd be like, what the fuck? Keep your dumbbell, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your magic life crushing, eternity ruining, universe spoiling dumbbell to yourself, you devious monster. No, I don't oh. want to hold it. It's a trick, isn't it? It's greased up or something. <laughs> holding like, holding a baby You're is Satan. not stressful. I'm if not you're not dumb, yeah. I mean, you know, some you do worry about it though. Like if you're much. not an experienced baby holder, so babies are pretty easy to hold. They yeah. don't do much. Support um, the neck. However, if I gave Taylor a pug, and that pug freaked the fuck out, or better yet, a cat, you would struggle to hold it, right? Yeah. So if you're not an experienced baby person, you might think it could have a cat-like reaction to not liking you, but babies don't do that. No, it's just gonna lump in your hand. And you just hold it's that like lump. a sack of flour. Yeah. Would I'd you drop, drop a sack bitch. of flour? Oh, like not likely. Are you so I dumb that like you'd see a baby's head like hanging back and you'd be like, This is the correct way to hold it? <laughs> and of course like, no, you no, yeah. you support the baby's head. You'd be good. Well, I actually I, I think I mean if you've never held a baby, it helps to have like a 15 second lesson. Like I mean, I'm sure I'm there. able. I just don't want to because they're like filthy little Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't think much of people these days. I've been watching too much TV. <laughs> babies never spontaneously freak out like cats or pugs, but they do spontaneously leak. That is a real threat that's likely to happen. And maybe Kyle just doesn't want to fuck with that. I yeah. just don't. I, I wouldn't care if it Fair could enough. talk. I don't, want, I don't want to touch that dirty little, little monkey thing. Well, know. they're usually not dirty. They're peckable. Oh, they look dirty. Yeah, that's like, bad like, parents if the baby... If, if they're not... Pay. They're just babies. Just take breaks from being dirty. Like that's they're, they're filthy little creatures. I'd, My I'd babies spent most of their time spotlessly clean, and they smelled good. I'm sure you had uniquely clean and 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 wonderful. No, smelling I think it's just Woody. what oh, attentive he's... parents have. Woody is a competent no. parent no. who cares <laughs> for his <laughs> children. <laughs> Allegedly, Kyle's like all oh, these kids fucking smelling like shit. Look at ter-. Woody's like, no, not, no, like not. <laughs> Not if you clean them. And Maybe it smells like poop for like two minutes tops. We just get <laughs> that situation that. handled immediately. Oh, one of our friends, Bobby's going around talking about my fiance this, my fiance this. 
this guy's like 25 years old, right? 24 years old. Yeah. Young man, his whole life ahead of him. Every time he brings it up, I don't even like soften the blow. I'm like, don't fucking do it. Dude, Valve should be... be focusing on getting his fucking build orders right because he sucks dick at Age of Empires. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he hears this and gets his, gets his act together, quite Dude, frankly. Lose <laughs> the girl. Get your fucking actions permitted up. Yeah. Would you just fucking pull up a build order on the other screen, Valvity? Get your life together. Would you just do it? Why should he be my ally? And it gets to mid Castle Age, and I go, I need units here. And he goes, I'm still farming. No. Hear a young man say that word, my fiance. What are you? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Oh, my fiance. What was that Seinfeld? (laughs) Say. Say. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to go anywhere good. I promise you. I promise you. Just, just, just back off, Bobby. You don't. I, I'm looking. <laughs> I see right now you're playing uh, Tarkov. Do that. Do that. Don't, don't, don't deal with her. Well, all all right. right. That's probably a wrap, huh? I enjoyed uh, our guest tonight. Gavin was fun. Um, uh, that that was uh, that was very intriguing. I liked his takes on things. I'm glad we were able to acquire him. Mm-hmm. And uh, y'all have anything you wanted to say about our wonderful sponsors, perhaps? Our Click on the Merrick bills. link. It'll make me look good. I appreciate Check it. out Merrick. Check yes. out Faro Distro. Check out Blue Chew. And check out Lock yeah. and Load. Pretty yeah, good. go get yourself some testosterone and some jism pills and some, some dick hardening pills. Winning the ultimate game, which is... Go over, to, go over to Gavin McGinnis's place. Tell him you appreciate him on the show. Hope he comes back again. Make sure he feels welcomed and mm-hmm. not attacked or anything weird. Do, do all those good things. PKA 686.